previously on Masks of Knee After the Tap. Recap. Deep underground in Australia, the surviving party members cower as the star vampire Ney, Father Eduardo, eats flying polyps. As they wait for the dust to settle, out of nowhere, a man out for a jog in Pittsburgh suddenly falls out from the sky and lands on Jack. The star vampire's time and space shenanigans has ripped him halfway across the world. Hugo, Matteo and Jack all recognise him as the successful Olympic athlete Thomas Kennedy. They notice that the noise outside has quietened down, so Mackenzie and Mitch look after Thomas while the others scout out and recover some supplies. We start exploring in groups, and Jack explains to Thomas we're in more danger than we appear to be, and they try to explain the situation somewhat, but it all sounds far-fetched to Thomas. So long as they lead him outside to safety, he doesn't care so much. Chai, Rebecca, and Hugo explore a crystal dome down the opposite street. They stealthily cross the glowing floor and continue along the lit street until they reach a junction and a small wooden building. But Hugo's gun goes off as they try to sneak in. Fortunately, the building is empty of people. There is a note regarding frustration from Huston that the cult have failed to locate someone, and Hugo discovers what looks like a very large compact camera, which instead of taking pictures, unleashes a massive bolt of lightning. The other group backtrack out of the library they discovered back to street level. We climb atop the rubble of a fallen building, and we can see further afield. The street lamps stop further ahead, but there are also side alleys that can reach other sections of the city, including a large crystal emerging from the ground. We continue to where the street lamps are darkened, where we find an archway etched with the races of all of Earth. But humans are not present on the arch. Recap! Chai, Hugo and Rebecca continue exploring and find another ramp similar to the tower we descended where the cultists fled out of. Chai inserts a stick of dynamite to destroy the entrance without discussing it with the others first. Matteo, Thomas and Jack hear this explosion and make their way over towards them. As the ringing in their ears quieten, Chai hears a flying polyp approaching. Rebecca grabs everyone into a building to hide. From a far distance, Matteo notices polyps approaching the source of the explosion. Hugo notices something is in their hiding place and leads the girls into a back alley. They get a bit lost and can hear more polyps. The others are approaching and also duck into a house as a polyp swoops by. When the coast is clear, Matteo, Jack and Thomas reach the rubble at the base of the tower with no sign of Hugo, Rebecca and Chai. With no plan and no sign of them, they start to head back to the base camp. Hugo leads Rebecca and Chai to what he thinks is a plaza, only to find it is actually a giant rock squashing and pinning a giant oozing creature. They walk away back down the main street again, finding a pit with a strange moans and cries emanating from it. Chai peers inside with her lantern to see a cacophony of tendrils, beasts and forms of Nyarthotep writhing amongst each other. In a panic, she throws her lamp in and... The contents burst into flame and she flees north, forcing Hugo and Rebecca to follow after her. The other group can see the flames and climb some rubble to see further ahead. Jack and Chai are able to see each other across the city thanks to the enormous burning flame. They manage to indicate where to meet and each group make their way north. As we approach the plaza with the wooden house, members of each group stealthily approach as there appears to be people inside. They manage to... bump into each other and arrange to meet in a nearby house. 
We interrupt this broadcast to bring you an important update. Man locks himself in his own porch. More at 11. Thomas declares he's not sneaking into the house, which could have someone inside who could kill us. And Hugo remains with an unconscious Jack while Chai, Mateo and Rebecca attempt to sneak in. Upon entering, Queen Nito Crease appears and finds Mateo and smiles, inviting him and Rebecca inside and alerts Huston. With a single gesture, she incapacitates Mateo. Rebecca attempts to carry Mateo away, but is soon incapacitated also. Chai has managed to sneak inside and steal some dynamite and manages to flee the building, leaving Rebecca and Mateo to be kidnapped. Recap. Mateo and Rebecca awaken, tied up, with Queen Nuticrease and Hudson standing over them and demand to know where Liza Vanderbilt and Felix Walker are. Although they are beyond reach, Mateo is uncooperative. Queen Nitocris threatens to set Rebecca to work digging up artifacts and have her soul and free will removed. The pair are then taken to the Temple of Nyarthetep, unable to untie themselves. Mateo attempts to meditate as he is carried away and connects his mind with Katakat, who claims to be a prisoner ripped out of their time. Mateo is gifted a boon from the being. Chai, Thomas and Hugo hear Mateo call for help and they move into position to get a surprise attack. Thomas takes Chai's dynamite, ready to use it as a distraction, as Hugo takes a gun for pot shots and Chai to get all up in their face. Thomas flings the dynamite stick and it explodes behind the party in the street, but Nito Crease appears to be not bothered. Chai rushes forward and lunges at Nito Crease, but she is entirely unfazed. Hugo aims his gun at a zombie carrying Mateo and misses. Surprise attack, a complete failure. Nito Crease jabs her very sharp fingernails into Chai. Using the moment, Thomas grabs Huston from behind and holds him hostage with a handgun. In the confusion, Mateo frees himself from the zombie. Huston glares at Thomas and dominates, commanding he drop the gun. Jack awakens and rushes for the street where the fighting is taking place, only to be blocked by a low wall. Huston gestures towards Thomas, instantly rendering him unconscious. Nito Kree successfully disarms Chai of her pressure stick as Jack reunites with Hugo, who informs Jack who we are face who we are fighting. His face goes white as he mutters, We are going to die, and he begins casting a spell. Rebecca is continuing to hop away on the chair she is tied to as Huston begins to chant a spell at Mateo, but nothing happens. Jack notices Hugo take out a book and a silver key and groans as Mateo takes out a zombie and Thomas reawakens and shoots Huston in the back. Jack waves his hands and a portal opens underneath Queen Nito Crease, plunging her 250 years into the future, along with the Hound of Tinderloss it also summoned. In the confusion, Rebecca flings a zombie and Huston uses some kind of assassin's smoke bomb to vanish out of the fight. We survived! Recap. In the aftermath of the battle, the flying polyps return. We rush into a building and notice Chai is looking very frail from the poison she received. We carry her through the city to Mackenzie, who may have some antidotes. We scurry through a purple dome along the way, with rooms and a glowing light inside, and several peculiar statues. This is the Temple of Nialithotep. Jack has to grab Mateo and Hugo from approaching the sacrificial statues. He and Rebecca manage to intercept them, and we leave hastily. We continue down the street and through the Blue Dome. 
This time, the floor glows and Chai floats momentarily before returning fully healed and conscious. Thomas cannot believe what just happened. She was magically healed. The group have lost their pure blood for the ritual of the Eye of Light and Darkness. They manage to return to their camp and eat the food Mitch has prepared, which helps calm everyone down a bit. As we brief Mitch and catch up on what we have discovered in the city, Jack accidentally mentions Nyarlathotep's name and he sees himself in unknowable Kadath. A slender man, the steward of Kadath, greets him with a bonjour and hands him a vial of red liquid and warns Jack, you haven't much time, he knows what you're doing. The rest of the party just stare at the space Jack was sitting in and wonder where he's gone. Chai and Hugo head back to the temple, guessing he may be there. And indeed he is, looking at the statue of Nyarlathotep. He is not alone, though. A strange, conical, floating, electrical creature with glowing red eyes floats inside. It takes the red vial and informs Jack the eye must now be made. This is Kakakatak, and he is now free since Haston has left the city. Uh, he is the great race, and this is his city, and he wishes to expunge the temple, but is wary that Jack has was part of the cult. It brings a sphere of lightning before Jack to judge his intentions and his sincerity, just as Chai and Hugo arrive. Kakakatak doesn't trust Jack, but he does trust Chai. They inform Chai they are, there are prisoners inside Huston's wooden shack that should be freed before they cast the Eye of Light and Darkness. They fetch everyone at the camp and bring everyone to the Blue Dome for the scribing of the Eye. Kakakakak judges the sincerity of everyone in the group to ensure that we are not, do not have a connection to Nyarlathotep. Once the preparation is complete, the ritual is performed and Nyarlathotep's influence in the City of the Great Race is banished. We spend a day recovering until the eye is in full effect and Kakakakak teaches us how to use the lightning cannons we found earlier and Jack takes some time to talk with Thomas to help him get to grips with his predicament. Once the presence of Nyarlathotep is expelled, the cavern feels much less oppressive. We rescue the prisoners from Huston's wooden house and find a chronometer the cults use around the world to ensure they all perform the ritual at the same time. There is also Huston's personal spell tome, the gods of reality. With that, Kakakatak opens a portal to take us back to our plane on the surface of the desert. One temple down, two to go.
Welcome back to the Masks of Nyarlathotep. The last There are ghosts. <laughs> I think that was more pigeons than ghosts. <laughs> oh god, what would a wood pigeon ghost sound like? <laughs> Annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Where last we left our intrepid heroes, it was the Sunday, the 23rd of August, 1925. You had just sealed the great temple of Nyarlathotep in Nakotas. Yep. You had banished Queen Nitokris and an angry time dog 250 years into the future. I heard that as Queen Nitokris. <laughs> queen, you're not the Queen of Egypt. I didn't think I was. Not yet. Yes, indeed. Ask your doctor if Cream Nito Crease is right for you. Uh, Dr. Huston had escaped to places unknown because he was a big coward and wouldn't let you murder him. (laughs) We came pretty close to murdering him. He was only like three hit points away from being murdered, which is why he ran away. Uh, The the mysterious alien Kakakatak fudged with your brains somewhat. Mm. She, she downloaded your life experiences into her brain, uh, so she now has a little copy of your memories floating around in her head, but she gave you all some skills in return. My my favourite part was listening to Flinty increasingly pronounce Kakak Attack wrong during the <laughs> Just oh, really? drift, It was drifting further and further from what it actually was with each repetition. Oh, I thought I was saying it right. <laughs> I... I uh... It I, is I, a stupid name. It, yeah, there's too many fucking K's. Yeah, it's Kakakatak. Kakakatak. I don't remember. I don't remember assigning a release form for a copy of my brain. Um, she did ask, and you said yes. No, she said if she could scan it. She didn't say she could keep it. I would like to file a data protection yeah, you request didn't, on the GDPR. You didn't read the <laughs> privacy policy, and that's on you. Yeah, it's like I, I, you no, scroll to the bottom of the UI, you look, look, and you click look, accept. Look, under under GDPR, I can request a copy of my brain at any time. <laughs> but unfortunately, no, being no no longer part of Europe, <laughs> no! and your data is held on American servers. What year is it? Your, your brain car- your brain is no longer is no longer part of the European Union. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, I'm Australian, so it never was. But I am part of Eurovision. Yes. Good enough. Good enough. <laughs> Good enough. Um, but yes, uh, you rescued a whole bunch of innocent um, Australian citizens who were being held captive to be turned into mindless zombies. And after successfully sealing the city, you uh, took your captives back to the surface. Um, thankfully, Kakak Attack just opened a portal for you, and it was all like, here is the surface. And you were like, wow, this is much easier than climbing up that six-kilometre-long tunnel. Can, can, can they open one to uh, where, wherever I'm from? <laughs> no. Uh, ironically, no. no. <laughs> she hasn't sent you back to Pittsburgh. Um, you have returned to Joanna Springs, 
which is where the plane was parked and your base camp. Most of the aboriginals have headed off into the desert. You know, they you've given them supplies and water, and they're going to go back to their villages because, um, yeah, they've had enough of crazy white people. <laughs> I mean, fair. <laughs> oh, 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 boy! Do I have a surprise for them? <laughs> And you are all safely back at Joanna Springs, uh, where your base camp is. Mackenzie is obviously with you. And uh, waiting for you at base camp is... Raymond. Uh, oh, yeah. Hugo's engineer, who's been like looking after the base camp and the plane. And um, he is surprised you've all come walking over a hill instead of driving back in jeeps. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, we left all the jeeps. <laughs> <laughs> but he's well, all safe. Well, we're not getting the things back on those, are we? <laughs> <laughs> Considering he hasn't seen you for about three weeks. I mean. I imagine this plane is now in tip-top condition. Yeah, you haven't been flying it. It's not even my plane. I've got to give it back. There's a a rental. (laughs) Hertz rental plane. You are all safely back in camp. You are um, somewhat mentally exhausted after your exciting endeavours deep beneath the earth. Uh, but you found the city of Nicotus, so, you know, if you want to publish an archaeological paper about how you found the ancient city... Ghost! Under- um, <laughs> there's a ghost on the, on the map. <laughs> Father Eduardo. Oh. Be gone, Father Eduardo. <laughs> he did. You deleted him. <laughs> Who's the guy with the hat? That's Mackenzie. Uh. I see the ladies are getting all cuddly up with Thomas there. (laughs) You have gathered back at base camp. So where are we? Ah, you remember when I told you we were underneath Pittsburgh? This doesn't look like Pittsburgh to me. Yeah, that was in fact a lie. Um, <laughs> you could almost say we're not in Kansas anymore, but then um, neither was Pittsburgh. Tell me, have you heard of Australia? <laughs> of course I've heard of Australia. Ah, good. That's going, that's going to make this next statement a little easier for you to swallow. We're in Australia. Right. <sighs> that's, that's not the craziest thing I've heard today, to be honest. Which is, which is true. You did meet some sort of crazy space alien who scanned your brain. So, um, yeah, you, you are having a bad time. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're going to have to like come up with a story as to how they were brought here against their will and thusly don't have a passport. We're going to have to contact the American embassy. <laughs> um, 
Impulse. No, no, it's 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 nineteen. It's the nineteen thirties. You know, if if um if someone doesn't have a passport, what you do is present them with a block of cash and be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I don't have a passport. But will this money suffice instead?" Depends. Depends where we're going. We might. You might still be a good idea to get him a passport so that he can, like, you know. Well, let's worry about that when we're not in a desert, says Mackenzie. Um, he pulls off his glasses. So, um, just thinking ahead. <laughs> I can't help but notice that our friend didn't send our jeeps back with us, but she did send all of our backpacks and supplies. So I guess we've just lost some cars. What does an alien need with a jeep? <laughs> I guess they didn't know we had cars. It's more that we, we don't need them anymore, but we no. sort of do, but you really didn't. Mackenzie sits down and is like, well, I for one think we should probably never mention the city we found under the sand ever again. And um, fly me back to Port Headland and I'll say my goodbyes. I, I lean in close to him and I'm like, what city? <laughs> You do not mention to anyone the free tablets I still have in my pack. (laughs) Definitely be telling everything about to the seller so I can get top dollar. (laughs) Unfortunately, the three tablets are (laughs) Cocodamol. Oh, no, they're not. (laughs) This will be a great report for some publication. I'm I'm sure someone will take it. (laughs) Mark? Maybe this will be your first piece of fiction to publish in the Weird Tales. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this is a problem when you have a reporter in Call of Cthulhu. No, they, they slowly become a crackpot. <laughs> you can't write those. Can't write those stories. Oh Jesus! Why are you throwing stuff at each other? I think this this is not allowed. You two clearly can't be trusted in the same house. <laughs> I was just sending him a hedge hug. Well, I guess that's allowed. And you're muted, by the way. It's full of shards of broken glass. (laughs) (laughs) This is fine. Oh, oh. Oh, no, Hazard, this is fine. (laughs) Sits on my work desk, because this is fine. (laughs) (laughs) That seems perfect for you now. Okay, um, what are you doing? Uh, you're kind of all sitting around in the mess tent having large cups of coffee. And um, coffee. yeah, there is a table in the middle of the uh, large, a map, sorry, in the middle of the table, uh, Thomas, which you can definitely see looks like the western coast of Australia. Is it still snowy outside? Uh, the snow has melted. Okay. Because <laughs> that would have been confusing. Yes, we're in the middle of a desert in Western Australia. Snowy wonder. <laughs> we call it Snow Australia again. Yes, no, the snow has melted. Um, it has, however, flooded quite a large portion of the desert, but thankfully not your camp. Oh, good. Quicksand. But all of those Aboriginals <laughs> and their lovely villages that they left behind. Ooh. Oh, they, they were going to die of something. So... You are gathered together. You have successfully driven the cult of Nyarlathotep out of Nakotas, cutting off a temple for the great ritual and their supply of ancient weird technology. So, what are you doing next? Do you want to just get ready to return to Port Headland and make a decision on what to do next there? Mm. I asked my... Go and ask my engineer how the plane is. Um, 
We haven't got any radio this far out, have we? Um, well, the plane has a radio, but there's no one to call on it. Mm. That was great. well. The, uh, uh, the one, one thing that would come to mind is maybe listening to the radio, listening to weather report. Check that there's no uh, check the weather is good for flying in the next what, day or so. What part of there is no radio to pick up? Did you miss? Um, I thought you meant no, no, no. I meant broadcast radio as opposed to point to point radio. No, we're in the middle of a desert. Uh, you can't even get broadcast radio. No, it's oh, not that they'd be more powerful. It's not like they stick massive transmitters up on hills in the middle of the desert. I don't, about, I'm not familiar with the flight away from any radio signals. Uh, I wasn't. But I wasn't try, but it'll be very weak. I wasn't sure. Well, I, I could give it a try. I wasn't sure if, um, like, you know, we'd be able to pick up like national radio, even though we can't, because that's a bigger transmitter and more powerful. So yes, but it doesn't reach across the endless, empty expanse of desert. I don't you know. can try. Roll I your radio try. operations, uh, Hugno. It's just trying to make sure the flight is safer if possible. Uh, radio ops. Which one? I have radio ops? No. Radio. No, you don't. What about my engineer? Does he have radio ops? He does. Which is why he's telling you he can't find anything on the radio. <laughs> okay, fine. Remember that time you got lost and you couldn't call anyone on the radio? Uh, but my different, my different. There's a difference between point-to-point radio, where you have to be able to transmit and receive the same strength, and just listening radio, which would be much more powerful. That's that's my point. Yes, yes. No, I understand okay. your point, Nido. But yeah, you, there is no signal in the middle of the desert, sadly. Okay. Yeah. No, fair but GM enough. says no. <laughs> GM says no. no. That's fine. I was just checking. Um, the in that case, um, I think if unless anybody knows any meteorology, we'll just have to luck it and hope that the conditions are good. Well, I guess we load the plane then, says Raymond. Mm. Uh, has your navigation improved <laughs> since the last time we let you fly a plane? Um, oh, no. I mean, it's better than half. Happy birthday to Nino. <laughs> He's going to fly the plane. The, the air... <laughs> The aeroplane or, you know, aerial death platform. <laughs> Sometimes, no. It's going to be a great TPK on <laughs> birthday. Yeah, let's load up the plane. Okay, uh, you all start loading up the plane, uh, packing down tents, loading on supplies. Uh, Raymond checks that the aeroplane is full of fuel, and he does some final checks. Uh, Mitch... Raymond asks if you would help him go over the plane's mechanics and, you know, check everything is good after it's been sat in this desert for three weeks where it was desert, snow, desert. You know, he wants to make sure nothing has gone wrong. Yeah, sounds good. I can go and give a hand. Can I use my heavy machinery for that? You can use your operate heavy machinery. (laughs) Well, you can, uh, everything is fine. You can introduce him to the sex position known as the rusty aeroplane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, everything seems fine to me, to be honest. Like, uh, you know, just give it a once-over, but pff, that's good enough. He finds a problem with one of the fuel lines, which has cracked from, um, you know, being in the desert heat, then being frozen, and then warming back up again. And he, he, he gets you to help him snip out this piece of pipe. 
and replace it with a spare. Roll me your... Do you have... Let's have a look at your count sheet. Uh, roll me your mechanical repair with a bonus die. Oh, you don't need one. <laughs> Extreme success. You could take the 65 if you like. I would allow this. It's a what? trap. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> you work with Raymond to get the plane ready. You replace this length of fuel pipe so that when you fill the fuel tanks full of fuel, it doesn't all start leaking out straight away. Hey. An easy fix for a competent cook. <laughs> and <laughs> competent cook with a surprising array of useful skills. Right. I'm, su- I'm surprised that's your catchphrase. <laughs> Everyone else, roll Desert Survival, please. Unless you're Thomas and don't have any Desert Survival. In which case, you can roll me your Constitution at hard. Oh, good. Desert wow. Survival. I mean, I had a lot less Desert to Survival than everyone else. No, I guess I'd die. <laughs> I, I die. I definitely die. I didn't miss by that much. Well, uh, Mitch, Chai... Rebecca and Thomas, you're all fine. It's hot, baking, desert weather, so you've got hats on or you've borrowed a handkerchief and you're looking after yourself. I'm no, just you're, wearing, you're all, you're I'm all wearing doing... a loincloth. That's all I'm wearing. Just a speedo. <laughs> just your standard chef's loincloth. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's tan. You know, exactly. It has to be of the bronzed Adonis. <laughs> no, no, you, you're, all, you're all paradoxically undressing. It's the desert. You have to put on more clothes. Yeah. Matteo, Jack, and Hugo, all roll me constitution, please. And we're going to... Ha-ha! <laughs> live. I live. <laughs> oh. Oh, Happy birthday, Nino. <laughs> <laughs> no one's flying today. Dying oh, in the desert. Just on your birthday. <laughs> I mean, if I kill him with heat stroke, is that mean? Uh, well, I mean, so you all then will eventually also die of heat stroke because I mean, none of you are getting out of this play uh, out of this desert alive. <laughs> it's, not, it's not. It's not the most ridiculous death uh, um, we've had in a Call of Cthulhu campaign. Oh, if by really? mean you mean an, an average sort of thing to happen, then yes. <laughs> uh, Jack and Matteo, you start feeling a bit warm whilst loading things onto the plane. So you go into the shade and get a nice big glass of water because you're like, oh, yeah, we're still in the desert. You you kind of acclimatised to being in a mildly cold underground cavern. So your your body is still like a bit like, whoa, what's going on here? Uh, Hugo faints. He's gone and locked himself in the cockpit uh, preparing to... <laughs> take off and the cockpit has warmed up and there's no airflow and uh, roll me your spot hidden everyone except for Hugo spot hidden hard success I see it but I don't want to right um Jack, you noticed this first. You, you, you are uh, enjoying a nice cold water, 
and a little snack in the shade of the plane when you look up at the cockpit and see Hugo just draped over the controls. Uh, everyone, I say, clapping my hands, I believe the pilot is dead. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> I, I head for the inside of the plane. I start baking a cake to celebrate. Wait, what? <laughs> a, birthday, a birthday cake. Ah, it's yeah. all come full circle. <laughs> Um, yeah, Hugo, you attract people's attention, and uh, do people go to follow Hugo, uh, not Hugo, Jack into the plane? Yep. Uh, Yeah, you find a... Hugo has fainted from heat exhaustion, from the looks of it. Would you like to roll first aid, Jack, as you get to him first? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to roll first aid. Happy birthday, Nito. (laughs) 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 There's a a two-in-three chance this'll kill him. <laughs> Yay! Okay, okay. <laughs> <Aren't> we lucky. <laughs> uh, you carry Hugo to the mess tent and make a bassoon <laughs> out of his lower intestines. Um, <laughs> uh, you apply the uh, appropriate 1925s first aid for someone who has fainted. Um, smelling salt. Slap, slap them until they quake up. Pull yourself together, man. Give him a backhanded slap and filling him with water. That'll do. Man. Um, you carry on. It takes about a couple of hours to load the plane, and Jack, you kind of end up on looking after Hugo duty as you found him. Would anyone like to do anything specific or anything special whilst the plane is being loaded? Um, I could make some uh, food for the journey on the plane. Okay, roll cooking, Mitch. Snacks. In-flight meal. In-flight meal, exactly. Oh, God. I can be be a trolley dolly. You sound so excited. <laughs> Finally, your dream. Um. Do I get a cart? I, never, I want a cart. Yeah, you can find a trolley for, you know, carrying equipment on back and forth between the plane and uh, stop teasing Craig with a giftler. Craig will have a giftler? Oh, we have some. Craig always has giftler. It's literally his cat. We we have something we have something better than Giflar here. We have a um a can of um easy bake cinnamon rolls that I'm going to bake at some point today. <gasps> oh do yeah. pull the string, unravels. Do you Foxbeat, have you got any teas for a Ronus to try? Oh. Oh, oh, oh shit. Mm. Fuck. I think I might though. Neat. I'm very sure I've got not a good flavour. <laughs> Nita, Nita, can I can I just say I'm really enjoying this uh, Digby Chicken Caesar like camera? Why are you moving around the house so much? Because I'm now moving up to my room where the aircon is, having finished my breakfast. <laughs> Nido. Nido, Nido. Right, I'm cooking some lovely in-flight snacks. Chai, are you doing anything? I'm going to read. What were you reading? Okay, uh, so you're taking a break from loading the train to read uh, the plane to read your book. Yep. Okay, let me just open the Cultist Maleficarum. Uh, mythos Tomes. 
Non-standard books. Cultist Maleficarum. I like how standard books are non-standard books. This game has a lot of fucking mythos tomes. Yeah, <laughs> how is there a standard one? A standard mythos tome and a non-standard mythos tome. Well, there are ones that you're meant to get in this game, and then there are ones that aren't supposed to appear in the game. And then there's the one Null wrote. <laughs> my, um, the one that Null wrote, yes. <laughs> my, 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 favorite, my favorite thing about like Call of Cthulhu as a system is that these books are supposed to be so rare. So rare. Like, like there's, you know, they were written... 8,000 years ago and like there was one translation into Greek and that was translated once into Latin and then later once into something approximate English and yet everyone always has 50 copies of them it's like <laughs> they're like like these these cryptical ancient tomes which are, are supposed to be the rarest books like that exist in yeah. like all like, of human writing canon are more widely distributed than Harry Potter um, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean at one point Niall and I literally had two copies of the same book <laughs> yeah you're not supposed to get like doubles for <laughs> now I have oh. a list of how many copies are still in existence and where they all are <laughs> And I know not, it's just it's not it's not you and your game. It's the Call of Cthulhu system because everyone is like you know it's it's like you go to the, the corner shop and you can pick up a coke and a copy of the narcotic fragment. <laughs> <laughs> I'll well, just leaf through it on the way back. I ran session zero of horror on the online express uh, the other week, <laughs> and like in the first session, they found three mythos tones in a display cabinet in their host library, and they're all like up against the locked glass door, being like, <laughs> "Give us the books." Like, oh, Nigel is going to be giving a book to someone it's, Christmas. It, it's it's fine. It, we know what happens to all of those books. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you stole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, also, by the way, uh, thank you, Kring, for my present. You're welcome, Nido. Yeah. yeah, I know what happened to those books in our game of Horror and the Express, right? You stole them and sent them to the Fool Society, <laughs> or the Tula Society, even. I had a secret plan. <laughs> oh, I didn't open the bingo. Oh, oh. bingo! Oh, you have a scheme. No, I had a scheme. It's different. It doesn't count. <laughs> Okay, Chai, I have crossed off an extra day of reading. Rebecca, are you taking a break to do anything whilst the plane is being loaded? Uh, not particularly. <laughs> I guess I'll just be helping out. <laughs> uh, does it bode well that the first one I saw on this is on the bingo sheet is a mode of transport is obliterated? <laughs> <laughs> have, have, you crossed. have you updated these with new words? Well, yeah, they, 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 we, we came up with a whole bunch of new ones last time. Oh, yeah, I just, I just like the fact that you've upgraded it to that as a phrase. <laughs> I think it was I think it was something like a train explodes or something. I don't know. Mode of transport is obliterated. <laughs> I like the fact that Craig has just clicked and all things about penis. <laughs> I thought that Nido had already clicked it, so I. I hadn't clicked it. I think that was Null going yeah. through and. <laughs> right. But now, having talked about it, obviously now he has. <laughs> I think. I think we might have to change that one. Yeah. <laughs> Does this count as GM consults another rule book because he had to go and get the non-standard mythos stones? No. No. In the rule book. It was just handouts. Um. Yeah, I think Noel thinks about penis should become a free space. 
Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> that, that, all right. Free space that migrates around the board. It makes things a bit more interesting. That's not how free spaces work, Craig. They're always in the middle. That's what the free spaces are. Anyway, uh, Rebecca is just helping load the plane. Matteo, are you doing anything? Am I doing anything? Um, are you going to take a break to do anything special? Like Chai is reading a book. Mitch is cooking. No, I think it's enough meditating for now. So um, uh, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna help out when needed. Otherwise, nothing. Hey, Thomas, um, these lovely people, lovely, who have helped rescue you from the mysterious underground alien city, are loading their plane to return to civilization. Are you just helping them load the plane? Yeah. The the the, the sooner we leave, the sooner we arrive. Uh, Mr. McKenzie does offer you some fresh clothes. Oh, thank you. Uh, from his, like, from the supplies here, he finds some stuff that will fit you. Um, let's not mention that these are Father Eduardo's spare underpants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, you're, you're having an extremely strange day. You know, you, you, you went for a jog in a park. You woke up, you were tr- dragged through time and space to a cave, un- like in an ancient forgotten city, brought back up to the surface, and we've dressed you as a priest. <laughs> <laughs> and we're the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Um, Hugo, would you like to plot a course? It's navigate at hard because you've just recovered from heat stroke. Why would you do this, Russell? Why oh, am did you I... fall unconscious? Am I, am I still tending to him? Is that what I'm doing? You are tending to him, yeah. Okay, that's fine. You can double tick your first aid. I don't know how to do that. Just remember, it's, or make a note that it's double ticked. <sighs> <sighs> it's not a crit. It I'm not feeling very well. Is. I'm not. I can I can I realize I'm not feeling very well and go? I'm not. I'm not up to this. Uh, yeah, you, you stare at the course you've plotted, and are like, Ooh. it's just a line. Port Headland is is west, and uh, yeah, we'll talk to Jack. Jack's there, looking after you. Uh, I think you should. I think you should carry on plotting it because I've got my mouse hovering over a mode of transport is obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now what you've just gone and done is uh, you've just gone and triggered. Can someone please die so I can get a bingo? If the plane explodes and takes you all out with it, yeah, um, that's true. That's... I'm still taking it. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I kind of look at you and go, you "Give me a hand with this, like." Um, Maybe some more water. <laughs> I, I pass him another glass of cooling water and I look at his map. I, I kind Do you of have to Jack? Absolutely not. Yeah, I, it's I a lovely map of Western Australia. I tell you what, I, I tell you what, I, ro- I roll my navigate to see if I understand what he's done. <laughs> it looks okay to you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I said we were going to Tibet. <laughs> I uh, I say I say, could you go and get um, our survivalist here, here and and my engineer? They'll know. They can double check my work here. I'm not sure. I'm, I at least I now can know when I'm not being correct. 
<laughs> I mean, it looks it looks fine to me, but okay, I wander off. <laughs> I, I I go and find Mackenzie and um, Raymond, Jeremy Grombulance, the, the, the engineer. engineer. You find Mackenzie is he's just helping um, Thomas into a. Uh, you know, he, he he's, he's just given Thomas some clothes, and Thomas is changing in a tent. And he turns to look at you, and he's like, "Ah, Jack, how's Hugo?" Um, not good. Um, he says he wants someone else to look at his map because he thinks it's bad. I mean, it looks fine to me, but um, I don't know which way north is. I'll have a look," says Mackenzie. Um, you might want to just check that Mister Thomas is feeling okay. He's um a little bit out of sorts. Ah. A little bit. Um, yes, I'll, I'll I'll use my first aid on you. I'm not that unwell. <laughs> final kindness. What? Um, <laughs> I'll administer the final kindness. <laughs> What's like second aid? Medicine. Second aid. Medicine. All right, I, I roll medicine. <laughs> Why? Did it pass? <laughs> no, because I have one in medicine. <laughs> uh, you can roll me your sanity, however, when he steps out wearing Father Eduardo's clothing. <laughs> oh. Um, in what way is this? <laughs> Father Eduardo, your only friend in the world. Oh, that's true. Some sort of horrible beast. You are well, a little bit saddened when you see him. He's not wearing the cassock, but he's got, like, one of his shirts on, and... Look, you could still see the bullet holes. No, this is from another side adventure we had. You guys weren't there. It's very exciting, though. Okay. Um, Raymond and Mackenzie converge on the map and stare at the course that Hugo has plotted and then then look at Hugo. Maybe we should uh, stop it tomorrow. I yeah. have a feeling super great. Maybe go we'll right down in your cot. We'll leave the tents up and we'll go tomorrow morning. I say that sounds like a very good idea. <laughs> I go and have a light. You out. currently have plotted a course that misses every major point of civilization between here and Antarctica. Oh, Antarctica, let's go there. Yeah. What was the engineer's name again, sorry? Raymond. Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Uh, You finish packing the plane. Uh, Mitch has cooked some lovely food. You all rest up overnight uh, here at camp, having a rest and a sleep. Is anyone reading any books? Yeah. Craig, roll your book reading. Um, okay, I'm going to knock another day off. Games Mongoose. Yeah. Um, I received a book. I think it was the session before last night. I've forgotten which one it was. Was it Life as a God? Uh, yes, Life as a God. It says I need to I need to tend to it before I can read it. I think because it got wet. Uh, yes. What do I do to tend to a book? 
Um, oh, no, no. Um, you got Gods of Reality is the new one. Oh, is this the uh, is this the updated version? No, Gods of Reality is the one you found in Huston's office. Life as a God was recovered from the harbour after the sound wave exploded. Ah, uh, um, oh, yes, yes. I mean, it's dry now, but if you want to read it, it will require some uh, work to, like, unstick the pages. Gods of Reality. I think that was the one. Um... <laughs> Oh, is reading this a fucking awful idea? I mean, English, it was written by English. Yeah. Well, you know, um, know your enemy and all that. I'll, I'll have, I'll have a quick look. What could, what could possibly go wrong? That, that's got to be on the bingo, surely. <laughs> Oddly no, not. It's not because this whole game is the canonical like expression of what could possibly go wrong. <laughs> I'm perfect at this. All I have to do is not roll a 99. Oh, no, I rolled a 99. <laughs> at some point, Mateo, those eyes are just going to burst straight out of your head. Mm-hmm. The last time we did this, we became Yogg-Sothoth. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? I'm just reading a book. What could go wrong? Well, you're English, Jack. English. Oh. <laughs> okay. I have crossed off a day of reading. Uh, as you can see in the little blurb, it appears to be uh, a almost like a diary of Robert Huston's discovery of the city of Nicotus. Um, mm. The first entry is all about how he uh, sacrificed a whole bunch of his mind. Like, he might... They started digging. He ran out of money. His miners were going to abandon him and return home. So he summoned the sand bat and used his dark powers to uh, coerce most of them into obeying him. Cool. He's a fun so guy. I like him. need unions. <laughs> yeah, he, I don't uh, think unions can save you from the sand bat. <laughs> he succeeded in life, but you failed. You never got to... Uh, Ascend to the lofty rank of high priest. What me personally? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm a reformed cultist. I'm a good guy now. Yeah, sure. Are. I don't. I don't know the meaning of the word ulterior motive. <laughs> but the moment it becomes useful for you to switch sides again, to and I definitely, definitely do not have a scheme. Okay, uh, no, I can't. I can't switch sides again. They all caught, like we met them, and they were like, "Ah, the traitor!" And I'm like, "Ah, I'm sure we're not." No, it was all a scheme. Please don't flay me alive. You become a bloody tongue member this time instead. Oh god. Okay, is anyone else reading any books or doing anything before bed? Yeah, I'm gonna do some baking and read my book. Baking, well, baking. Okay, I said we're baking in the desert. Well, it's it... <laughs> easily. Oh, <laughs> evidently, <laughs> that's not that's not what. Okay. Rebecca bakes some really nice buns. Hmm. Does she now? Look, look, look at Mitch's anger. She muscles in on his territory. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is like Bake Off. It's like we got. Uh... <laughs> Are you going to something better, Mitch? 
Uh, no, that's that's the setup so, for a player dies in a stupid, easily avoidable way. way. <laughs> so Mitch is Paul Hollywood, and Rebecca is um, Prue. Oh, oh Prue! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. <laughs> oh, this is, this is, well, I know my uh, my new uh, my new character. If I have to make one, <laughs> oh, Paul Hollywood. <laughs> oh, I was thinking Mary Berry. Mary Berry. <laughs> Uh, honey, I think your alarm is going off excitingly in the bedroom. Uh, it's in the bedroom, is it? I heard it. I just couldn't figure out where it was. Uh, one <laughs> second. Uh, I'll be right back to deal with that. Is, is this the in case I never woke up alarm? Yeah, uh, this is 11.30. Yeah. I should probably get up alarm. Yes. I have to say, though, in our camp, there is no bake-off tent. There's a lab tent. There's a gear storage tent. There's a food <laughs> It's a ladies' privacy tent. That could be the bake-off tent. <laughs> In the ladies' privacy tent, there is so much baking going on. Uh, Thomas, are you doing anything, or are you just trying to relax? I'm just trying to relax, I think. And um, get your head around the fact that you're in Australia. Yeah, and I don't know how long it's been, and I'm like starting to get homesick. I'm thinking of uh, friends, family, and all that at home. Okay, roll me your sanity. Well, I'm not that bad. <laughs> oh, why, why did you dwell on the past? Never do that. <laughs> uh, you have a relaxing evening then. And Hugo, you're just resting. Yeah, I'm not going to read anything tonight. Mitch, are you doing anything this evening? Um, Rebecca's taken over the kitchen and it smells good. Do you want to like come along behind her and sabotage it? Put sand in in, in her like. You've got, a little, you've got a, <laughs> one of those baking syringes full of salt water, and you're just pumping that into each one of her rolls. I just drain oh. one of the uh, one of the. I just drain the radiator from the airplane and just use it for the water. <laughs> oh, populism! Oh, good job, Rebecca. Trying to kill us. <laughs> I will not be upstaged. <laughs> well, you need to roll less than a three to uh, beat her because she's made some cracking buns. <laughs> no, I, I would offer her a poor Hollywood handshake. With those wow. Oh, magnanimous. <laughs> um, no, um, what am I doing? Uh, I haven't really got anything to read apart from music. Um, and oh, I really no. don't, and I don't know what the music does, so I can read it, but I won't know what it does, which I feels dangerous. I mean, uh, you should just play one at random and see what happens. What a great, I... good idea, GM. How about I do that? Oh, let's just yeah, randomly choose it. one. I have do to take the first answer. We're going to die. <laughs> do, do, do you actually know that this this is magical music, or are you just playing this stuff, thinking I mean, like oh. he knows it does stuff? He knows a couple of them, like summon snowstorm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which worked great last time. Yeah, changing the entire weather. Of them do, yeah. but a lot of them, he's learnt the music, and it's like this is going to do something when I play it. I probably shouldn't just play it at random. Yeah. Yeah. Coward. Um, coward. <laughs> <laughs> when you've got your alternative motive, I'll just play all of them in a, like a mega mix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh shit! He's he's invented dubstep. 
<laughs> um, no. Uh, okay. Um, I guess I could do something like practice something before going to bed. Maybe like my handgun. <laughs> yeah, roll your handgun with, to practice. Yeah. Oh, you may take your handgun. You uh, you practice and you take it apart and clean it because it's full of sand. And put it back together again. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at this now. Yeah, I used to be so shite. Now I'm not. Yeah. Remember the days when you used to throw them over the side of boats? <laughs> exactly. I'm going to invent a harmonica gun. Like half moniker, half gun. It's the best thing. Right. Uh, you all sleep per chance to dream. I was reading as well. Oh, my... Rebecca was reading. Sorry. What were you reading? You didn't tell oh. me what book. So I've got this book. It's called The Adventures of Naomi Trelope. Oh, no. Now that I have some mythos, the fact that I've read it before means... Uh, yes, there is. <laughs> Hang on, I need to roll to the page, which gives me the instructions on what to do. That, that right. book needs to get buried in the desert. <laughs> roll your intelligence, please. Okay. Yeah, you, you get it back out, and by the light of your lantern, you're like, you know, this seems off. Roll me your Cthulhu mythos. Hmm. Yeah, something about it pickles the back of your memory, but you, it's just, just an adventure story, right? Written by an aristocratic, lazy layabout who probably had it ghostwritten by someone. Um, yeah, you do not trip into the truth just yet, Rebecca. You are safe for now. Yay. <laughs> but once you pass that mythos roll, beware. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, you will sleep per chance to dream. Uh, Hugo, roll me your pal as you sleep. Although this is the thing, like because of all the stuff that's been happening to me, my power's been getting ruined. Yeah, that's what happened. I mean, look at that. Oh, <laughs> Ow, your power is fucked. Um, uh, but yes, you sleep normally. You feel much better in the morning, and you all climb aboard the plane. Uh, you pack up the last of the tents, you have a breakfast of Rebecca's buns, and Nita was just walked away. I'm, in the I'm, I'm literally just half a second. I'm two seconds away. I'm just eating something. Speak your words. I need you to roll your dice. Ah, well, what dice would you like me to roll? Navigate. We agreed I wouldn't be doing this. You You're still feeling need better to, now. You still need to read the course. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> That's barely any better. Why, Nino? Are you unable? Okay, <laughs> in my defense, I am a racing pilot. I fly round and round in circles. I don't actually have to navigate anywhere. All this and we hired a racist pilot. <laughs> That's not what it said. <laughs> I mean, to, to be fair to him, like, both of the roles he's made today are in the high 90s. We're not like, like, he'd have to be the world's best pilot to avoid this of. Well, at least yeah. he rolled the 92 on Navigate. Raymond has checked his course. You were all aboard the plane. Nido, roll a fly plane. 
Am I audible? He's good at this I one. Take, I take it we're, because we didn't have to bring the trucks this time, we've got space to take everybody in one flight. Yeah. I believe in you. Did we hire or buy the trucks? You uh, hired them. Oh, dear. <laughs> Hard success. See, I'm good at flying planes. It's just the problem that I only fly them in circles. You take, <laughs> you take off. You are in the skies above Joanna Springs, and you travel by red line towards Port Headland. We have a little bit of a loop in the middle because Nino can't navigate. <laughs> no, it's 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 a it's a over the top loop. So, <laughs> like I said, racing pilot. Uh, it is a. How long is this flight again? I did work this out. Um, it, I remember it taking quite a while. Miles. It is about four. Hang on. Uh, Uh, hang on. It's a four hour, uh, four hour and forty five minute flight with a cooling speed of one hundred and seventy miles, traveling eight hundred miles, which is about four point seven. So I'm just going to be RB. And at two hours in, I'm like chicken or fish. Oh, chicken. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, roll, roll to see if you've poisoned the pilot. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's a, it's okay. I, I need, uh, I need us to get the little ball with the clickety things, and and the music. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> You're so excited by that, aren't you? I, I forgot I had this. <laughs> we will be landing in the water, but don't worry, yes. this isn't a seaplane. This is a water landing. <laughs> We're in a desert. Yeah, um... <laughs> yeah, because we only have one pilot, um, he has to have a bite of each of the meals. That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were supposed to eat separate things to avoid being poisoned. Well, yeah, but he's that, made two, so um, you know the pilot has to only, eat both. That only works when you have a co-pilot, Russet, who can take over flying. I mean, Raymond can take over flying in a no, plane. no, he's, he's a, can't he's, land. He's a flight engineer. He can't fly the plane. I've, some, I've got some song music, which I reckon by its name should help me fly. What this one is it, Foxby? I don't know. I'll go through. I'm sure there's one that will, uh, you know. Uh, yes. Turn, yes. Turn this me. way. I want to throw meat at you. Soaring jig. There you go. Soaring. You're soaring in a plane, right? Sorry, <laughs> that one does. Uh, unfortunately, it's not soaring as in oh. flying. It's soaring oh. as in uh, terrible sores. Uh, oh. oh, yes. Oh. Please play soaring jig, Foxby. <laughs> On a plane. <laughs> No, trust I, I, me. I walk away for two minutes and Foxby's playing some music. Yep. <laughs> On a should have stayed, oh, shouldn't you? <laughs> He's not actually. He was. The we human. asked for in-flight entertainment. You've got four hours on a plane, people. Are you doing anything? So bear in mind. Yes, we know you were flying the plane, Nido. 
Um, no, no, no. I'm just reminding people it's not exactly a quiet experience. There's something Ty, on the wing. Ty can read. I can. Cultist Maleficarium. I'll cut off another day of reading. I practice my harmonica. Roll your harmonica, Fox and Bee. You come on, give us some harmonica. <laughs> Oh. Hi. Can I point out it's extra bad here? <laughs> Are you hearing Not only yes, I, I experience uh, experience the harmonica hours. via fucking the Doppler effect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the songbook that uh, Mitch has actually does have the musical uh, notes in it. So, um, why hasn't Foxby learnt them? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's true. It's true. I, I have this weird. I can't really see it. I have this, it has this weird picture of a mouth. Um, <laughs> yeah. What are they being a mouth organ? <laughs> uh, we have some harmonica. Excellent. Woo. Four hours of it. Four hours. Oh. Like, you you're blocked in. I got four hours of harmonica music. Well, fortunately, fortunately not, I have my I'm harmonica tuning device you. right here. You're on this plane with me. <laughs> what, what? What is it? What is it? Foxby's playing was so bad, people walked out, and it was on a plane. <laughs> I'm going to read, I think. <laughs> uh, well, you try. You still looking through Naomi Trelop? Yeah, that's the book I've got. Why? Roll your Cthulhu Mythos. Still nothing, I'm afraid, Rebecca. There is you're, you're, there is something that seems familiar about some of these characters. You just can't quite put your finger on it. Oh. Uh, Mikado, are you reading some dark tomes whilst in the air? You're muted. Absolutely not. Are you going to join in on the harmonica? Um, no, I'm not going to join in on the harmonica playing. Nido, stop. Okay, uh, what are you doing then, uh, Matteo? Pete, you're muted. Sleeping? You are sleeping. just sleeping and having a nice time. Yeah, the last series of events was weird and stressful. Which is fair enough. Uh, there's Port Headland. Cool, I found the right page. Uh, Thomas, are you doing anything on this lovely cargo plane if you're flying across the desert of Australia? Um, it sure does look like... Yeah, yeah, I'm looking out the window, but also um, I might talk to somebody uh, who seems like they have the most sense about them. Well, uh, Matteo's asleep. Hugo is flying a plane. Uh, Mitch is playing a harmonica. I guess Rebecca's probably the best one there. Okay, you go and interrupt Rebecca. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> sorry, Rebecca, do you mind if I sit here and talk with you for a moment? Oh, go ahead, absolutely. Oh, thank you. Uh, how, how are you feeling? Uh, well, disorientated, to say the least. Like, 
your, your friend Jack said I was still in Pittsburgh. I'm clearly not in Pittsburgh anymore. No, but I, I guess at that point you wouldn't have necessarily believed us if if we said otherwise. But yeah, I, I lean over the back of the chair and I'm like, I told you it was a lie. And <laughs> <laughs> Thank you <laughs> for your honesty. <laughs> um, I. I just want to know what 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 the deal is. Like, I, I know I know we're going to wherever it was, Port Hedland, so I could figure out a way to get home. But what exactly are you guys? What, what were you guys doing here anyway? There was a lot of creepy stuff going on back there. Yeah, so I guess we're here investigating and trying to stop creepy stuff like that from causing bigger problems in the rest of the world i mean are, are they likely to if we don't do anything about it then yes i believe i did vaguely explain this to you before you might have done that yeah i just may have forgotten yeah okay I'll just, yeah maybe i'm just getting two perspectives then mm-hmm. all right um I think, yeah once we get to paul helen we're gonna go and because there's a couple of other places we need to go to do fairly similar things to this um so that's likely what we'll do i guess when when you go back to port headland you'll be working out how to go onwards from there i I, I suppose but i almost almost at the same time you know given the i've seen this strange stuff and the fact you are trying to help me get home like are, are are these places like en route to america Mm, not as such. <laughs> so we're going to Egypt and China. That's a, well, I suppose given we're I'm on the complete other side of the world, any direction I go in is en route to America. Yeah, it's kind of on the way. <laughs> so in a way, you might as well just tag along. Mm. Um. <laughs> well, I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll have a yeah. I'll, I'll have a think about it when we get to Port Hedland. But it, 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 it sounds like this is everything that happens back there is well, obviously not right, but you kind of expected it. Yeah, it's a sort of once you've seen it and you kind of been there, you're like, well, okay, and then let's work on. Stopping it and making you become, it not a become problem. extremely blase about the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Another impossible. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that wasn't even one of the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we had to do a rap battle. <laughs> oh, GM's disappeared. Oh, did you like to try a bun? They, they came out quite well, I think. Oh, okay. Mmm, these are... Oh, this is the best bun I've ever eaten. Oh, oh my God, it's disgusting. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 this is the worst bun. Who made these? <laughs> just, just add salt to it. It makes everything taste better. He's already adding salt to it. <laughs> it. It looks like you've covered this bun in tar. I, I guess it won't taste that good if you do that. 
I just sit there staring the entire journey at Rebecca, <laughs> making like <laughs> the evil eye. I like making sweet things. <laughs> no, not the evil eye. That's probably a real thing. Um. <laughs> uh, it's a song I've got. The evil eye. Hi, <laughs> oh, everyone. Right, uh, I think the only person I haven't asked if they're doing anything on the plane is Jack. Hello. Are you doing anything? Well, you know, I started reading that book and it didn't seem bad in any way. Mm-hmm. Well, roll me some more reading of the book. I will cross off another day. The gods of reality. I would like to point out, this is a book you guys have never, ever had in any game. That's true. You can only find it in this specific place in Australia, which you've never reached before. Woo! Are we actually I'm going to be the first person to experience the side effects. <laughs> As you should be. Hey, uh, the plane flies to Port Headland. You can see the coast. You can see the little town. There are two large dredges with cranes in the harbour, lifting <laughs> chunks of metal out of the harbour. Oh, dear. Oh, it could be repaired. Hooray. <laughs> uh, Nido, land the plane. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am turning off the engines. I mean, that's how you land the plane. <sighs> no, not before it's landed. <laughs> We're going to glide the rest of this way. Glide to safety. With style. Uh, you land the plane at the tiny little airfield just outside of Port Headland. Um, it's quite a useful and safe landing. You are back on the ground in Port Headland, victorious. You have left... The great western sandy desert of Australia. Ooh, have a round of applause. Yay, quite I'm so journey. glad I was there. In- <laughs> and I was there too. <laughs> we have defeated the evil of Mialtotep's cult in Australia. And we got out mostly alive. Mostly. You're missing a priest. We left something what priest? behind. <laughs> <laughs> what? There was no priest with us. I have no idea what you're talking about, officer. Hey, uh, you have some ground people unload the plane, and you make your way back to the lovely hotel you were staying in. <laughs> we have some ground people load, unload the plane. We studiously avoid anyone who looks like they're from the the vehicle loan agency. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Mackenzie is going to have to take care of that, and you guys are going to just have to pay for it. Sorry, chums, we left your jeeps in the desert. Well, the important thing about your jeeps is that we survived. (laughs) We know where they are. They're 900 miles that way. (laughs) Just send them them there. What could go wrong? Just be like, yeah, just head off in exactly these coordinates. There's nothing bad there. (laughs) Take six more jeeps with tow lines and then bring them all back. (laughs) Pass 
Mackenzie, you, uh, Mackenzie is going to go back to his house. It was not a pleasure working for you all. <laughs> and he hopes you all have a lovely trip leaving Australia. He hopes you Soon. all die. Do we tip him? Like, quite a lot. Cat <laughs> uh, tips him quite a lot. Cat <laughs> also picks up the bill for the Jeeps. Thankfully, you have a very wealthy backer who just is like, yeah, you know, losing the father wasn't very good, but I can pay for some Jeeps. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can make a donation to the local parish. <laughs> How much is one priest worth? <laughs> I mean, the the priest isn't dead. He's doing the Lord's work. Is this in the same way that Liza and uh, Felix aren't dead? Yeah, no one, no one's really died so far. They've just had stuff happen to them. And Antoine, didn't he get lost at sea? Um, but the body was never recovered. Well, <laughs> just, just like um, what was your previous character, Nido? Why? Aaron? Uh, yeah, I think they, 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 yeah, they, they boiled to death. <laughs> boiled alive. Alright. You all take a day to just have bars, recover, sleep, settle in, and the next morning you gather for a private breakfast in a private dining room at the hotel here in Port Headland. So Wednesday. It's now Wednesday. Nice relaxing day. Because um, by the time you've flown to Port Headland, it's like, you know, you kind of just need a day of doing nothing. It's not like the end of the world's like just around the corner. Right? <laughs> I'll just like chill out. You've got mumps left. Mumps. Tick, tick fucking tock. <laughs> yeah, you've got September, October, November, December, and fourteen days in January. You've got plenty oh, we, of time. We don't have to we don't have to destroy all of the sites, just most of them. Well you kind of need to they can run the um ritual from any site. It's just if they have all three, it's more powerful. Oh, why are they like this? Why did we spend so much time shutting down the one cult site that isn't <laughs> that isn't actually part of the ritual? You didn't know at the time and thought it was? Oh, we spent so much time investigating like the beta cultists <laughs> who are just doing this to be cool. I'm just concerned about travel time now, but we'll see that when we start. We can split planning. up. <laughs> <laughs> You could split up. You could have a group go to Africa and a group go to Shanghai. Hey, let's split up, gang. Choice if we want to win. But you're going around the breakfast table. There is a delicious Australian traditional breakfast on the table for you. Which is... (laughs) (laughs) Who who prepared it? (laughs) We'd like to formally apologise to the people of Australia. We don't know what your breakfast is. <laughs> <laughs> Kangaroo balls and... Not wild. <laughs> yeah. I'm not it's sure like, it's like it's granada, granada, but it's quite a... Kawala. I've got an Australian breakfast is sweet corn fritters and banana bread. Mm. There we go. That doesn't sound right. No, no, no kangaroo balls? <laughs> A- avocado on toast, those fucking millennials. 
Uh, the most <laughs> common Australian breakfast is a big traditional fry-up. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, you have a big old English breakfast. Well done, everyone. <laughs> With coffee. So, you're in Port Hedland. It's uh, August. Uh, there are no staff around. They've like delivered you your fry-ups and your tea and your coffee and your orange juice and your grapefruit juice, and they've left you alone to discuss what you're going to do next. You may want to consult your notes and clues and various other handouts, but you know broadly that Grey Dragon Island is the headquarters of the cult, and that's where Penhew is doing weird shenanigans. Um, I said Grey Dragon Island. <coughs> what do I know of Grey Dragon Island? He's building some sort of mechanical device that will fly up into the sky and explode at the culmination of the great ritual to rip open the portal to the calling chaos's home dimension. Wow, that's fairly specific. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should have. I guess I should have told somebody that by now. Um, but without mention this in passing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, but just as an aside, fellas. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing was my idea, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I got all the gunpowder. Without me, it would never have got ahead. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a good guy now. <laughs> After I realized it would have meant destroying the Earth, and I keep all my stuff on the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> all my stuff is there. <laughs> uh, you uh, also know that there is a major cult headquarters in Egypt. Hmm. And you know that Jackson, Elias Jackson, also went to Kenya. But you don't really know much about what he was doing in Kenya. But you also know that the Carlisle expedition was on safari in Kenya when they all got killed. Isn't it Jackson Elias? Yes, it was Jackson Elias. That's exactly who I said. Edit that in order. So, Jack, what do you think is our best course of action then? Seeing as you're, you're, you seem to have a better heads up of like what. Oh well, um, we definitely need to go to these two remaining places that the cult are and stop them. Uh, I hope that helps. Jack, roll me your intelligence, and I will send you a message. Ah, my dump stat. Uh. Intelligence. Ooh. <laughs> well, what we should do exactly is this. I'll send you a message. I'm going to grab some pork pies quickly. Mmm, pork pie. The worst pie. You're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea, Flinty, yes. God, this must be like a fucking essay. That's what you get when you get an extreme success. 
Getting lots of info. Oh, wow. Fry's chocolate cream is the oldest commercially produced chocolate bar. Hmm. Maybe one is that why your does. intelligence role just uh, discovered? In 1866. Mm-hmm. You could go and buy one right now. Here in the 1920s. Ah, a telegram. Yeah, I've, I've, I... Do you want to swap? Do you want me to have that chair and you have this chair? You'll be too low down, won't you? You could take this and I could move to the sofa. Ah. Thank you. Am I to eat this? Is it food? I think it's food. <laughs> <laughs> That isn't as encouraging a statement as you thought it was. Hang on a second. What was that, sorry? It is food. It is, it is food. Okay, that's good. Uh-huh. What is he feeding you? Um, whatever this is. Thank. Thank. Is it a meme? Do you want, do you want this one? Cause it's... If your back hurts, we'll swap, okay? So you are gathered around the table at breakfast. You're considering your clues and your handouts, which, of course, uh, poor Thomas knows very little about. (laughs) I feel like I'm a schoolboy now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very low down now, so I feel like I'm a schoolboy. Hello. (laughs) Okay, what's uh, 12 times 3? 89! 36? Is it 36? Yeah! Just 36, well done. I want a prize. (laughs) Your prize is that you're smarter than Fox B. It's not hard. (laughs) Well, I mean, I've always known that. (laughs) That's how smart you are. I wanted to see if he'd throw something at me, but he didn't. (laughs) Alright, Jack, you've got a message, read it. Okay. Well, given what we learned yesterday, I don't think we should go to Egypt anymore. (laughs) The purpose of the cult in Egypt was to resurrect Queen Nitocris, and um, they've done that. So... (laughs) So we're a bit late on that front, unfortunately. Although, although we did, uh, did sort of fix we, it. Yeah, we fixed it in post. Mm. Oh, so, hang on, yeah. he's writing more words at me. So I guess if we've got nothing else to do in Egypt, then uh, it's kind of obvious we should go back to the island or Kenya. China. Um. The other thing they were doing is attempting to summon the Dark Sphinx. Uh, so they have also done that. Everyone roll Cthulhu Mythos. I get this. Cthulhu Mythos. 
Nope. I like I read that in a cookbook. <laughs> somebody of you, if someone offers you dark sphinx cookies, politely decline. <laughs> Alright, I'm just going to send Foxby and Peter a message. Uh, roll me your sanity, both of you. Just <laughs> whilst I'm doing this. Oh. Aren't I asleep? Actually. No, we're at the ho- hotel now. This is the next bit at breakfast. Sorry, I missed the bit where we skipped time. <laughs> That's generally what how sleep works. You just skip time. <laughs> uh... Well, I'm extremely sane. We're both very sane. <laughs> yeah. Sane as can be. No bibblies, no booblies. Not yet. We're saving it up for some time really important. <laughs> yeah. Just everyone gets 100 all at once. <laughs> okay, message is sent. Uh, you passed your sanity checks, but you still lose some sanity. Right, uh, I, I like the situation that I I know what they're trying to summon, but not what they're trying to summon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't really look that one up. I uh, <laughs> I just I just read the I just skimmed their notes on that one. Uh. <sighs> The Dark Sphinx. It's a deodorant. Um, <laughs> I sent you another important message about what else is in a um, Egypt, Jack. Um, yeah, I I know that, but I don't want to tell them that. And you what was the? I've I've forgotten what was the context of the mention of the Dark Sphinx. Now what? They've summoned it. Along with Queen Nitokuis. Oh, they've done it. It's it's done. It's, it's done. done. Finished. Yeah, yeah. Ah, right. Okay. So going to Egypt to try and stop their evil plans is a bit too late because they've done their evil plans. Ah. Uh, they it's, murdered it's the too late. old lady to summon the Queen Nitokuis. Don't remind me about that. Gosh. You like the sweet innocent old lady? Yeah, that's my tragic backstory right there. <laughs> Can I share this information you've sent me, Russell? Yeah, you can share it. That's stuff you've thought of. Yeah. So, like, guys, this, like, like Dark Sphinx is basically like a full-bodied version of Neophytep. Don't say his name! Oh, I didn't mean to say his name. Okay. All right. Too late. He said it now. <laughs> God. Thankfully, you're not anywhere that can accidentally summon him. You're in a hotel breakfast room. <laughs> no! He's, no. Power. He's, um, he's the dark prince of sad buffets. Unfortunately, like, uh, poor quality scrambled eggs is one, is one nemesis. <laughs> Summoned the dark breakfast. <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, more worryingly, though, is that... Um, they have now have kind of like uh, an entire army of them, of monsters. 
and they command them. So, all the more reason not to go to Egypt. <laughs> mm. But then, does that need to be sorted out as well? Um, yes, but the other things are much more important. Much, much more important. Okay. And the whole like army of deadly sphinx monsters, army of not like <laughs> not like two or three of army of. Well, there's there's only six of us. These monsters are they like the ones in that city, the flying things? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. We haven't seen we haven't seen them yet, but but, but they'll, they'll be similar. I, I just found these details in a cookbook, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what cookbooks are you reading? <laughs> I found it, like you know, in that city we're in. It was on a shelf, fixed <laughs> in a, some saucepan. Did the saucepan have any sort of human brain in it? <laughs> May I come to mention it? <laughs> uh, not any more than usual. Um, look. <laughs> I don't know if it was human or not. There are three locations important to the cult left. There's Egypt, <coughs> where it seems fruitless to go now because they've completed their machinations there. Yeah. The two remaining cult centers of power are um Sorry, this sentence is really long. Yeah. <laughs> it's really long and it's got it's got brackets and like there's even an ampersand. Jesus. Yes, the two remaining cult centers of power are in Kenya, uh, the Mountain of the Black Wind. Uh, it's the High Temple of Nyarlathotep on Earth. We'll definitely find more members of the Carlisle Expedition there. Um, and also Grey Dragon Island, uh, where Penhue is working and Huston is probably in his way there, preparing the Great Device. It's the central focus of the Great Ritual. I, I, I take it you're using great as in large here, not great as in terrific. It's got a capital G. I think it's just the name. <laughs> ah, so like... I wasn't great, passing great. a value judgment <laughs> on the ritual. <laughs> great yeah, the central focus of the awesome ritual. <laughs> awesome would also work. <laughs> um... It's the central location of the bitchin' ritual. <laughs> I feel like we need to, like, take care of, like, stopping this kind of, like, doomsday thing in, like, a few months' time, right? So uh, we're, we're gen- That's generally our agenda, yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's on the list. So, like, what are, what are these, like, is primary to that goal? Like I'm guessing the the gay dragon island like uh, mm. is 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 primary. Oh, gay dragons, stop getting excited, Fox B. I think I feel I feel I feel like this is a question of is there any problem with a sequence breaking? Basically, because gray dragon island is nearer. You think what you think the cutscenes will run the wrong way? Yeah. We're speed running this ship. <laughs> yeah, actually that's that's a good point. I go and stand by the buffet tray and jump up and down like while turning vertical sync on and off, and I clip through to the end of the game where we've won. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. No, you've opened a bottle of time and space. <laughs> the time puppy finds you, Jack. Oh, I hate that thing. Why have you given it a cute name? It's a monster. It's the time puppy. Oh god. Um, if I keep calling it the time puppy, you'll forget it's a hound of Tindal or something. <laughs> we, uh, I, my vote is to head to Grey Dragon Island. Um, we have to go to both locations, but it's the most prime. Like if we if we stop them there, then they'll relocate to the other location anyway. And that but, might delay things, right? Exactly. I I don't know if they can. Uh, Games mongoose can it, the ritual must occur at that that time, right? Because of you know the stars yeah, being right and all that. They, yeah. The ritual must occur on the fourteenth of January because that's when the total solar eclipse is. Mm. We could always destroy the Earth before that date, thus stopping them from... Uh... <laughs> ah, the Pyrrhic <laughs> victory. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we should probably go to, given the time, the nearest one, but then I'm I'm wondering if, say there's something in Kenya, if they're going to end up there anyway, then it might be less difficult to actually deal with it before they would get there. Whereas, well, I mean, yeah. yeah. But, like, if we can delay them and make them miss that date, then that's going to be a good thing, right? They can, they will be able to perform the ritual in its entirety from any site. It's just that um, having all of them working together is much more powerful. Set to Grey Dragon Island then. Or oh. we split Ooh. up. There are practical concerns with that. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the, it makes the GM very angry. Sort of... <laughs> I know. You guys splitting up makes my job easier because then you're in two nice little groups rather than uh, all six of you at once. Remember, he happily, very happily ran us as two separate groups for like six months of Deadlands. Yeah. Um, all we need is to all learn that magic spell that lets you translocate to a uh, a box, a, a pre-programmed box, and everyone carry some boxes around. Uh, what? What? One half of you have a box for everyone, and the other half have boxes, so you can just pop. Yeah. 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 Rapid transit. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sure the time puppy would love that. It's not. Hey, that's not his. That's not his business. That's just space. It's not time. I find Jack will turn up then. I'm already here. <laughs> no, no, the Jack that's full of Dayloff. He's 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 uh, not appearing in this campaign. <laughs> yeah, Hastur wasn't supposed to turn up, and look at how that worked out. Um, roll me your intelligence, Hugo. Me? Yeah. Ooh, extreme. Ooh, he's smart. Yeah. I'm going to send you a message so you can look smart on your birthday. <laughs> Carry on talking, everyone, and making your. Um, I realize it is a it is a very tough decision. Um, <laughs> if only there were more of us. Matteo, you haven't said much. What do you think we should do? Well, 
I think there might be a point in heading to this island again early. Again? We had we went there once, didn't we? None of us did. Did you? But the the Wait. group went there once. No, they tried and didn't make it there. They did they did, did they not actually get no, to it? No, because of an iceberg and then the Sahara. You try. You tried to get to Grey Dragon Island, but I don't know that in character. That's why I, I'm role playing. You say right? No, I'm, I, I, don't, I just wanted to ascertain the actual circumstances, though, so I could say it right. Um, um well, there was an attempt a while back. Huh. Uh, it got somewhat sidetracked. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't hear about you guys getting there. Um. No, um, sorry, just for my memory, we, we stole a ship at some point. Is that true? That's, yeah, that's we that were right? the ice pirates. Right. Um, what, what was the name of the ship? Do you anyone remember? Black, Black Mistress. Mistress. Yeah, um, we, ma- <laughs> Was I part of the party while this was happening as well? That's something probably worth knowing because yeah, I left. That was after the... you returned. So that you went after... to Shanghai, right? You dealt with the cult in Shanghai. You died as Robin, the yeah. man. You returned as Matteo. Yeah. You took the Vanderboat to <laughs> steal the Dark Mistress. You boarded the Dark Mistress, but they did weird magics uh, because Quaid went insane, and um, you wound up in the Sahara Desert instead of Grey Dragon Island. Yes, okay, right. None of it's... it would have happened if Antoine hadn't fucked up a mist spell. Don't yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm piecing it back together now. You can see why this is confusing. Um, <laughs> it was a while ago as well. Yeah, yeah no, that's fine. Um, this uh, is why we, we do these little stock take checks. Because usually in the stories, you're not on the sea and then suddenly in the Sahara Desert. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it sure was exciting. Uh, um, everyone got radiation poisoning. I say we commandeered a ship called the uh, Dark Mistress at some point. Games Mongoose, do I know the Dark Mistress? Roll me your cult knowledge. A cult. Uh, you've never been on it, but it was Penny Hughes' private um, ship. That used to travel between Shanghai and Grey Dragon Island, like bringing supplies, and then it just disappeared one day, and the, he had to get another one. When you say that, I go, "Oh, that's what happened to it." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, to cut a long story short, too late. It's uh, it's in the Sahara Desert now. Um, <laughs> How did you? Don't want to know. An attempt was made to go <laughs> to Dragon Island uh, with it. However, um, we became sidetracked mm. right. from that goal. Okay. Um, um, well, to give you an idea about travel times from here. Uh, to get to Shanghai, it's going to be between 30 and 21 days. 
And to go to Mombasa is going to be 10 to 25 days. So mm. kind of kind of equal, but sort of, yeah, Trip one is slightly more accurate than the other. Um, either way, we're going to have to potentially go and get a boat, which would be from Melbourne, uh, which means going in the opposite direction to both, I think. And then, yeah, I mean, there's also Perth, but Melbourne has more boats. <clears throat> and we can't fly there, right? Uh, no, because we can't. It's very hard to fly between countries because of not all countries have airports yet. What do you mean yet? You got to Tibet real fucking easy. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the bet. It's very easy to land them. You're, you're muted, Ash. Well, you'll navigate. Why would you ask me to do this, Russet? Yay! <laughs> Look at that score. Jesus. You got it, Nido. <laughs> it's a birthday miracle. It turns out he can navigate boats better than planes. It's a birthday cure. Oh, I'm getting more information fed to me from my role. There you go. You have a new message. Let's see. Um. Yeah, we we can't fly to Kenya. Uh, we could island hop. Uh, from Darwin to Shanghai, but I'd need to plot the course. Oh no! Um, <laughs> could we? Could we pay a competent person to plot the course and you follow the course? Perhaps I mean, there's someone in this town which has got uh, maybe a GCSE in geography, which could do a better job. Perhaps there's literally anyone else. <laughs> maybe this I, bag of I mean, sugar. Look, you're insulting. You're insulting him, but I'm worse at navigating than he is. But to be fair, I don't claim to be a pilot. Uh, <laughs> Racing pilot. Um, I mean, technically speaking, I've still got to return this plane to Darwin. Um, so oh, we, could, we could just write them a sorry note. No, I mean, what what we could do is we could take this plane back to Darwin. I could then pick up my nicer plane, um, and which you know, and then and then and then we get a boat from Darwin up to Shanghai. You mean your single seater racing plane? That will be really helpful to island hop to Shanghai. Uh, well, else cling to the wings. <laughs> more, more, more. I'll take it with me because it may be useful. Also, it's mine. Darwin. Also, I didn't take. I didn't take uh, the tiny plane there. I said I left. The tiny, I can leave the tiny plane here. It still is here. I can take the. It's the medium-sized plane that I own. The, the small passenger plane. That is true. Like, me and Matteo don't want to go to Darwin. Hmm, I was, I was wondering if you guys were going to remember that. <laughs> but it is the, it is the way to Shanghai. Which, so yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy to assist with the travel to either direction. Um, I guess I'll need to come with you guys for a 
a bit so I can make sure that I don't accidentally get murdered by a cult. Yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. No, it's fine. You can stay. <laughs> <laughs> and you also need to finish reading this terrible book. <laughs> I was looking at a map and wondering, where the hell is Meborn? I've never heard of that before. Meborn. <laughs> then I realised. Ah, uh, the continent of Straya. So, what are you doing, guys? Um, out of character, do yeah, we think we have an out of character Chinwang to decide your decisions? Do we think this is the best plan then? Um, go to Grey Dragon Island and try and come back to Kenya, or go to Kenya and then Grey Dragon Island? Out of character, without some ridiculous shenanigans, I think something is going to happen which means we're going to take longer than we planned to at either of the locations. <coughs> we're going to fail. Um, if we fail, the world ends. No, no, it just goes to a thousand years of darkness. Just the world we know ends. I like the oh, world we know. It has biscotti. <laughs> I think things would have to go extremely wrong for us to not be able to make it to both locations. Which could happen, but I think our chance of actually succeeding if we split up is much lower. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we should split up. Look at him. No. Look at his little weasel face. Given given how close it was with all of us here. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of all of us were here, and we still almost died. I would say it depends totally on how covert we manage to be in anything we do. Uh, I think we're fairly vert, to be honest. Yeah, we do tend to be fairly vert. It's not. It's not quite as bad as when we arrived with like the Vander trumpets blaring. <laughs> just, just, just remember, though, we only need to be within a ten-mile radius of the sites. Yeah, but that never fucking works. We, we always do it like 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 on top all of deep in the rituals. Which is why we need to get out of that habit. I mean, I mean, you didn't have much it. choice in England. Um, well, you, you you did do it nearby in England. You did it out in the swamp. From what Jack said, have we got enough information to be fairly certain that Kenya's probably the, one of the ritual sites along the Grey Grey Dragon Island? I think so. From what I've heard, so we know it's a fucking mountain. We just need to be within 10 miles of a right mountain and boom. That's an easy win. Inevitably, it's like, which is the right mountain? Let's look around. Oh, no, we found it. They found us. What do we do? But But it's a fucking mountain. It's not a little shack somewhere this time or a lost sea. It's going to be on a map. Yeah, I kind of agree, actually. Maybe that's quite a good idea. If we don't get close... I, yeah, I just I've, we need to just make sure our transport is faster. We don't have a very much we don't have very much luck with boats. Not only that, considering this is a completely out of character conversation, and that the GM has even sanctioned another of our big problems that we have been having lately is turnover of characters. 
<laughs> we, need, we need an a win where we don't lose too many people because too many of us are just Joe Normals going. What's a spell? More <laughs> yeah. importantly, I'm not in charge here. I'm not going to make a decision. Someone else needs to make a decision. So, you so what? What, what we need about being in charge at this point? We're talking out of character as players mm. about how we are going to play the game here. I guess we so, could split up and engage NPCs. We need fresh blood anyway to complete rituals. Oh, yes, so. we do. That is another problem we have. Um, I, I think what we should do is spend all of our time now researching a, a greatly improved version of the Eye of Light and Darkness <laughs> that has a radius of the entire world. Like, if it, if it needs a continent worth of sacrifice, so be it. We'll pick one of the ones nobody likes. Like, well, I think we're there. To show again. Honestly, we're on a continent no one cares about. I think I care about. Uh, we have to formally, formally apologise once again to the people of Australia. Um, we pretty much need to go full cultists ourselves at this point to fight the cult. We need to just walk into a maternity ward, pick up some aliens. We know they're going to be pure. Wow! Wow! Great. At this point, wow! Sure, we're going to be sacrificing our own sanity and the lifeless, insane husks by the end, but we'll save the world. So it would absolutely Mm. be Cat and Liza's plan. I don't think we have that luxury. (laughs) Craig, I'd I'd like to introduce you to the phrase, but at what cost? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It seems like you'd be very unlikely to go along with this plan. This is Call of Cthulhu. You're meant to win at what cost? Not, not, oh, look, everything turned out sunshine and lollipops, actually. (laughs) So I'm just thinking, is that why Cat and Liza bought those orphanages? So they have a ready supply of innocent blood? What do you think? <laughs> I thought we bought those orphanages to get free sandwiches. Oh, God. A little column A. A little... <laughs> Look, I've given you the world map. Look, you can it's, not, the... it's not technically an orphanage if the children go in but never come out. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Granted, it's I a see... ritual site. Granted, I see most of our characters would not be willing to go along with that plan. Even Chai probably would not be happy to go along with that plan, I see. Weirdly, I'm the only one who's cool with it. Yeah, you would be. Cultist, it's not surprising. <laughs> Look, if you need babies killed, that's like my special skill. <laughs> so, so considering that, what is our plan for, for the blood? Because that is the biggest stumbling block we've had all along. We only got the last Eye of Lion Darkness because of Dusek smashing up. Hmm. Engaging NPCs is just one I could think of for that. Like We'd have to actually have to invite people who aren't part of the party and aren't likely to be so. What, and then blind and deafen them immediately? Because we had NPCs in the last one, and we fucked it up. Um, you forget that we do we do have access to um, uh, Johnny Bastard and the Wizard Society, uh, who helped uh, us out in in England. No, we don't, because that was a GM plot device we were given for England, because it was pretty much our first fucking rodeo. And not only that, they've already specifically told us previously. No, that's not an option going on. And it wasn't even a main ritual site. It's why the GM let us have that one. Uh, we really, like... Um, 
Uh, I think I think we should set a course for Grey Dragon Island and think about what we're going to do on the way. I think we should fly, just to go and f- jump across to the Dutch East Indies, then up into China. Like, it just seems like a much faster way of doing it. If we're on a boat, we're going to be wasting a few weeks. It's going to explode. Half of us are going to die. I do. I do want. I do need a, a method of transport to be obliterated, though. So I'm uh... <laughs> okay. Every boat always gets a blue road. Well, I guess at some point to get to Grey Dragon Island, we'll need to be on a boat, and that's the yeah. main going to be the main problem with NPCs yeah. because we'll we will have to go to the island to cause the island not unless there happens to be another island in ten mile radius. And we had a map I of Grey Dragon Island, didn't we? Uh, yeah. You had a map of its location on the sea. How large is it? Do we remember? It's not very big. Uh, literally, if we just get on the island, we'll be in range. Yeah, if you're on the island, you'll be in range. Okay. To do a all night ritual on the island, full of cultists and other things. Yeah, that's there are there are some people down on the shore. Do you think we should go and investigate that? No, no, just let them do whatever it is they're doing. It seems to be a ritual of some sort. <laughs> they're just raving. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Maybe if we just dress up as uh, as nineties candy ravers, maybe they'll leave us alone. I mean, Nido would enjoy that. Do submarines exist at this point? They don't, do they? No. When were submarines no, we just... invented? Uh, like the early nineteen hundreds. Uh, submarines have existed since sixteen something or other. Fifteen seventy eight. In that case, we had this question before. I think we need to perform a ritual on a submarine off the coast of. It needs to be etched into permanent rocks. So I don't know how we can do that. (laughs) Series of lasers on the seabed. We drop a fucking. Is it called a baffis bell? The seabed. And we fucking do it there. And it needs to be able to see the site. <laughs> I'd love, I'd, I'd, I'd love for this conversation to go on endlessly. Uh, but a, a, we're at two hours, and b, um, the GM isn't going to get us, let us get away with this absolute like loopholery bullshit. I mean, <laughs> hey, it's, it's, it's not like, We carve the iron light and darkness onto one of those big marble spheres. And we just roll it around with us. <laughs> it does need to be a permanent piece of rock. But if you can find some way to drop a giant dome of iron to the seabed, pump out all the water, find a rock, and not have anything weird turn up and say hello, that would that would be amazing. We um like like we we dis- destroy the cult on Grey Dragon Island that way, but also we all get case on sickness and die. <laughs> everyone's got everyone's got the bends. <laughs> The thing is, we can't go off half cocked on this one. We are in the end game at this point. We're at the point where we've seen enough of the plot and the storyline. We're actually getting less and less bothered about TPKing us now. Yes, whatever we do, we use our full cock. I agree. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't think we. I don't think we've been at full cock at any point throughout this situation. We haven't, and we need to be. Oh dear. Um, the India one or the the Africa one sounds like an easier, uh, easier in quotation marks thing because, like you said, we find the, the we find the mountain. We just kind of we doodle around, hide in some like trees or something, and then like just do it on like nine point five miles away. 
Uh, yeah, the problem is the there and back from Kenya is like two months. Yeah, exactly. That's the and, and then I'm like, but if we get a plane up to sent to like mainland China and then get a local boat out, I mean, obviously there's the risk of being discovered by like locals who are kind of infiltrated. There's that, but maybe maybe that flying there is going to be like a few days tops, I guess. We've um we've we've burned through all of our uh, all of our time travel buddy favors, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the, the, the woman that the time traveling uh, gentleman liked is now part of Yogg's the Toff, so uh, he he hasn't been back to see you guys since then. Yeah, he's let. All right, so uh, so we're gonna have to dress Hugo up as Liza. <laughs> don't don't think that's gonna work. So we liberate Liza from Yogg-Sothoth, and then Etienne comes back. Uh, no. <laughs> I was just thinking the the only the like travel time is going to kill us. Uh, but the only way to improve travel time in the 1920s is magic portals, and um, none of us know how to make those. Now, now, Jack, you know how to make a magic portal. You made one with Cat, remember? Uh, wasn't I just helping? Yeah, probably. You might have been. We can just we can just use a plane and or vehicle. It's not that we we have. It's like I mean time. Oh, why don't we fly? Says the pilot. <laughs> you couldn't yeah. the first person to fly over the Indian Ocean. You just need to really delicately plot your course from island to island and hope these uninhabited atolls in the middle of the Indian Ocean have jet fuel. <sighs> <laughs> we don't we don't do yet. Look, we can just look we just need to take a look at pick which way we're going and then go. Via normal means that normal regular people take well, I mean, no yeah. no magic, just just you know, get on get on a craft and travel. Maybe Hugo could go to the local library and get some fucking maps and navigational stuff first. <laughs> it's his birthday, let's buy him a compass. <laughs> So I guess Travel Shanghai and then Mombasa is, it'll take a while, but it'll be reasonable, like, in the timescale we've got. I mean, you have a good point there. All you need to do is find the mountain. You don't need to go into the mountain. You don't need to invade the cult temple and see what horrors are going on in there. You do just need to find where it is. I have a feeling it won't be that simple. Yeah, also, what about these, like, Lord of the Children of the Sphinx? Yes. Oh, well, they're in, they're in Egypt, and we're kind of ignoring them because we're running out of time. Yeah, but they're also yeah. very close. They're, if they're if they're around everywhere, right? Mm. They're a lot bloody closer there, so it might not be just oh, turn up to this mountain. Yeah, but isn't Egypt? Or with haven't we also ascertained that Egypt almost certainly isn't one of the actual cult locations for conducting the ritual? Yeah. So the question you probably should ask is, did the giant army of Sphinx creatures stay in Egypt? That's what I mean. Well, have they moved them somewhere to protect the cult site after you've just wiped out them? Exactly. That's what I'm like, "Mm, mm." it might be like, oh, really simple, go to find this mountain, and then we find out it's not just like, you know, cuddly lions. Anyway, if they've got the ability to move an army of Sphinx creatures without the locals all going, oh, Jesus Christ, then they would have moved on to Grey Dragon Island because that's the most important location. It's quite far, though. It's quite far, but if they've got the ability to move them from fucking Egypt 
to Kenya, I don't think that upscaling that from Egypt to Grey Dragon Island is going to be that bigger of a deal for them. I might be wrong on that, but I don't think I am. My vote's Grey Dragon. Dragon. Gay. Dragon. Gay. Uh, blah, blah. My vote is Grey Dragon Island. That's mine. It's fine. It's impossible not to say Gay Dragon Island. Just, uh, just embrace it. I mean, <laughs> the fact that Foxby wants to go to the Gay Dragon Island is is pretty much what I was expecting anyway. So you are currently in a lovely hotel in Port Hedland, which is, you know, maybe at best three stars. But, you know, uh, the Vanderbilts aren't here, so, you know, you're all used to these low-end sort of places. Jesus. Jesus, how fucking middle-class. Oh, freehand, how (laughs) (laughs) low-class. I don't go below a four. (laughs) Look, if, if the hotel room doesn't come with a sauna, I'm not staying there. Well, Jack, you're, you're out of luck. The entire hotel doesn't have a sauna. Jesus. <gasps> you got it's in fucking Australia. Well, <laughs> it's in Australia. You don't need one. Well, I'm going to have a cultist, so that's then. similar. At least the cult provides a when sauna. When was air conditioning air. invented? 1902. Okay, we've got air conditioning. I guess people have been hot for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, so. so, what are you doing? Ow! <laughs> <laughs> he shot me with a gun. <laughs> You're not allowed to use Nerf in the house. It's so in the house. <laughs> we're going to Shanghai. So, after much discussion, you've decided to go to Shanghai. How are you going to get to Shanghai? Are you going to go get a boat from Melbourne? Or are you going to fly from Port Darwin? I, I mean, I, my, my vote's on flying. It's quicker. My and more modern. In Darwin, us up from here. Craig, you're, you're coming through very faintly. Is there any way you could be louder? Um, <laughs> Move your head this? closer to the object. Sorry, <laughs> say that again? How's this? Uh, so much better, thank you. You're just very faint. Flying would be okay as long as we've actually got a route to do so. And as long as me and Matteo don't get arrested in Darwin. <laughs> Why would not be arrested in Darwin? Remember how they set fire to it? Remember how they were all like, we're not going to set fire to it, and then they burnt the town down? I, I, I don't think in character I'm familiar with the serial arson. Nobody is in character. Yeah, they they didn't they didn't mention that the police want them for burning the city down. We didn't mean to burn him. <laughs> well, it might be easier to avoid Port and Darwin if we don't take. I don't even remember doing that. <laughs> it was it like a year ago. First off, you set fire to the record no. office, and then that evening you set fire to a warehouse. That took up most of the dock. Oh, yeah, it mostly wasn't my fault, I feel like. <laughs> they were both accidents, but no one's going to believe that. No. <laughs> but anyway, so, um, Nido, roll me your pilot aircraft. Here we go. 
Oh. So, Hard success. The cargo plane you hired for going out into the desert could get you to um, Shanghai. Um, you could even fly direct from Port Headland and not go to Darwin because you've already got a large enough plane. Hmm. You could reach uh, Balaviria from Port Headland in the Dutch East Indies. They'll have an airport. Uh-uh. Uh, it's only 10 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> the world map doesn't have a scale. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean it, does. it does. It's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Sorry. from Balaviria, you fly to. Kuala Lumpur. Uh, Kuala Lumpur. And then from Kuala Lumpur, uh, <laughs> you probably need to fly to Hanoi. And then from Hanoi to Hong Kong. And then Hong Kong to Taiwan. Taiwan to Shanghai. I expect Nino to be 95 plus in flying by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, I his, like... his, new, his new character, our replacement pilot, will be. Bing bong. Someone, is someone at the door. door. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, make Alexa do something. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, he might lock himself out. If Craig rings me because he's locked himself in the porch again... <laughs> I've been very good, and I've not told anyone this story uh, all month. What do you mean all month? You've 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 told it to everyone you met without cease. I haven't told anyone. Brittany told more people than me with the recap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, our one fan. My favorite was that I had to edit it out of the recording. Why? Hmm? It was so glorious. Oh, it's okay. I replaced it with something else. <laughs> I haven't listened to the full recording. You'll have to listen to it to find out. Now I have a concern. What the fuck have you been ordering? <laughs> <laughs> None of us ordered anything, Craig. He's got the Nerf gun, but I've got the hammer. <laughs> I don't know enough, what that was. Your Nerf gun might make me a little sore, but the hammer will stove your head in and let well, me feast on the goo inside. At least you didn't lock yourself out, Craig. I thought I did for a moment. <laughs> oh, God. I've been really good, Craig, and I've not told anyone that story. Not Nate, not Michelle. Well, Michelle knows, but I've not told anyone. And you'll continue being good. Flinty told Why, more people. When you, you tell the story to Michelle, she had she knows she was there. <laughs> she was just the first person who sprang to mind who I would probably have told something that Quake has done. I haven't to. told Michelle because she was fully aware of it. <laughs> I started telling her and she was like, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh Hugo, you reckon the plane can make it to Shanghai. Okay. I've marked it on the map. I get out a large map that doesn't belong to me and scribble it. 
and point out <laughs> locations. The librarian is fucking furious. <laughs> <laughs> I point out the locations of where we'd be stopping along the way. You reckon it'll work with a good wind? Um, <laughs> here's hoping. And a glut of fucking luck. <laughs> well, we've got a spell that makes wind. Oh, yeah. It's it's called Mitch's Cookie. <laughs> a good headwind, yeah. Um, you can carry enough fuel and the plane goes fast enough that you should be able to get there. Um, yeah. I first hop is worryingly long. You better not fail it, Nido. Yeah. What is the-, the first hop from Port Headland to uh, Balavia is quite a hop. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not the first time I've flown over the ocean, probably. No, or the first time you've flown to the fucking, like, East Asia's. <laughs> when you managed so to get cruel. to Nepal, that was easy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he just flew into the magic mist. <laughs> yeah, if we just do that again. Yeah, go back to the magic mist. <laughs> He's got his he's got his little nerf gun, but I've got the ammunition. So is that your plan then? Fly to Shanghai. Yeah, I guess so. It's up to you guys. Seems reasonable to me. Island this. Is this one of these things where we need to do some logistics now? Yeah, probably. You're gonna have to make sure you've uh, that there are airports at each of those locations to get fuel. That would be a good one to check. Prearrange it by telegram. Really? You expect there are telegram lines between Australia and the Dutch East Indies in 1955? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's all owned by the British, so yes. Were there telegram lines between Australia and the Dutch East Indies in 1925? Oh, it says yes. Well, <laughs> I guess you can then. <laughs> Like I said, you've made him angry. You've made him angry. I didn't say anything to it. It was I was lying. Um, Walter still exists, right? Walter's still here. He's here. here. We left him behind, didn't we? For the purposes of we didn't eat him in the desert. Yeah, he stayed here. He's here in the hotel. Walter, Walter Walter is good at logistics. I think we Do you should want to summon Walter. Walter and tell you your plan? Yes. Hey, Walter comes bustling in. Everybody tick somebody moves without using the verb to walk. <laughs> I don't have that one. <laughs> ah, but That's he my... is. Surely at this point, Walter is a famous NPC. <laughs> he's Walter. He's not famous in the world. He's yeah, famous he's not... to us, though. He's in <laughs> that's, that's really more. That's really more like uh, someone... <laughs> I, I don't know. Walter Walter isn't a canonical figure. Um, the last so time we Mr. had that was Sherlock fucking Holmes. Mr. Romero, you want to fly to Shanghai then? That's you, Matteo. You're Mr. Romero. It took me a minute. You're muted. You're muted, honey. Uh, yeah, sorry, I forgot what my surname was. Um, You're in charge, after Walter. <laughs> um, sorry, what was the question? So your plan is to fly to Shanghai, and you'd like Walter to make arrangements. 
Uh, yes. Please. Very well. Bit. I will start making phone calls and um, making preparations. Mr. Hugo. That's not my last name, but okay. Yes, you don't deserve a last name. <laughs> Russ, I it's mean, his birthday. I mean... <laughs> Walter doesn't have to survive the trip once he's planned it. <laughs> Mr. Dawson. Sorry, I thought you were Mr. Darwin and I knew that wasn't right. So I... Yes. Oh, I have to take this. Oh, exciting. <laughs> so he, he, he went to phone all these airports, but the airports are phoning him. That's how effective he is. <laughs> I want it clear that if you shoot me with the with the nerf gun again, I will hit you with this hammer. All right, you know I will. I've done it before. You you just need to give him a little tap, a little love tap. The problem is when you hit him with the hammer, he doesn't remember it later. Hard with the hammer. Brain damage. Not like there's any brain in there. <laughs> <laughs> I am nice. I let you bask in my presence, don't I? Like some kind of snake. So, learning the harmonica. The the diagram is terrifying. Still muted, Peter. It's like the fourth one along or something is C, and then you suck it in to get the next note, and... (laughs) (laughs) I think, Arona, at this point, I believe you have permission to kill. <laughs> Arm yourself with the hammer. Well, I mean, if you want that to be your birthday present, <laughs> just find the highest note and play it very loudly. <laughs> oh, it's good <super> fun. <laughs> Green. <sighs> you know when you buy kids, like you know, if you hate like your your brother and you like you, you know they've got kids and stuff. You buy them like like the noisiest toys for Christmas. That's what I did for like my nephew. Like I just bought bought them like for Christmas, like a drum and a xylophone kit. And my, my you see my brother like fuck you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's that or fifty tons of sugar. So... Why not both? That's <laughs> right. I, I, um, I mean, I, I buy I buy my nephew's heroin, so. Uh... Sorry about that, everyone. Um, I've been dealing with a minor emergency. It's all fine. Um, We've been dealing with the harmonica. Good, good. It's not fine. (laughs) (laughs) None of this is fine. My favourite part about the harmonica is that sometimes he isn't playing it. Uh, yes, Walter was arranging the trip. Hugh, Mr. Dawson, we need to make sure that your plane is fully serviced. 
So I suggest you go out to the airport and organize that. And I will organize supplies and book fuel and make phone calls. And I will send a telegram to Mrs. Vanderbilt. To make the money happen. Uh, Walter then pauses and turns to Thomas and are like, aren't you Thomas Kennedy? Uh, you just see me sitting there, like, ha- sort of half-chewing some egg and a piece of bacon on the end of my fork, and it just falls off. I'm just... Someone mentioned the end of the world. Right. Well, why doesn't someone else bring Mr. Kennedy here up to speed, and I will go and make some phone calls? <laughs> well, we did that. You... You said, you said they do bad things. You didn't say just how bad. Oh, the end of the world bad. Sorry. <sighs> Why are you the only people who seem to know about this, then? Uh, because they um, they operate covertly. Um, like us. <laughs> yes, like us. Yeah. <laughs> we work in, we work in the right. shadows to protect the light. I write that one down because I'm quite pleased with it. There were, there were more people that knew about it. <laughs> but they well, died. They're, they're not <laughs> here anymore. They've been systematically slaughtering anyone who knows too much. Uh, so, it's not... Wait, 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 wait a minute. Let me just get my head straight. So this end of the world business, when did you say that was? January. Mm. Yeah. yeah. When's your birthday? And I'm more worried about my wedding. Oh, a wedding? Then the end of the world. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Who are you marrying? (laughs) Y'all have to tell this, right? (laughs) Is there a big ceremony? (laughs) Do you need a caterer? Because uh, Mitch is a free. (laughs) Is it going to be this side of the world, perchance? Well, we were thinking of holding it on this lovely location called Grey Dragon Island. (laughs) Uh, oh, they are set up for ceremonies. Yeah. <laughs> so, let me, so the end of the world is in January, and anybody who do, does happen to know about this cult usually doesn't survive very long, anyway. Nope. No, that's right. And I shot one of their leaders in the back. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And you oh. now know too much. They Wait. definitely know who you are. <laughs> Yeah, if if you guys know who I am, they probably know who I am. Mm, you know, you're really regretting all those newspaper in, 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 uh, interviews you've given now. You have your picture blown up. Yeah. So I was gonna ask, uh, can someone point me in the direction of the U.S. Embassy or something? But um, could I instead ask? That I stay with you, it sounds safer for me, and you know, I'm, I might be able to help you, I don't know. No, unfortunately we need you to go your own way to uh, lure the cultists who will inevitably try to murder you and your loved ones away from us, so we can continue our important work. But thank you for, uh, for your application, we'll keep your CV on file. And what do you really say? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good idea to me. <laughs> no, I prefer Jack's previous answer. We'll send Thomas on his own to Kenya, and he'll distract them all by being famous whilst what we're you... in Grey Dragon Island. I mean, he can run quite fast. Maybe he can just get <laughs> away from them that way. I mean, yes, they I'm do the... only have sticks I'm... with clubs. 
I'm doing some high altitude training. <laughs> oh yeah. Do we need to uh, out of like character? Do we need to like probably like um like get Thomas to know that uh, little ditty? You know the you know the one that stops the, the eye of light darkness. Yeah. Yes, but we don't have to teach him right now. Hmm. Okay. So, the plan is Hugo will fly you all into the middle of the Pacific Ocean and dive bomb Tahiti. Sounds oh. great. Um, <laughs> I, I also need to look for a, a, a cat. That's what I need to do. I've been uh, that's been a side quest of mine that I um, I haven't been able to get back to for a while because we've been very underground or in a weird place. Okay, so, Matteo, are you going to slip out whilst everyone is making preparations and go look for a cat? Yeah, that's my plan. I'm going okay. to go and look for a cat. Matteo is heading out uh, to look for a cat. I've been carrying on my possession, because um, I remember saying this ages and ages ago, I'm just going to buy some tins of cat food. Yep. Um, you, I think you already have them anyway. Yeah, no, that's what I, that's what I mean. I, I did that ages ago in anticipation of encountering a cat and have not yet had an opportunity to encounter one. So, yeah, so you're going out to do that. Chai, what are you doing before you leave? Anything you want to do to prepare? Chai? Um, I don't know, honestly. You're just going to take it chill and like pack your suitcase. Pretty much. You're going to read your book? Yeah. I'll do okay. Things. I'll come back to you. Rebecca, what are you doing to prepare? Um, it sounds like the preparations are being looked at. Uh, what can I do here? Might just read a bit more. Okay. Mitch, anything you would like to do to prepare before you depart from Australia, never to return? <laughs> I would like to just like maybe go and check on the aircraft as well. Maybe like just to kind of check go what's on board. Well, no, I'd like to just check what's on board. Maybe make sure that there's some survival equipment if things turn nasty. Um, maybe like, yeah. Also, then maybe like get some like some some long life food. You know, things like tin sardines and what's that? What's that? Uh, a thing that the uh, Norwegians like, which is very smelly. Perfect food milk. for a, you know, milk. milk. Yeah, yeah, long exactly. life milk. <laughs> You're gonna get some pickled herring. Yeah, yeah exactly. pickled herring. For the, for the, <laughs> no, but yeah, okay. some 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 supplies like just just to be like more than ready. Okay, uh, Thomas. Is there anything you would like to do? They, they told you all this story about saving the world, and you've seen enough horrors to maybe think maybe they're not just all insane. Yeah. Um, I would like to send a telegram. Okay, write me your telegram in telegram and send it to me. <laughs> Meta. <laughs> Hugo's I... going to the airfield to prepare. And Jack, anything you would like to do before you depart Australia? Um, I'd like to buy a knife and cast a magic spell on it. Okay, well, I'm going to start with Matteo and the cat. Matteo, roll me your spot hidden. 
Alright. Will this be 100? Could it be 100? No! Spot that cat hard. You find two cats. Okay, uh, you do indeed find a cat lurking mm-hmm. around the hotel. Lurking around the hotel. It's probably the hotel cat. The hotel cat. Wow, how convenient. Um, it's currently out in the little hotel garden, sunning itself under an arbor. Hmm. Well, I, um... I open up one of these cat food tins. Yeah. Uh, and it perks its ears up and kind of looks when it smells the food. Mm-hmm. I'd uh, set it down um, somewhere nearby and then, uh, I don't know, sit on a low wall nearby or something. The, the cat wanders along, sniffs it, eats the tuna. Mm-hmm. I, um... <laughs> I attempt to say a phrase in feline. Roll feline. Your mother was a hamster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with a simple hello. No, terrible. No. <laughs> uh, looks at you and like cocks its head and meows back at you, but you don't really understand what. But it's looking at you of interest now. Mm-hmm. Whatever you said, clearly your accent was too thick and it didn't understand, but um, you're trying, so it's intrigued and you fed it, so... Um, I... Uh, I think about that one and try it again. Roll yeah. again. Yes! Oh, I say hello so hard. This time you managed to say, hello, my name is Matteo. Mm-hmm. And it goes meow, 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 which mm-hmm. you think means hello. I know who you are. Yes, <laughs> I know who you are. <laughs> you are known to us. <laughs> um, I wish to speak with your manager. I explain that I'm not particularly good at this language. You sound pretty good. <laughs> he says no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Why have you sought me out? I was informed... Um, who was it that informed me? Was it the Searing Llama? It probably was. Yes, probably. Yeah, the, I was informed by the... Um, uh, the Searing Llama, who I trust, that uh, uh, I should seek the help of the cats and vast. It sits upright. I have a message from our lady. I look like I'm listening. But I'm not. No, I am. I need the message from his lady. If you would like Our Lady's blessings and her help, 
You must recover the black rights of Louvet Karaf. What is that? They are the ancient rites and practices of the goddess Bast. They have been stolen from their shrine in Cairo and carried to Shanghai. Convenient. They've gone to Shanghai. Um... The thief is a Dutchman called Van Puvelen. Hang on. I'm writing some of this down. It's good stuff. Um, uh, so, hang on. It was called The Rights of What? The Black Rights of Louve, L-U-V-E-H, mm-hmm. hyphen, yep. K-E-R, Mm-hmm. A-P-H-F. Yep. And they've been stolen by someone called Van Huvelin. How are you spelling that? Van. And then mm-hmm. it's H-E-U. Mm-hmm. V-E-L-E-N. Okay. And they're in Shanghai. Yep. He fled Egypt with them and has taken them to Shanghai. And, uh, but they have not been able to track him down in the city. Well, I happen to be headed that way anyway. Recover them, and the lady will help you. Okay. This is good, I think. The lady is currently... in Washington. Oh. Okay. She's manifest on Earth for the first time in, like, 3,000 years. Oh, okay. Any reason? Uh, The great hero, Felix Walker, gave unto her and Nodens the power to manifest on Earth once more. Oh. You're welcome, citizens. (laughs) Well, well, good. Um... She is having to be careful because Nodens has been captured. So um, she, she's being careful. Mm. Just for my um, reference, uh, which Washington? The um, state or the capital? The big one with all the trees in it. The state? Yeah, the landmass. Mm. The humans have named Washington. Okay. I see. Yeah. You finished well, talking to your cat. I suppose I give it a pat. It permits this. 
Mm-hmm. And doesn't claw your eyes out. Mm-hmm. Chai. Hello. You're reading. You may make two reading rolls if you've got the whole day. Reading roll one. Reading roll two. Um, I need the mythos tomes. And you're reading... Another book, it counts. No, it doesn't. It does. Not getting another rule book. I'm just opening handouts to adjust Craig's reading time. Hey, you are on day 17 of 21, Chai. (coughs) This book sure is hard going. Yep. Niles, you were also reading. Yeah. Are you asking the party for books? Something new, or are you going to keep studying the mysteries of this adventure novel? No, I'll be looking at my book, because it's intrigued me. You may roll Cthulhu Mythos twice, as you've got all day. Okay. So close, and yet so far. Mm -hmm. The Cthulhu Mythos. I'll allow you one more roll. (laughs) <laughs> if I give you a few more rolls, you'll eventually clock all the way up through and must come back round. You're just going up in increments of ten. <laughs> Around the works. mythos horn, as they say. Let's not trifle with the Cthulhu mythos too much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you are quite sure this book has hidden meanings to it. You just can't tease them out. Maybe you should ask someone to help you. Maybe Jack. He's knowledgeable about the mythos. That's true. Would you like to go and ask for some help? Yeah, go on then. Hey, uh, what were you doing today, Jack? Well, f- first of all, I was correcting anyone who wants to call me Jack. <laughs> because of how that's not my name. I said Jack. <laughs> we won't quibble, it's recorded um, <laughs> I am going uh, I want to buy a knife and then oh, cast yeah. a magic spell upon the knife You have successfully What could possibly knife. go wrong And as you are returning to the hotel after your purchase of a big Australian machete um, No, it's a small knife I mean, it's Australia. They only sell big Australian machetes. I'm not. I'm. I'm buying. I'm buying a small, a knife about that big, not that big. <laughs> One that's easy to hide <laughs> mm. in the spines of your enemies or friends. Frenemies. The spines of anyone nearby. As I'm returning through the streets, whirling my knife, singing, la la, I bought a knife, I'm gonna stab someone with this knife. What happens then? You bump into, um, as you're entering the hotel, uh, Rebecca ambushes you. Oh, it's really awkward because I had my eyes closed and I was running forward with the knife out like that. Um, oh, I parry that. That's, that's. <laughs> <laughs> The spell is called Seek Jugular. <laughs> <laughs> you have bumped into Rebecca. Rebecca, you have found Jack. Ah, hello, I say, putting away my bag from World of Knives. <laughs> oh, hi, Jack. Um, I'm 
glad I found you, actually. I was just looking for you. Uh, there's this book I'd been reading, and I don't know, I, I kind of went back to it after our trip underground, and there just there seems to be something to it. Uh, I don't know. Really? If That's interesting. To us. Um, and I show Jack my book and the notes that I've made so far. <laughs> I emit a terrible keening wail and burst into flames. <laughs> Is this normal? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. That's a medical condition. Uh, well, you have found it looks like an exciting adventure novel. But, Rebecca, do you point out some interesting bits that have, uh, you know, confused you and seem to oh. be intriguing? God, is it that book? It's that book. Look, Noel spent ages writing this. He's going to shove it down everyone's throats. Your, your job in this is, is not is not to increase the amount of weird Cthulhu bullshit in the world. Well, until I had some mythos, it was just a book. Now I've got some. I'm like, <laughs> oh, what's I've got, this? <laughs> I've got mythos and I read the book and I was like, oh, it's just a book. <laughs> I think... I think uh... I don't think Nala's allowed to ooh-woo what's this on a, on a Cthulhu mythos book. <laughs> Notices your Enochian. <laughs> um, somehow I speak Yithian now. That's exciting. Uh, I remember eggs. I don't. <laughs> on. Oh, it's a matter of principle. As a matter of principle, now refuses to join the mm. Eggs are great. I did have the weirdest egg ever the other day. In like it was just like an egg that I cooked as a fried egg, but inside the egg was a whole other smaller egg, oh, <laughs> like wow. a completely formed egg, and I was like. That's really weird. Apparently, yeah, apparently it just happens sometimes. Chickens experience, like, you know, a backing up. Okay. Um, you, you've reminded me of the Venture Brothers now, and you'll remember why. How's your spine today, Craig? My spine? Mm. Not well... The very base of it is shit because it's just been oozing blood and pus for Ugh. literally months at this point. Hmm. Um, the rest of it's not too bad. My head hurts, but that's nothing oh. unusual. Doesn't really count as spine, though, I guess. The head is connected to the spine as Predator 2 taught all of us. Yeah, there is that. There is that. You can learn a lot from Predator 2. I don't think you can pull a human head out and have the whole spine come with it. That's just silly. That is just silly. That's just silly. But what if? Why did you show... I'm literally watching... I watched you do that. (laughs) If I'd changed the camera angle, they could have seen you do it as well. (laughs) 360 no scope. Ow. I'm not sure you can say 360 no scope. If he, can, if he can use a remote camera. Oh. 
Not on our own. We could see you on the other, on the other camera. camera. <laughs> the murder was recorded. He codes the recording, Foxby. <laughs> uh, it's hammer. Tickle him. Tickle him. It is, it is Tickle hammering. him. Bingies. Defense <laughs> 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 <Dense> mechanism. <laughs> I genuinely don't know why I have that hammer. Defense feels safe. Crimes. In case of bad foxes, clearly. <laughs> it's my it's my security hammer. Makes me feel better. You can understand that. Those people have a blanket. <laughs> On a chocolate cream now. <laughs> ah, the most ancient of all chocolate bars. I always wonder why the chocolate cream isn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> Was it was chocolate version 1.0 and they haven't changed it since? Yeah, we, we I was looking at it earlier and apparently it's the first ever commercially produced chocolate bar and they just kept doing it. I'm going to have a little nap. Like, when he comes back, oh, well, actually, because the GM's not here, can we just go to Grey Dragon Island quickly and sort it all out? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, let's see why not. Quickly, all right, roll your. Be cult. Yeah, the bassoon smithing. It's the one thing. It's the secret skill that we've been yeah, there all along. All right, let's see. Oh. Let's see if, if it'll do save the oh. day. Well, well, come on. We can have a bassoon and harmonica duo. Oh, and the ukulele and the. Um, <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, I thought you meant a, bas- a bassoon and harmonica duel. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've successfully proven that. Yeah, we 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 won the game. That. <laughs> I always knew the instrument skills would win it. <laughs> well, I remember the day when a violin prevented um, the dark vet, uh, the dark thinks from uh, um, being summoned. It's pretty useful. It's useful. Mm. I mean. It, it might have been the massive direct and pressure game more than the violin, but that's not what you're remembering, right? The, the, the massive right. direct and pressure game has performed on the harmonica. Yeah. I mean, I can try if you guys really want. Please don't. Please do not. How about the triangle? <laughs> 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 no, the the culminative note of the of the massa is is the triangle. So you've got to wait. Like ding! there's this whole thing, and there's a guy that just goes ting, and then the world just starts collapsing. In <laughs> if you don't play the triangle bit at the end, it just doesn't work. This, this, you've, this, you've... I'm just picturing like you know the sequence with like you know the investigators running to stop the orchestra before they get to the end, and them all just. Charging towards the guy like holding the, the triangle, tiny, who's looking tiny metal worried. coming towards it. <laughs> no. <laughs> how much? How much does a professional triangle player make? 
imagining you, you get to that point and then the triangle player rolls a 100 and they get it stuck in the like, <laughs> gap or <laughs> miss or it's like, I mean, well, let's try and get it another that... thousand years. Oh. <laughs> main problem is it can't really just be a triangle player. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you like you play it alongside several yeah. other instruments. You're a percussionist, and that's more difficult. Sorry about that. Um, I had to take that phone call. Um, you'll see that we've won the game, Russet. We uh, we all rolled our musical skills, and we all passed. Firstly, we won. Uh, yeah, we performed the Massa de Requiem Gay on harmonica and bassoon. <laughs> and ukulele, it seems. Um I would like to point out that the massive Requiem Gay summons Azathoth to eat the world. So I would want to speak to... Well, that um, would solve one problem. Eliza and Gilek again. No, 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 they're in Yogg-Sothoth. Oh. Uh, the Demon Sultan does stop Nyarthotep from taking over the world by um, eating it like a fresh, juicy apple. Does <laughs> hmm. it make Nyarthotep sad? Nyarthotep will go and find somewhere else to have fun. The, um... The worst part was when I played the triangle in the concert of the New York Philharmonic with Leonard Bernstein. In such an orchestra, it is forbidden to make a mistake. In the piece we performed, I had to play a piece. I had a passage to play with only three slow triangle strokes. In the middle of rehearsal, he stopped the whole orchestra, looked at me, and said, "Triangle alone, please." I played, and he just shook his head, saying, "That's complete. Three completely different sounds again." <laughs> Every rehearsal went like this. In the concert, I sat on my chair as pale as a sheet and hoped that no one in the audience would notice my. Bad triangle sound. <laughs> How do you make the triangle sound different? <laughs> that sounds that sounds like like the guy from Whiplash, but uh, like but with triangle. triangle. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I like that so much. <laughs> what are the three biggest fears of a triangle player and the first two are the triangle falling down <laughs> <laughs> the first two yeah, the, first, the first one is the string breaks and it falls down and the second one is the holder breaks and it falls down and the third thing <laughs> uh, missing the beat <laughs> oh the triangle oh, God. I never knew it was so complicated <laughs> It's three sides of, of, of fear and trepidation. Oh my god, can you imagine the, the whole orchestra looking at you while you have to hit your little triangle and he's like, no, again. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it only makes one sound. It only makes one sound. And you managed to get that wrong. <laughs> three completely different. Oh god, I give you a fucking complex for life. Certainly okay. make you rethink your career as a trianglist. Um, Jack, roll me your Cthulhu mythos, please, as you look at this book. I'd like to point out that the last time I read this book, uh, I've, re- I've tried to read it twice, and both times I have not past my Cthulhu Mythos as well. So mega thanks to you, Noel. Um, also, I'd like to mention I'm still holding a knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Last time God. you read this book, you wrote it. Right. Uh, hang on. Uh, Arona. Darling, darling Arona chum. I'm going to give you access to the adventures of Neil. 
<laughs> oh, you've already got access to it. Great. Yeah, I, re- I, re- I read it. I thought it was a fairly dull adventure story. <laughs> yeah, you thought this was a fairly dull adventure story. But now if you open the PDF, and if you would be so kind as to scroll down to page seven and perhaps read it out loud for the recording, what it says. I don't think I want to. <laughs> it's at this point you realise it's already too late. <laughs> uh, masks yeah. of Nyalath Hotep. And when you look at it at first, and like, oh yeah, this is an adventure story. And then Rebecca's all like, well, no, if you look at this bit, isn't that something odd? And then you start having a look in slightly more closer detail and apparently transcend the universe with your Cthulhu powers. You're like, no, no, if you look at that, that's, that word is Cthulhu spelled backwards. <laughs> and then Jack's like, wait, get me a mirror. You say page seven? Yeah. Um, it starts with, oh, hello there. Oh, hello there. So you have Cthulhu Mythos, gosh, and you passed. Well, welcome to the truth behind the facade of gentle adventure story that is Naomi Trelop, heroine of the realms. You see, what you have been reading is not a a pretty fictional story of love and adventure across the globe. Even the imaginary alternative globe as presented in the story with all those fantastical adventures and fabulous people. They're all allegorical tales of the mythos. Now you realize who the various adventure stories are talking about, and they all take on a new and terrifying meaning. In reality, the architect Yan is Yogsathoth. The traveler Agu is uh, Sagotha. The jester Eo is Nyalathotep. Lord Usk is Hasta, Lady Mull is Ithakwa, Meg the Librarian is the Bookmaster Medal. Places are also mythos places. Imagination is clearly the dreamland, down is the lost world of Hyperborea, and up is the forgotten home Thane lore. So now you know too much. The adventures of Naomi Trelop are a guide to the mythos, the forgotten uh, the forbidden knowledge that man is best not best off not knowing. Sadly you know it now. Your Cthulhu mythos goes up by twenty-five as you tease knowledge and meaning out of each of Naomi's adventures and stories. You don't lose any more sanity. That much more Mythos game has probably just shanked your sanity score as it is. I wouldn't be that cruel. We are all here to play the game together. I can point you to various resources should you wish to learn more about the various entities and creatures in the book. You can use your book's Mythos rating to see if you know something when you encounter something Mythos-related. I wish you all the best with this new knowledge. Um... One final thing before you leave. These poems, articles, and essays that fill the final volume, you notice now that you know too much, that they're actually secretly encoded instructions on how to form spells and incantations. They are listed below. You're going to spend some time translating, decoding, and learning them. To learn a spell, you need to roll hard English to decipher the code. Then you need to make an intelligence roll to learn the spell. Okay. Cool. I would like to point out that that 25 is why I went, and then tried to kill you all on the boat. Hmm. Okay, I cast Contact Cthulhu. <laughs> That's a good one to start with. Uh, Rebecca, you also um, suffer this, because now that Jack has pointed out the secret, it all suddenly clicks into place. Oh my, and like, my God. <laughs> you're both standing in the hallway, cuddled around this book, going, it makes sense now! And occasionally Jack gestures with a, da- a dagger. It says you must, if you want to cast Contact Cthulhu, you must be standing within a natural pool of water, which is handy because I've pissed myself. <laughs> um, oh, my God. But there are some very useful spells here that you as a group might want, you know. So can I, can I just recall, like, I don't know, maybe about two hours ago, we said we need to you know, make sure our characters are you know, safe and well. And Null immediately wipes out 50 Sanity from two players. 
I, I think one of these is like someone spends a whole bunch of someone loses a whole bunch of sanity at once. Mm. Yeah. Uh, adjust your Cthulhu Mythos by 25 and adjust your Maxan by 25. Sweet. If you are on Maxan, you just lost 25 sanity at once. So um, mm. let me get the rule book to deal with that. Yeah, I just lost 25 sanity at once. What about you, Rebecca? Did you just lose 25 sanity at once? I lost seven. Well, that, that still requires that you to make a roll. <laughs> wow. Someone okay. reads a book. Bad things happen. Gosh, isn't this exciting? Aren't you glad Rebecca came to talk to you, Jack? I want you to know <laughs> this is the lowest my sanity has, has been for any character. <laughs> what is your sanity now? 50. That's not bad. That's not low. But your mythos is 50. Yeah, cool. Ah, yes, so you've done the thing. Go. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Right, uh, both of you... Well, actually, both of you roll me D10s. I really wish I wasn't holding a knife. <laughs> One. It's a remarkably ill-timed, Noel. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, someone's going to... Like, Matteo's going to come in from the garden from having a lovely conversation with a cat and find Jack stabbing Rebecca to death. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the cards. Well, if you'd love to know, Arona just rolled physical hysterics or emotional outburst. The investigator is incapacitated with laughing, crying, or screaming. Uh, I'm going to go with screaming. I'm going to go with screaming and forceful urination. Lol. And Rebecca collapses to the floor, her legs no longer working, as she suffers a psychosomatic disability. So, so uh, who's still in the hotel? Uh, I think Mitch and Hugo went to the um, airport, mm-hmm. and Thomas was making a telegram, so we'll have gone to the telegram office. So, um, Chai and Matteo both roll listen. Ah, uh, my dump skill. I listen. I did ah. improve my listen recently, though. But not enough. Scream. Okay, you're in the garden talking to a cat, so that's understandable. Uh, Chai, you're sitting in the next room to the hallway, like in the lounge, you've got a nice coffee, you've got your interesting book. When uh, you hear Jack start screaming from the hallway, and what Scream. sounds like Rebecca sobbing loudly... And you see various hotel staff, like, looking, and other guests peering. I roll my eyes and wander out there. Scream! Yep, Jack is standing there. There's a book on the floor. Jack's got a dagger in one hand and he's just screaming loudly. Scream! Pick up book, take Jack by hand, lift... Rebecca over my shoulder and take them to my room. Scream! <laughs> the, the trip in the lift is oh, practically yeah. unbearable. It takes me a while, I'm guessing. Um, some of the hotel staff come up and offer to help get them upstairs because they're clearly suffering some sort of... Uh, one of them gently extracts Scream! Jack's knife off him. Scream! It's they in a trying few weeks. I'm sure the stress has just got to them. 
I'll try and calm them down. Maybe some tea, please. Roll me your uh, social interaction skill that is best. Charm, persuade, fast talk. I'm charming. Yeah, you all just got back from the desert. They're clearly suffering from some sort of heat-related malady, and you managed to get them on your bed, and um, they start to come round after about half an hour. Well, Rebecca's just not able to walk. She's not unconscious or anything, so I, I ask she is sobbing. She is sobbing uncontrollably. Oh, right, she's sobbing as well. <laughs> I guess she, she, Rebecca's like, I'm terribly sorry about this. I just can't <laughs> do a thing with these legs. <laughs> um, roll me your psychology. No. Hmm. You um you get tea and and you try to convince them to drink some tea. Both of you roll sanity, Rebecca and Jack. I'm good. You lost twenty five sanity and you've still got sixty eight. Yes. <sighs> Where's my character sheet gone? The moon. Oh, roll twenty's done something weird. Well, at least it's another square on the bingo sheet. Character sheet. Sanity. Oh, no. Eventually, Jack runs out of steam from screaming and falls asleep. (laughs) But Rebecca is revived by the lovely, nice, strong cup of tea with a little shot of whatever's in your hip flask, Jai. (laughs) Paint thinner. (laughs) And Rebecca, you, you you are calm enough now. Your legs are still big lumps of not working flesh. Um, but hopefully that will sort itself out soon. But you can now talk to Chai, who's very concerned. Guys, what, what, are you okay? What, what, what brought that on? <laughs> Were you attacked? No, um, I, I was just reading a book and I found, I pointed something out to Jack and then we realised that it meant quite a lot and then we both went a little mad I think. What was it? Scream! Scream. Scream. What's that? Oh yeah. That sort of reaction. Um, It's not that bad. Yeah, let me explain. (laughs) (laughs) I just showed the cover of the book and it's like, it Seems to know about everything. Everything's in here, so don't read it. <laughs> okay. I mean, are you sure? I thought it was just a storybook. I've only read the blurb. I have a copy, but I've only read the blurb. <laughs> I, I, I think I see what Cat was doing, and I don't know why, but. Craig is like, I am safe. I've not read this. Ah, <laughs> uh, the blurb contains the secret, the secret to life, the meaning, and everything, and that is to buy this book. Yeah, as far, <laughs> as, far as you can tell, um, Chai, it's a trashy romance novel. I never read it. And Rebecca's telling you it has secret encoded dark information inside of it. Oh, yeah, it's got spells in it as well, which might be useful. Scream! Okay. I don't want to Scream! I, I pat Jack on the, the head. There, there, Jack. There, there. Scream! Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I lay Jack down. Now, calm down, Jack. You'll be fine. 
Scream. Maybe. Scream. Then again, maybe you won't. <laughs> Can't move the legs still. I thought they might have come back by now. Uh, I don't know. They all just kind of left while I was reading. And then you guys started crying and screaming. I'm not, I'm not uh, the kind of professional that can deal with this. Yeah, that professional um, walked into the poison room and went, Poison! Blood! <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, this is definitely poison. Oh, wow. Such a strong poison as well. <laughs> Just have a bit more to test its strength. Okay, so mm. are you guys... If I... You guys stay here in my room. If you get... I mean, you may need some help, I guess, Rebecca, with your legs being like they are, and Jack is, um, screaming, so... Yeah, I'd, I'd try and talk Jack down. I don't know if I can talk Jack down. I, I I'm just, I'm just, I'm just snoring in my sleep, but they, they oh, sure do sound like sleep screams. Oh, if he's asleep. <laughs> I guess <sighs> if he's about as settled as they're going to be now, I'll go back to my reading. Are you leaving them alone, or...? I'm just going to stay in my room with them to keep an eye on them, because... They just started crying and not legs not working and screaming constantly. You don't leave people like that alone. Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca, roll your constitution. Constitution at hard. Okay. It takes about an hour and a half, but your legs start, you get pins and needles first, and then they start to twitch your toes, and they are slowly coming back round. But meanwhile, Thomas. Hi. You went to the telegram office at the post office and then you waited around for a response and your fiancé got back to you. It took about an hour because you've got to wait for the telegram to be sent and then (laughs) her to receive it and send a reply. Yep, yep, yep. And what are you doing now? It's quite nice. The weather is chilly for Australian winter, but, you know, it's Australia in winter. It's still quite nice. Yeah, exactly. There is what appears to be some sort of recovery operation happening in the harbour where they're fishing chunks of a boat out of it and if you ask anyone they're like oh yeah a boat was coming into the harbour about a month ago and it just you know exploded does that kind of thing happen around here often not really um there was some really important apparently felix walker was on board and no one's seen him since so they're worried the great adventurer might have been killed felix walker well your credit rating well, I, I know uh, somebody else has already mentioned the name. They have. You don't know him yourself, but yeah, one of the uh, one of the people who've rescued you from the underground city have mentioned his name. Yeah, I think it was Queen Nita Crease. <laughs> yeah, she was sure talking about Felix. Yeah. She was looking for him. Yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go and ask somebody of the rest of the party about this then. Uh, so you ambling back to the hotel then? Yeah. Do you stop for lunch? Oh, why not? I think uh, just having a bit of me time just to digest everything is good for me. You do and go have a bit of you time and I'm like, oh, <clears throat> look after myself. Um, the next Olympics? 1928. Oh, okay, cool. The world will end before then, so you, don't, yeah. you can let, really let yourself go in the meantime. <laughs> Well, I am thinking of going for a run in the morning. 
Just a short run around Australia. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Just uh, the perimeter. You guys get on the plane, I'll meet you there. Walter has given you some cash, so you're able to like get a breakfast, uh, have a bit of a bite to eat, and then you wander on back towards the hotel. Uh, everyone seems very, like the staff seem very excited and chattering. Roll me your listen to overhear them. What is my listen? Nope. Um, yeah, they, they all seem, you can't hear what they're saying, but they all seem very excited and animated. And then Matteo, you see him walking in from the uh, garden. Oh, uh, hi, Matteo. Hello. Any idea what's causing such a fuss here at the moment? Sorry, fuss? Yes, oh, I guess not. Um, quick question. Um, who's this... Felix Walker fellow. I've heard his name mentioned a couple of times, and apparently the boat in the harbour uh, that sunk had something to do with him. Uh, yeah, you could say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> famous sexual dilettante. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> one of ours, I'm afraid. <laughs> One of yours? Uh, yes, our, um, our lot. You're right. Oh, you mean... Oh, wait, he was, like, with you, and then, I don't know, the cult did something, and the boat sank with him on it? As far as you're aware, yes. Let's go with that. <laughs> Right. I'm pretty sure that I saw what happened. <laughs> uh, you uh, you don't know exactly what they did. You weren't in the corridor with them, but you did see like the column of Yogg-Sothoth erupt yeah. out of the boat, and you were like, we're leaving now, and you grabbed Father Eduardo and leapt to safety. Yeah, definitely meddling with ritual stuff that they shouldn't have been. Yeah, uh, yeah they were definitely meddling with dark magics like you kept warning them not to. Sadly, no longer with us. Um, got a bit in too deep with the um, ritual side of things, I fear. Okay. Um, well, hopefully... Why, why, sorry, why I, did I, 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 I was just uh, delivering a telegram and I was just wandering around the harbour and yeah, someone just mentioned the boat that they're clearing out it's it, most of the debris gone now but uh yeah someone just happened to mention it and i, and I heard uh, that crazy queen lady mention his name while we were underground the other day ah. mm. we're just just putting two and two together for now it was quite famous outside of all of this i i think so um it's not surprising that you'd find some people talking about him Hmm. Yeah, especially if uh, he's gone missing as a result of mm. that hmm. yes best feign ignorance about all of that I would and guess all the more reason to stick with you guys hmm. well it's definitely building up an image that this cult are quite powerful and deadly and able to make world famous people vanish in the blink of an eye so yeah 
maybe you should stay in a group and not be caught alone by them. You said something about a commotion or possibly a ruckus. I think it was more of a fracas. Mm. Uh, yeah, Thomas is able to, you know, the staff at reception are really excitedly talking to one another. And every time they see a new member of staff, you can sort of like, did you hear what happened? And I am um, a like, hushed chatter bubble. I sidle towards that bustle so I can uh, see if I can understand what they're wittering about. Well, listen. I'm gonna fail my listen. Oh, should I luck that? It's only four. Yeah, all right. I'll give myself a little present and luck it. Oh, a little present. You give yourself Nido's present and luck it. Uh, you can hear, uh, Matteo, they're talking about how uh, two of the guests... Uh, the reporter woman, Miss uh, Corley, and Mr. Cady, mm-hmm. uh, both had some sort of uh, heat stroke psychotic episode in the hallway. And Miss T was, oh, she was such a charming lady. She swooped in, looked after her companion, and she got them up to her room to rest. But it was quite exciting because they were screaming their heads off and like crying their eyes out they'd, like they'd snapped. Clearly, the pressure of their high, adventurous life in the desert has been getting to them. Scream! Uh, d- sorry, did they say they got them up to their room or Chai's room? What, what did they? Uh, it sounds like Chai's room. Right. Okay. Um, I uh, sidle back and say oh, we should probably go to Chai's room. It sounds like something might have happened. Ooh. Okay. Thomas and Matteo head upstairs. Meanwhile, at the airport, Mitch and Hugno, or as we prefer to call him, Hugno. I prefer to call him that. You could just call him Hugo. I mean, that's his name. Hugno. Russell doesn't know how names work. That is true. Uh, Mitch, you are volunteered to help check over the plane, check the supplies, check there's lots of um, long... Life food and tin food on board. So roll me your cooking and your operate heavy machinery. Wow. Uh, yeah, you have spoken to like the quartermaster or victula or the, the guy in charge of supplies at the airport, and they have supplied your plane for a long haul journey with food and water, and other drinks. Uh, most of it's tin, but there is some, like, dry stuff. And there's a tiny little galley on board. Excellent. Sorry, it might take your pill alarm went off, so... Uh... I did mine. <laughs> Shame I don't have them near me. Um, I'm just going to move... Nido... And Fox B to the plane map. This will make this slightly easier. Oh. The plane map. It's just a piece of paper. (laughs) (laughs) Just a big big empty square. Do I lose sanity for that? (laughs) So you can see the plane map. Uh, There's a tiny little galley on board. There is space for food, water, drink. And you've pitched in to help look over the um, mechanics as well. 
Mitch, uh, Raymond is going giving it a full workover as an engineer when you pitch in. Um, he's mostly stripping stuff back and emptying it of sand and using brushes to empty it of sand and uh, all of that. Um, but you help out and you have prepared the plane for a long journey. You've not only got food to serve on board, but if you have to, say, ditch somewhere in the ocean and wait for a passing ship to rescue you, you'll have supplies to survive that too. Amazing. Not that just, that ever happens. Just in case, you know. Just anyone, in case. Anyone gets lost on the way or anyone summons a storm or transforms or uh, insults God so he smites the plane in mid-flight. <laughs> there needs to be a ban on reading on this, uh, on this plane. Read the book, plays a flute or a harmonica. That's the point, actually, Russell. How long is the flight time that I have to be in the air for? Right. Um, well, I'm assuming you're going to take this in stages and stop after each stage. Yes, but what is the longest? The longest flight time is Port Headland to Balavia. That is going to take you about 16 hours. It's a long time to be going. I and then of... all the others are probably going to take you about 10 to 12 hours. I think realistically, for safety reasons, I probably want to hire a co-pilot because having one pilot for a trip this long is going to be very unsafe. Uh, yes, having an extra pilot on board would be safe mm. and sensible. Uh, um, Walter is happy to arrange this. Mm. Um, yes, and I'll also be going through any uh, legal paperwork that I know I would need to do as a pilot to say, this is my flight plan, this is where I'm going. You don't have to do that. It's 1925. You just take off and you try to radio in the airport before you land there. And if they answer, they great. If they don't, you just land and go and knock on someone's door. I love the olden times. <laughs> uh, Hello. But you will have to plot the course. <laughs> so you know what you need to roll. Can I wait till we have the second pilot so I can confer? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see if in this tiny little mining town in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, Walter can find a second pilot. You need we to. Roll. We may have to go to Darwin to get the co-pilot. Is, is it, well? There's also the other peop, people that, like, I, I did plane racing with. Maybe one of them can. Yeah, but they've all fucked off. The race yeah. has been over for about a month. Yeah, that's fair. I might. We might be able to fly somebody in. Uh, okay. Rolling my navigation. No, roll your luck. Oh, luck. To see if there's a pi- another pilot free. I mean, this isn't going to pass, so I don't know what you're asking. <laughs> you were saying? Well done! Good luck. The queen luck have giveth. Wait until it taketh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to make a note uh, of the second pilot. I'm going to... Uh, co-pilot. Bag. George. Nagel Methods. Pardon. He's called George Varden, and he'll happily be your co-pilot to Shanghai 
and Walter has agreed to pay for his return trip from Shanghai by boat. So they all happily join the party. <laughs> he, he gets to help you fly to Shanghai, and then he gets a first-class cruise back home. So, uh, you know, he was about to head back to Perth, but he's like, yeah, I'll take an extra job. It's a long job, but he'll take it for the right price, and Walter's like, well, thankfully, we have all of the money. Mm. I, um, I'll sit down with them then, um, once, uh, once that's all agreed, and, uh, Start working on a course plan together. Okay. Uh, roll navigate with a bonus die. There we are. We now actually have a full complement uh, cockpit of two pilots and a fighting engineer. Um, uh, navigate. Somewhere, somewhere <laughs> someone is thinking, why didn't you hire a co-pilot earlier? Because <laughs> <laughs> we were only flying out to the desert. See, this is, this is why I hired a... Bonus die? Oh, and the bonus now. Uh, today's bonus is... Worse. God, we found a co-pilot worse than you. Right, I'm going to roll the co-pilot to navigate. Ah, he uh, makes a few minor adjustments, because otherwise we'd miss uh, Belavia by about 200 miles, and then probably splash land somewhere in the Malay Straits. It wouldn't be great. Is there any way I can, like, roll something to see whether or not I'm learning something for all of this? Yes, it's called, when you pass the skill, you tick the skill. <laughs> I've done it once. And then I hope I've learned something. What time are we on, Hedgehog Friend? Oh, he's on the move. <laughs> Why is he moving, Foxy? He's just a. He's migrating. He's migrating into a different nest. Has he, like, rubbed all this stink on all your things? Oh, yeah, by now everything is stinky. He has to like deep clean the house when he finally goes home. Yeah. <laughs> he has a must boy. How much of this has he heard? Ah, he's back. Hello. Hello. That was exciting. I asked you something just as you started to move. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> I needed to have a wee. <laughs> and then move your laptop? Yeah, uh, the chair is giving me spinositis. No, that's so I can sit on the sofa, which is slightly different. It was just really exciting because the, the way your camera was lagging as you moved made it very like <laughs> uh, action movie slow mo. The old whirly gig. Uh, I forgot what I was going to ask you now. Oh yeah, what time are we on, Mister Hedgehog friend? Oh dear. Oh dear. There are there. And other things people say. One hour and thirty minutes. Great. I thought we were on time still. So, uh, Hugo, you have plotted a course with the help of George, the co-pilot, to fly you to Shanghai. Uh, Mitch has prepared the plane for the long journey. And it's getting on for late evening at this point. Because you've spent all day preparing and hiring a pilot and um, getting supplies and loading them in and widening the galley. Well, just you have to bring, 
I'm just imagining Mitch has moved the galley into the passenger seats and relocated the passenger seats into the really tiny galley. <laughs> no, a full, full service, you know. It's yeah. only like, like really tiny, like sardines, and Mitch is like frying. <laughs> it's like, Mitch, there's nowhere for anybody to eat this food. We've cooked a five course dinner. A banquet for a hundred. <laughs> uh, are you heading back to the hotel or are you going to go to dinner out somewhere? Um, we could go out for dinner. That way uh, we've got away from all of those crazy people for a while. So that's Cause... a bit meta, meta game. <laughs> I mean, you know they're crazy people. You've been I around mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's more, more crazy from not, not knowing what's happened, but actually okay. just like, could, could we just not spend some time with all those weirdos? Predicting <laughs> craziness rather than knowing yes. it. <laughs> Scream! I mean, yeah. They hire Hugo to fly a plane and then drag him on an underground adventure. Scream! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And burnt half of Darwin. And burnt down Darwin. Um... So, Mitch and Hugo go out for dinner. You find a restaurant. It sells freshly caught seafood. Over I, start, I start making, uh, like, uh, sort of like uh, passes at, uh, you know, Hugo. Like, we'd like to go for dinner, Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yes, we, we are eating dinner. That, that is the point okay, of this. Okay, well, what Mitch? where is my appearance? It's at the top. With strength and everything. Oh no! Oh, thank God. Sadly, Hugo doesn't quite pick up on your flirty semen. Uh, Steady um. on. Sailor. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. Doesn't doesn't this mean doesn't this mean he picks up on it, but is just deeply repulsed <laughs> as he leans in close, and you realise he smells like unwashed salmon tartar. <laughs> uh, you both get three sanity and two luck. Yay! Because you had a nice evening off. That, that's like, like if you have to spend some time, like not dealing with the wibble sometimes. Three sanity and how many luck? Sorry, uh, three sanity, two luck. Thomas and Matteo, you knock on Chai's door. Someone knocks on your door, Chai. I go to the door and open it and look through the crack. It's uh, Matteo and Thomas. And Rebecca, you are walking by now and feeling calm again. And someone knocks. Come in, guys. Let them in. Jack is still sleeping. Occasionally he lets out one of my famous sleep screams. (laughs) And they need to be more sound like you're being murdered. Yeah, yeah, not like you, not like your sleep screams, which are loud enough to literally wake the dead. Yeah, I've only done it once. <coughs> yeah, you have only sl- sleep scram once, to my knowledge. I might have slept through some. <laughs> Quite a heavy sleeper. Okay, um, talk. Chai, Rebecca, Thomas, Matteo. Um, How have your days been? Is everything okay? Um, debatable, no, but it's better or worse. Scream. Hmm. We should they really wake Jack up. It scared them. Scream. You, what what I, scared you? You read something. The Adventures of Naomi Trelaw scared them. 
Yes, this this happens surprisingly a lot. Um, I tend to avoid reading. But you and read you a book too, kids. Yes, they read a book, Thomas, and it scared them enough to start involuntarily screaming and losing the ability to walk with their legs and to start just crying inconsolably for a I, while. Uh, I wave a hand and say, let's not overanalyze this. Basically, they probably the book probably contains some sort of forbidden knowledge in it, and it made them realize something which... Um, hit too close to home and by home I mean brain. Scream! Yes, all the forbidden knowledge. Literally. Ah! Ah! Ah, so not just a horror story. Okay. Ah. No, not just a scary story. We can probably safely assume. Colds were coming from inside the house! Um, are they... In a relatively stable. Well, Jack's asleep and just screaming occasionally. And yep, okay. Very soft scream. Rebecca's back walking around and cognizant again. So I think we're fine. Are you sure we don't need a doctor or something? Scream! I don't think they need a doctor which can be got in Port Headland. Mm. What, about, what about a gag? Uh, well, Jack spat the stock out and uh, 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 another one uh, in there, shall we? Um, <laughs> scream. Because I'm not going to be able to sleep with that going on, so, uh, yeah. I'm <laughs> well, um, oh, it's all, altruism only gets you so far. Do you try and wake Jack up? No. Yeah, I, 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 I would. Okay, Jack, roll sanity. <laughs> scream? Oh. I, I want to misread uh, Arona has a scheme as Arona has a scream. Arona has a scream. Roll <laughs> your psychology, please, Rebecca. Jack, you come around, uh, you stop screaming and find Rebecca concernedly, you know, holding your hand and being like, Jack, what's up, Jack? Ah, hello. Hello. Um... Thank you for showing me the book, I say, in a completely unreadable tone of voice. Oh, if, if I'd known it was that, maybe not, but um, I guess no. we know now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now we know. There is a polite knock at the door. I go to my door and look to see who it is. It's Walter. Come in, Walter. Thank you. you, (laughs) He steps in. How are you doing, Miss T? What's he doing? Uh, I've had a not very relaxing day, but... I'm very sorry to hear that. I hear you were the hero, though, and um, he looks across at Rebecca and Jack, Matteo and Thomas, and it's like when when Rebecca and Thomas, uh, Jack, sorry, had a, a freaking out. I smile. I shrug. Yeah, I guess. Well, I've just come to let you know that I've just heard from Mitch and Hugo and everything's ready for us to leave tomorrow. Would you care to come out to dinner with me, Miss T? Uh, I look back at a situation, decide they looks like they've got it all under wraps and go, 
Yeah, let let let's do that. Did you want time to change or? I look at the one set of clothes that I own, which are currently on my body. <laughs> yes, Matteo. Uh, I want to interrupt this at some point, just so you know. Yeah, you can interrupt. They're standing by the door. Um, I do need to speak to you briefly first, Miss T. Oh, uh, okay, Matteo. Well, uh, do I meet you downstairs in the lobby and say, 20 minutes? Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Cool. I'll go make us a reservation somewhere nice. That sounds like a plan. Walter departs. So you can Walter talk Walter's him. off. Um, let's go back to Thomas. What are you doing? You're kind of just here at the moment. Yeah, I'm kind of just at a loose end at the moment. Are you listening to Matteo and Chai or uh, Rebecca and the Waking Up Jack? Um, probably Matteo and Chai. Okay, so Rebecca and Jack, you were talking. Anything else to say to one another? Oh. I Sorry, just... I ate a biscuit. <laughs> it's probably me this biscuit which has a terrifying clown on it. <laughs> that is... Oh, I thought that was a Han Solo uh... <laughs> frozen in frozen in chocolate. <laughs> um It's Han's Solo. Yeah. Oh, the the book uh, I need to reread my copy of the book. There's so much so much I have learned from it. I think we, what we oh. Sorry, Karen. We, we we could get back to that later. Maybe today we just want to grab dinner and relax and then come back to it tomorrow. Oh, oh yes, yes, food would be lovely. I've got something of a sore throat. I'm not really sure why. That yes. Yeah, I'm I'm sure a, a nice meal and such will sort that out. Also, how am I in this room? <laughs> Chai found us after we'd read the book and took us to safety. Thank you, Chai. Oh, oh it's very kind of her. Yes, let's go and eat the finest Australian cuisine. Okay, Matteo and Chai, you were talking. What's up, Matteo? Um, are we still in the doorway or have we moved in? I assume you've moved in and closed yeah. the door again. Yeah. Um, I say... Could I possibly interest you in a good old-fashioned Shanghai-style caper? Uh, my eyes literally light up practically. Yeah. I am interested. What? 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 What are you thinking? Um, I happen to have um, heard a very credible rumor uh, that a particular text has been stolen by a particular Dutchman and currently resides in Shanghai. Hmm. What, what kind of text? Uh, it's called the um, uh, Black Rites of Louvre Carap. Is that right? Something like that. Yeah. Carap. Do I recognize the name? Roll me your occult. Oh, hard. I do. Uh, I'll send you a quick message. Mm-mm-mm. Quick message incoming. Do, 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 do. How is your chocolate cow, Arona? 
Oh, well, I uh, I sucked the clown off, so to speak. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) As long as it was consensual, I guess. (laughs) Why were you sucking the clown off? I guess it's a long story. Let's get on with it. I didn't want it to be. <laughs> uh, well, he was the great clown Pagliacci. Um. <laughs> I'm very sorry, Fox. You have to live with this. Uh, okay. I, I, I recognize those. So if this Dutch guy's got that, there's a fairly good chance he'll have some other stuff as well, I imagine. Because I imagine you want that seeing as you're approaching me about that. Well, I need to return it to someone. Um, but in exchange, we get the help of. Um, we get the help of Bast. How's that? That's probably cool. But what I'm getting at is anything else we find while we're there is also up for grabs. Yeah? Um, we were not told that we can't take anything else. That's fine by me. <laughs> it seems also that this came from Cairo, so we may get some clues about what happened in Egypt exactly. That is a very good point. Uh, I'm in. Uh, all right, then. Uh, just, yeah, let's make time for it when we're in Shanghai. Yeah, I, I imagine there should be quite a few... Well, actually, I... I've probably got most of the tools that we might want for such a caper anyway, but it certainly wouldn't hurt to do a bit of extra planning. It seems like a worthwhile diversion. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I'm, 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 I'm fucking outraged a, a heist is going on and I'm not involved. I mean, you're in the room listening to them talk about it. You're lying, on the, you're lying on the bed... I thought we were. I thought we were going for food. Well, that, yeah, that was the end of your conversation. But this, their yeah, conversation, happening at the same time as your conversation at this very moment. Well, basically. well, the next question I was going to ask is: Do you think we should involve anyone else? You son of a bitch! I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it might be an idea. Uh, they could potentially help. It depends, really, just how good at sneaking around they are, though. Mm. I guess at this point we turn to the others and go, interested in a heist? I let out a scream, but it's a scream of joy. <laughs> mm, he's going to get Rebecca. Rebecca's like, don't worry, I've got this. Clonk! <laughs> so the, the, this heist, um, like... Sorry, who, who's Bast and, you know, who's this Dutchman? Like, I don't want to be stealing anything we don't should be stealing. Oh, Bast uh, is the god of cats, I say. The oh, god of cats. The goddess of cats, sorry, I do apologise. First of all, uh, believe me, we'd only be stealing it back. This was pre-stolen. Right, Okay. Yeah, say pre-stolen. We're we're doing good here, Thomas. And you might steal some other things at the same time, but um, if he stole them, he's a bad man. So stealing them from him is a good act. He's probably bad. 
And Stephen, this will get us some help in what we're doing. Yeah, some significant help. (laughs) Sure, if if, if I can help, let me know. What are you guys like at sneaking around in places? I know me and Matteo are pretty good at it. I'm all right at it. Yeah, I reporter. Her whole job is listening in on people without them noticing. Yeah, but that's more of a social situation than a literally tiptoeing down corridors. Generally, I'm also well, good at literally tiptoeing down. Okay, corridors. that's good. If if you if you had to ask me to sum up my stealth ability on say a number from <laughs> one to one hundred, <laughs> I guess it'd be around the mid thirties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I can move around fairly quickly. I feel like you can tick the shameless metagaming box. <laughs> it's okay, the GM is distracted by his graze box. Well, I'm still listening. <laughs> Maybe. So you're saying you have some experience, but you wouldn't want to be relied upon for this. I, I can do the thing, it's just that sometimes I can't do the thing. Is there any other sort of backup you could give us? I mean, you're, you're literally what some sort of ex-magic man. Oh, yeah, I, I, could, I could probably like do a ritual or something, if that would help. I don't suppose any of you have heard of Van Heuvelin. Have I heard of Van Heuvelin? Have we heard of Van Heuvelin? Roll your archaeology. <laughs> Critical fail. Uh, no. Oh, regular fail. <laughs> No. Shrugs all around. None of you have heard of him. Well, that's our target. <laughs> you right? thought you killed him a few years ago, but maybe that was a different van something. I don't mention my <laughs> casual murder a few years ago. It was an accident, you know. You had a choice of grab the man or grab the treasure. We know which one you grabbed. The treasure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wasn't your fault, but yeah, maybe maybe it's someone else. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, does everyone have dinner in the hotel restaurant except for Chai, who's going out for dinner with Walter? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I'm of the opinion that uh, I've been lent money. I don't want to be, you know, throwing it lavishly. Okay. Um, Chai, Walter takes you out to a really nice seafood restaurant on the harbour front where you can see Hugo and Mitch having a date, which is quite cute. Aww. That's <laughs> nice, isn't it? But, but, but you, you're out on a veranda table, so you haven't seen them. Oh. Well, you can see them, but they haven't seen you, and it's like, well, we shouldn't interrupt them. No, no, of course not. That, that would be rude. I mean, <laughs> maybe we should send something across by our life and mood a bit. Oh, let's send them a nice bottle of wine. That's a good idea. Yeah. And do you think it's possible to maybe get some really nice flowers put on their table with them? Yeah, I can arrange that. Walter summons someone and hands them some money. Walter, um, Walter gets Walker gets gets a, a torch sent to them, uh, with was patterned in the shape of the eye of light and darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. Um, Mitch, uh, Hugo, you're in the middle of the dinner when um, a lovely bottle of wine is sent over by the waiter, and a <laughs> massive vase of uh, fresh cut flowers. <laughs> oh, Hugo, you shouldn't have. I don't think I, he did. I, I, I didn't. It must be the cult. Quick, we must flee at once. <laughs> uh, 
I look around and see if I could. I'd say who? Okay, who said this? You spot Walter and Chai at a table out on the veranda. Uh, Walter raises a glass at you in a sort of like "have a nice time" kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> I I roll my eyes and wave back. <laughs> I um oh oh no no now we need to play no now we have no of course you now realize this means war. Um, I'd I'd have to flag down the waiter and request that uh, something gets sent to their table. What are you sending them? Oh, it's, I, I, Mitch, what do you think we should send them back into? Well, I don't. Be something I silly. I hear they have some quite quite unique delicacies here in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe angry balls. <laughs> I, 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 I yeah. I I kind of flag down the waiter. And I kind of. Want to sort of give that whole sort of jovial thing of like, oh, you know, they're playing a little bit of a prank on us. Um, would you mind if we played a little prank on them? What, what do you think we should send them? You know, uh, something, something appropriate. <laughs> um, well, the chef does some really good takoyaki. Most people don't like that. Ooh. octopus balls. Oh, yes, that that with extra spice. I say, <laughs> send that over with compliments. With our Try someone delivers some takoyaki. <laughs> All of them gratefully. <laughs> The Japanese lady is quite like, oh, this is quite nice. Informs <laughs> <laughs> you that that the, the young couple having a dinner that you sent some wine to sent them across as thanks. These, oh, see, they're really happy we did that, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> These takoyaki are on you. Do you want um, some before I finish them all? So yes, uh, the evening passes. Chai, you get a delightful one luck for sanity. Nice. For having a semi-date with Walter, as in you two teamed up to embarrass Mitch and Hugo. As in as in, <laughs> you were at the date and Walter had a semi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like, oh, my date with Hugo then. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sure Walter and Chai won't will happily tell everyone that you two are how you two are dating. A couple. It was so cute. What's the power couple name? <laughs> right, it's half three. Let's Migo. pause for a break. It's Migo. Oh my god. <laughs> I am Vigo, the scourge of Carpathia, the <laughs> sorrow of Moldavia. On a throne of skulls in the castle of pain, I sat on a throne of blood. Now is the season of evil. Right. Everyone has had a nice night's sleep. Mitch and Hugo had a date. Chai and Walter had a date. Everyone else just went to dinner. It it wasn't a date. Mitch thought it was a date. It was a date. I had a great time. I think he's into me. What no, in there, no. I'm, I'm completely oblivious. Did you reach first base? Twelfth, twelfth base. Ooh. What? The... what? What were you playing? Cricket, clearly. <laughs> Tentacles and eggs. Tentacles and eggs. Doesn't the noise Nido was just making with his rustling again count as very noisy food? Yes. Yeah. Bingo. Yay! <laughs> 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 uh, 
No runner is called forth by the by the tune. <laughs> I like that you can hear everyone's like like web browser bingoing quietly in the background. <laughs> I'm a ghost. I guess that is a bingo. Well, I guess I have to give Craig a gift now. Uh, he'll okay. take the cash alternative. Okay. Mm-hmm. You missed the plane. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. That is the only true gift. Okay, Chai, you get a D10 of luck. Nice. Maybe nice. It might be a one. Two D10 luck. 18. Oh, Jesus. I guess I go to 99. Wow. Wow. Don't tell him that. He'll find some way of getting it back. I know he will, but he's seen my sheet enough today to be able to work that out. <laughs> you, give us, you take off. <laughs> the luck won't last very long. Nido needs to fly you to Shanghai. We're going to die. Except for Chai, maybe. <laughs> on one luck left. <laughs> <laughs> they find you washed up to ashore, clutching your metal tablets. <laughs> they float floats with those things. <laughs> Turns out they're made of some sort of lightweight metal that floats on water. <laughs> anyway, um, it is the day of your departure. You are all preparing to fly across the sky. Across the sky. What day is it? It's Thursday. The twenty-seventh, 27th? 26th of August. Wednesday, the 26th of August. Oh, it's still... No, it's definitely not when... Mm, I'm confused. Let me go back. I'm checking now. Wait, it's too far. Is it too far? Have I missed a page back? Yeah. So, Monday... We're already on Wednesday, the 26th. Oh, well, then it's Thursday the 27th, then. Okay. Thanks for keeping us on track, Craig, so I didn't accidentally give you an extra day back. Rightly so. I don't want to win by cheating. I do. I do. (laughs) (laughs) It's the only way. (laughs) We've tried all other ways. (laughs) You are preparing to fly to Balavir. I fire up all the engines, even on the planes. We're not flying. Though that might actually be a T on the map, so it might be Batavia. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> oh, wait, no. It's, it's just a stain on the map. Yes, it's modern-day Jakarta. <laughs> so it's Batavia. Batavia, yeah. Not Balavia. It looks like an L on the map, but it's a T, apparently. Uh, you're planning to fly there. <coughs> you all head out to the airfield with your luggage in the taxi cabs that Walter has prepared. And here is the lovely plane. See the lovely plane? It's called Nectarine. I've been on the Nectarine before. 
It is indeed the same plane you flew into the desert. Well, at least it's not a Boeing 747 MAX. <laughs> ah, topical. What's the dotted line coming out of the nose cone? Does. Oh. oh, and the nose cone, wow. I guess the nose cone opens. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're, you can store cargo in it. I mean, there's not any avionics or anything in there. It's just a big, empty, hollow spot to stuff stuff in. I, uh, speed, 170 miles an hour. Max speed, 200 miles per hour. I, 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 however, I would highly recommend that you don't open the nose during flight. <laughs> oh, what's out here? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I've, I've definitely seen this airplane before. Yes, please ignore and the, the fact that it says that it says it's got the Starkweather Moore configuration. <laughs> <laughs> Don't point out the GMs for use of that. This is severely. First flight was in the little information blurb in the top left. Hello, hello, hello. Nineteen three. Now, now, it clearly says 23, and you're reading it wrong. <laughs> Beg to differ. A typical cargo flight to Lakes Camp? Who's this lake? <laughs> Look, oh. it, they're the best Call of Cthulhu plane maps going, so I stole them that from the madness. That is true. I mean, there is a version of this plane that does exist at this time, which is practically similar. It's just made more out of wood, whereas these ones are made out of, you know... That new modern fangled aluminum stuff. So just assume this is a bit more fragile is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. So ramming the speed? The, the engines also aren't quite as good. <coughs> so it's, it's cruising speed is also its maximum speed of 170 miles per hour. Okay. Yeah, you all load your luggage into the plane... Uh, you meet George, the co-pilot who Hugo has hired, so he doesn't have to fly you all to Shanghai with no sleep. It is 1925, so he could just pop some uh, amphetamines and do it whilst hopped up on, on awake juice. Couldn't we... Uh, we're going to be landing to refuel on the islands, aren't we? I'm sure, I'm sure he's going to have a nap when we do those, surely. Yes, but he doesn't want to fly for 16 hours straight with no yeah. brakes. That's still fair. That's still fair. Yeah, I was just checking. You know. Yeah. Who wants to bet that an avatar of Nyarfatep we've never heard of turns up on one of these little islands? I w- well, I wouldn't put cash on it, but I would put, like, my organs on it. You're not landing on any little islands. The smallest island you're landing on, Craig, is Taiwan. So, yeah, there's going to be plenty of chances of what we're saying then. The tip here is to never leave the airfield. Pretty much. Who wants to bet that Nido was murdered by George because he turns out to be a cultist while we're all in the back of a plane and can't see what's going on in the cabin? (laughs) There is also my regular dude in with me in the uh, who, who could have been indoctrinated over a three weeks. We left him alone. 
and it is Nido's birthday. <laughs> it's this is one of those things where it's like it could be, but it would be really lame from a story point of view. So Russell won't do that. <laughs> no, I think it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> Last time we went on a late game airplane adventure like this, Flinty was all like, "I summon the blood red fez." Yeah, he really shouldn't do that this time, Flinty. Don't do that this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Flinty, that's okay. Hell? We've got a book oh, to read. <laughs> I've, I've just learned a horrible fact that I have to share with all of you. Tell them. Um, the Cookie Monster doesn't really eat cookies because the chocolate is too greasy for the puppet. So they're uh, they're rice cakes with brown spots painted on them. That is fucking are you, shit. Are you telling me Sesame Street lied to me? Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, like that's my it's entire moral fantasy. core. That's not, <laughs> my entire moral core rocks to its center. I, I don't. Clearly, all the lessons that we ever learnt were wrong. I I don't believe in the alphabet anymore. <laughs> anyway, on that important note. <laughs> Uh, you are all on the plane. You all claim a seat in the lug- luggage in the passenger compartment. <laughs> claim a seat in the luggage compartment. I'm a tray table. Now, Do just make sure it's clear, the passenger <laughs> seats are all back here in the cabin. Yeah. And this front bit with all the tanks in is the um, actual cargo hold. Did you say with the shanks in? Tanks. With shan tanks? Shan tanks, oh no. So what we're saying now is that if George is a cultist, all he needs to do is go, and just pop him back to use the loo while pop into here, shoot the fuel tanks, and we all laugh <laughs> and die. Well, no, the fuel tanks are underneath the cabin, right? Okay. I actually just reread the notes. I got that wrong. This is where the passenger seats are, and the tanks are underneath, like underneath the floors, okay. and this is the cargo Alright. So you guys are all sat here. The cockpit, the two pilot and Raymond are up front, and George is sitting back here at the moment with you guys. He'll swap out as needed. Um Arona is staying up late, so he's hiding under his covers with a torch on, so Fox mm. doesn't make him go to bed. Well you see I'm cold, but I'm too lazy to find the air conditioning remote to turn off. <laughs> you were complaining earlier, you were too hot. Ah, here comes the air conditioning remote. (laughs) (laughs) That or punchies. What did you do? Alright. Who is sitting in what order? I felt like I might sit at the front rather than use a very long stick. So, Hugo sitting at the front. Thomas, where do you want to sit? Uh, in the middle. So you're sitting in the middle, okay. Ah, a bold choice. Uh, Chai, where are you going to sit? Um, I want a window seat. Window seats are all window seats. Mm-hmm. Hold on, I've got lots of noise. Uh, Matteo, do you want to see it at the front or see it at the back? Um, I'd go out on the wing. <laughs> okay, Matteo is wing surfing all the way to Shanghai, apparently. Um, the wing, you're uh, in the aerodynamics. I don't, know, I don't care, wherever I fit. You just come around the corner and shoot me. Okay. I'll go, go at the back, I guess. Uh, Mitch, where do you want to sit? Where do you want to sit? On the plane, where do you want to sit on the plane? Uh, up front. 
Upside? He, he wants to sit holding Hugo's... Joystick. Yes. Flight stick. Oh, dear. Rebecca, where are you going to sit? Right at the back. You're at the back. Probably good. Uh, I just need to grab some random tokens of some random people. I need two random tokens. I won't use Queen Nita because you might all panic. Understatement. Oh, dear God. No, <laughs> no better. <laughs> Is that to scale? To scale? Um, <laughs> anxiety is rising. <laughs> why is, oh, why is the head of the Sadefka in Rilakram on here? That George. No, this Sorry. is Walter. Oh. Oh. Oh, why, okay. is, why is Walter Nathan Drake? <laughs> He's very cool. Oh my, oh my god, this map loses detail so quickly when you get in. I think he's in the Corridge Vort. <laughs> and that's Raymond. And I need a good token for George. You know, I'm just saying up the tokens in case. Oh, you can be George. Yeah. Why would we need? Why would we need tokens for us? It. Why? Nothing to happen on the plane. Why is George wearing a red fez? Because that was the cool token I found. It's fine. It's not a blood red fez. <laughs> right. Everyone is on the... T- I'm just, just just, so we all know where everyone is. In case of reasons. You know, something In case of emergency landing. Where's Jack? It's a uh, FCA requirement to oh, have... Yeah, where's Jack? We've left Jack behind. <laughs> He's on the wing. <laughs> Giant and on the wing. Look at that dirt face. There we go. See, you've all claimed your chair. You're all nice and comfortable on the seat, on the plane, ready to go. So, Hugo. I I just like how Jack isn't allowed a window. Yeah, Jack and Water haven't got window seats. Hugo. Yep. Make plane go. Make the plane go. Hang on, don't we have to see a like a safety video? Okay. Uh in the event of a crash, um oh, ensure okay. that your last will and testament is fully up to date. Um consider learning to swim and also how to escape a sinking aeroplane. These are all tasks that you will surely find an interesting thought experiment while I take off. That's just the bees. (laughs) 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 Unleashing unleashing the bees into the cabin is a very important step of life. Hugo takes off. The plane soars up into the atmosphere. Good, that's my role for this trip. <laughs> oh, you wish. Now roll, navigate. See, I was hoping for a hard success on this one. Just any success will be fine. You do have a bonus dice because you have plotted a course already. As long as I'm you hoping. stay on that course, all will be well. Now, shall I roll the bonus die to see whether or not I get a better success? Yeah. 
Or can he hop? Oh. <laughs> no, nope. oh, he's he's standard success. Eighty-nine. <laughs> Forty-nine. I'm keeping the eighty-nine. Nope. <laughs> that would be a disadvantage dice, not a bonus dice. A curse dice, if you will. <laughs> you are leaving Australia. The plane turns north. By northwest, heading for Bavaria, or modern-day Jakarta, in uh, the Dutch East Indies. That was my favourite East Indies. Uh, you've got sixteen hours between here and landing. What does everyone want to do? I'm going to start with Matteo because his win- video window is in the top left. No, top right. You're wrong. Um, well, I'm not reading any books. Um, I'm not um, speaking to any cats because there are no cats. Um, probably. Um, that you know. I'm not... Talking to anyone? Am I talking to anyone about heists? Uh, not yet. Um, how long are we going to be doing this for? You're yeah. going to be in the air for sixteen hours. Yeah, no need to talk to anyone about heists heist yet. That's um, and what's the time? Uh, shortly after nine thirty in the morning, Australian Western Standard Time. All right. Well, that means we've probably been up for a little while. Um. So I'll get a little bit of that extra sleep while I can, because it's probably going to kick off later. You ratchet your chair back, get comfortable, pull a blanket over yourself, try to drown out the sound sound of uh, Hugo singing 99 Red Balloons on the cockpit and uh, have a nap. Fair enough. Um, Put my hat over Mitch's face. Um, (laughs) What? Oh, um, I wasn't expecting that. Okay. Uh, um, Chai. Hello. I'm reading. What are you reading? My book. Hmm. Roll me. English. A reading. I do not read for 16 hours. Oh. My eyes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just doing something. I won't be a second. Uh, so, what did you get on that? You failed. Yes. Uh, well, you've got 16 hours. So, would you like to roll again? I would like to roll again. Yes. You may roll again. I passed. Craig, pick a color quickly. Color. Yeah. Ecru. Turquoise. <laughs> Controversial. Okay. Oh. Not sure if related to my book reading or not. Uh, it's very important. You'll see why in just a second. I'd rather not, I think. I'm concerned now. <laughs> Synesthesia for everyone. 
I really want to experience synesthesia. What's that one again? It's one where either you your your senses get muddled, so maybe you taste color or or taste sound and things like that. Oh yeah, Arona, pick a color. Uh, well, red, obviously. Maybe I should have gone with blue. I do like blue. Too late now. I already chose. At least one assumes. It is too late now. It was bugging me that you two didn't have proper tokens. Proper tokens? Tylee. Hedgehog. There we go. Let me see. Gonna attach these to your character sheets as well. Attach. Do like having a proper token, honestly, so thank you. Red is the colour of screaming. I just picked the first picture of Arona that wasn't porn, so that's quite a nice one. Uh, that photo actually is porn. You just cropped it well. How many pictures of Arona are porn? Uh, quite a few. But not all. I'm somehow not surprised. Um, where were we? Oh, yes. Chai is reading. What did you get on your second roll? Let's check. My second roll was success. Okay, and you can roll once more. Oh, okay, I will. Oh, shit, where's my character sheet gone? There it is. English. Uh, I'll luck it by two. Okay, I declare the cultist Maleficarum red. Oh, yay. Oh, no. She finished it while we're on a plane. She did. So, the cultist Maleficarum, you get another plus five Cthulhu Mythos. Okay. And roll a D8. I'm going to roll the D8, actually. on the GM. Yeah. comes down by five. You lose two sanity. Uh, that means I lose seven sanity, actually. But... <laughs> Remember, this is accumulated over the past several weeks week or so, yeah. When you've been reading it. So it's not all at once because that. I should actually open it and have a look, I guess. I guess you should read through the Cultist Maleficarum. You can now read through from page six onwards. Oh, yeah. Hmm. This is an exciting book. Oh. I knew I remembered this from somewhere. (laughs) It's another one of my fiendishly traps. It's too late to stop reading now. Mm -hmm. Right, well, Chai is going slightly balmy. Who's next? Rebecca, you're next up in my rotation of people's video windows. What are you doing for 16 hours? I'm going to read the book that I now know about and start trying to remember some of these spells. 
Okay, so you're reading through the book and learning the horrors of Nyarlathotep and Cthulhu and all of that shenaz. What spell would you like to try and learn? Levitate. Levitate? Hmm. That's an apt spell to want to learn whilst flying in the plane with Hugno. How I am insulted. I'm in, I, I take grave offence to this. Good. I'm just inspired by us being in the air. Happy or birthday. Or something. <laughs> okay, so please roll me a hard English roll to see if you can translate, decode the mm-hmm. hidden. Oh my. Ooh, one off. Um, I, I will look that. Hey, uh, you luck that. Uh, please make me a intelligence roll. Mm-hmm. Intelligence, please. Um, to learn the spell. Okay. You, you, the hard English roll is to like decode it from ah. cat's secret hidden. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Ah, oh so you have God. not. You've started working on it, but you can roll again because you've got sixteen hours. Okay. Yeah, let me add this to your spell sheet. Levitate. Oh. Mm. What's up, Green? Just finished going through a bit. It's a lot in here. <laughs> there is a lot in that one, isn't it? So many things to learn. Okay, Rebecca, you haven't used up all your time learning this. You've got time to start trying to learn another one. Okay, uh, then I will do that. Um, what am I going to do next? Um, yeah? Do I have to make another sand check? For what? Page 10, or does do I have to declare... I am looking specifically at page 10 now in character. This page, this is like you, you finally found this page in the book and now you understand what it all relates to, so you'd have to sit down and study it in right. depth. Which I'm not going to do unless we actually run into something I need to identify then. That is probably wise. Because beforehand it was just this weird chart with a couple of names you recognise. Now you know what this chart is. You're like, oh, Jesus, that um, that hit me bad. Unfortunately, he's not on the list. Remember, don't lose any more sanity for the extra ones. I had to because my max sand dropped more. Uh, oh, yes, yeah, so you don't lose any suffer any penalties. No, no, but. I've got a lower max sand than Eliza had now. Oh, God. <laughs> That's cool, right? No! No, what spell do you want to learn? Uh, shapeshift. Oh, of course you do. Uh... <laughs> Roll English. Yeah. Uh, where's my thing? It's over there. Uh, I'm just in an edit mode. I have done Now, why that. aren't you learning Speak to the Father of Maggots? Oh, I wonder. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a hard success. Now, roll me your intelligence. Yep. Okay, I'll add this to your character sheet. These are all reasonable things to test out on a plane. <laughs> uh. 
Oh. <laughs> there you go. You have learned two spells. Well done. Yeah. Uh, media PC, what would you like to do on the plane trip? Uh, it wouldn't like to do anything. Oh. Record as lot. Record. Yeah. Continue the recording. Roll your lesson. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't get a character sheet. It's not real. Oh, no, you're flying the plane. Mm-hmm. You don't really have time to learn anything, but you can roll navigate again. Wait, where's bonus time? Can he learn what happens if you're a bad navigator? <laughs> With bonus die because you plotted the course out beforehand. Yay! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you are still on course. There is no land in sight in any direction. So you really do have to fly by, you know, making my pants. the sun and the compass and the maps are all pointing in the right direction. Fly, fly by the seat of your pants, or as other people call it, the instrumentation. <laughs> Oh no, they're on instruments. Roll your bassoon spinning. <laughs> you're going to have to spin the bassoon and whichever direction it's pointing in is the one you're going to point the plane in. But bassoons are perfectly symmetrical. Who knows what end it's uh, pointing at. Um, Mitch. You've got 16 hours in the air. You'd much rather be down there on the gorgeous golden wet you know, glorious blue waves of the sea with the sunshine and a boat. But no, you're in the air with all these crazy, not rich people. Yeah. So I guess I try to make myself busy. So I, I guess part of me will, well, for some of the time, I'll like make sure everyone's got food and drink and, and stuff like that. Um, but then I would also maybe, if Hugo is. Not good, Hugo. You're not going to be just that character, Hugo. You're not going to be like um navigating the whole time, right? You've got like, a co pilot with you, so uh, correct. What time yeah. did we set off for us? It you set off about half nine. I'd probably fly like until mid afternoon and then hand over at lunchtime, and then they'd fly for the afternoon, okay. and then I'd take over for like the final landing. Okay, so so Mitch, well, Mitch, Mitch comes and uh, like comes and asks you like what what time your break is, and then when you're on your break, um, just sort of says he wouldn't mind having a little chat with you. Maybe. Uh, yes, sure. Uh, it'll I'll I'll be needing to come in for lunch anyway, so uh, I let you know what time I'll be stopping for lunch, and uh, if I could have a nice sandwich, that'd be nice. Something... Oh, I'll give you. A, I've got a meat sandwich for you. Don't worry, sweetheart. <laughs> I recommend yeah. So, um, <laughs> Mitch lures Hugo back into the cargo bay for some meat sandwiches <laughs> on his break. Well, yeah, it's someone's going to come away from this with a slap. <laughs> no, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, on the lunch break, I want to, uh, so you know, I've got a bit of an interest in, in like how the you know, being a seaman and all that, you know, a man of the sea, uh how these machines fly you know so uh, kind of like just i want to talk to you about like how you know how do you go bec- how do you go about becoming a pilot uh sure i could like i will happily talk to you about my career that's fun 
<laughs> Talk to him about your career then. Role play. I don't know that information out of character. I like uh, you know the backstory and why you're flying. Uh, I well, yeah, I was like from. Well, to speak in a out of character fashion, uh, Hugo was always interested in, um, you know, fast engines and things with uh, with cars. But then when the plane came along, he was like, "This is even better because it's in three directions." So uh, he quickly decided instead of racing cars, he wanted to start racing planes instead. So got into doing that. Oh well, I'd love to find out, like how, like maybe like try my hand at it someday. You'll have to show me how to uh, how they work. This is this is a trick. It's going to be exactly like that bit from Ghost with his arms around you, holding the <laughs> the flight stick. Flight <laughs> stick. Roll your charm, Mitch. Oh, <laughs> Mitch comes across as very professional and interested in aviation and not so much interested in flirting with you. I, I as I say, I will happily, like, you know, uh, do all these various things. Roll me your intelligence, Mitch. You learn a lot about Hugo and his past and a little bit about planes. You may tick, operate heavy machinery. Um, Jack, you've got 16 hours on this gorgeous flight in the comfortable chair with the nice Mitch occasionally going, would you like a drink, love? <laughs> Chicken or fish? <laughs> I've only got sausage for him. Stop it. <laughs> uh, five, five minutes into the flight, I say loudly, I spy with my little yeah. eye something beginning with P. You don't. Yeah, you this don't. Is the point where Cha, Chai leans forwards over your chair and jabs you in the throat <laughs> with a typhoon and uh, stops your vocal cords. Who's who's the person again who is capable of making somebody soil themselves with a simple pressure point? Chai, Chai. Remember, it's a sixteen-hour flight. Yes, that's you, the thing you I can it? see. Poo. <laughs> <laughs> what are you um, doing, Jack? Learning some spells? Well, I've, it seems the cool thing to do to read this book that drove everyone mad. <laughs> everyone being me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Nal is worse than, like, the fucking Mormons. Have you seen this book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at this page. The Adventures of Naomi Trelot. If you... Have you, have, I know that you failed to read it earlier, but try harder this time. <laughs> try. Um, yes, I guess I continue reading the Apocalypse novel while chuckling madly. I was going to try and enchant my knife, but um, that it, this doesn't seem like the situation upon which that should be done. I mean, you, you could pop back to the cargo bay and do it in private. I should, if I was going to do it, I'd go do it on the uh, in the cockpit. You're just going to stand between the two pilots and be like, "Don't mind me, just chanting." Hugo, watch this roar. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to enchant your knife behind some luggage in the cabin? Uh, no, I'm going to do it when we land. So, I will continue reading the dread book. I'd like. So what I'd, I'd, do you want to learn? 
Oh, that's an important question. I'd, I'd love it if you were there, like, trying to enchant your knife and, like, making sure you don't accidentally cause a sacrifice or anything. And uh, and then we hit a spot of turbulence and you cut yourself on the knife. <laughs> I can suggest some spells if you like. I dedicate this death to Odin. Um, How about the unspeakable promise? That went well last uh, time. Do you know I might? I mean, because, like, having him on my side probably helps. The big question is whether he will take another deal from someone with these sort of connections. <laughs> oh, it's you guys again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just blackballed. No favour for you. <laughs> I mean, he's not pissed off at Jack. I do love... But he is affiliated with... I, I, do, I do love that when we left you alone for ten minutes, you went off and performed a spell called The Unspeakable Promise. <laughs> I mean, you oh, left me for five years. Oh, dear. <sighs> oh, got, got, need. Are you playing Duck, Duck, Go with the um, spell list? Oh, the Eye of Light and Darkness. It has three pages. It does have three pages. May I suggest Mind Blast? Or possibly Parting Sands? (laughs) Oh, for 1d10 centuries, that doesn't sound very, very good. What's 1d10 centuries? I can't tell you. Oh. Ah, <sighs> uh, go on. Then. Wow, there are a lot of spells in this book. Jesus Christ. I just have been scrolling for an hour. Cat knew lots of spells, as did Liza. They collaborated in the spell list. Um, uh, when I say collaborate, I mean Liza taught Cat her spells and Cat put them in the book. I didn't mm. teach her everything. You didn't. Not this, everything is in here. This speak with the dark one seems interesting. Yep, yeah, that's a good one. I like the note from Nile. Almost yeah. certainly N. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> was that Nile or was that me? That was you. That one was me. Yeah. Wait a minute. Nalathotep. <gasps> Is true form revealed? Uh, I'm going to learn Mind Blast because, you know, <laughs> what can you do? Hey, roll your English, please, at hard. English. 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 And I... Oh. Roll your intelligence. See the game. Oh, okay, the... It was replaced by the adventures of, of Naomi Trelorp. Sorry. Ah, good. Uh, intelligence, you say. Intelligence. Yeah. Ah, my dump stat. All right, let me add Mind Blast. May I also remind you about the power sink? What about the power sink? Well, it's empty currently. 
That is true. We, we did how? we did use it. Um, well, you know, I, I, I it was in my brain that we probably need to resume powing. We probably do need to fill it back up the next time you need to do the Eye of Light and Darkness. <laughs> it's just that the last time I was like, gather around everyone and give it some of your special energy and some of them passed out. And I was like, ah, it, don't worry, it hasn't killed them, just brought them to the very brink of death. And drain some of their pow. Yeah. Maybe don't touch it to Hugo at the moment. <laughs> Especially while flying the plane. He seems the most susceptible. Okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna prod anyone with the magic ball, don't worry. You've got time to learn another spell or do something else with the other mending half of your flight. Um hmm. Oh gosh, another spell. That's that's the that's the ticket, isn't it? May I suggest the fang of yip? Uh, no, it seems fucking awful. Why, why would anyone want to learn that? Who wouldn't want a boon of yib? Uh, anyone who doesn't want to be a fang for centuries. How about contact Cthulhu? I'm going to learn shapeshift. Another one, learning shapeshift. Right, roll me, oh, no, don't roll me, you English, you've got an extreme, just roll your intelligence. I'm going to turn myself into a human. <laughs> <laughs> but careful, I go, it's stuck that way. Oh. Ah, intelligence, my dump stat. Would you like to luck it? Uh, oh, go on then, go on then, I'll spend a little luck. Wait, did you edit it, or am I editing it? Um, I'm just adding the spell. Okay. Then I have 70 luck remaining. Sausage and egg. Now, however, that on the list of known shapes for shapeshift is human. Yes. Because if you don't know how to turn back into a human, you are Yes, stuck. you're stuck, aren't you? Yes, you turn yourself into a crab, and then you're like, ha I'm a crab. Now to turn myself back. Oh, no. Most of them have a duration, though. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's when you're stuck until it wears off. Yeah. Or just really stuck if it goes on. Thomas, you're on this rather nice plane flying towards the Indonesian islands. What would you like to do? I have no idea. You could ask these chumps for a book to help you learn more about this uh, wondrous adventure you've joined. Uh, Given what happened yesterday, everybody started having mad screams and fits from reading a scary book. I think I'm going the way of Mateo. Ah, The way of Mateo. It is is an enlightened philosophy, the way of Mateo. (laughs) (laughs) But of course it does leave me with kind of nothing to do. You could practice a skill. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll do laps around the plane. <laughs> yeah, why not? You've got to keep fit. You haven't done your daily exercises for a bit. You might. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to the cabin interior, I'll do like sit-ups, press-ups. and I could right. uh, teach you how to meditate in this very noisy environment. Yeah, if you're willing to do that, I'll, I'll take that. Uh, as he exercises, I throw pennies at him, so um, it keeps him distracted and unable to like gain any points from doing this exercise. <laughs> okay, Thomas, I'm going to tick your... What are your various things under? 
Athleticism. He doesn't have athletics. He's got astronomy. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, it's, it's, it, all, it's all split across. Like, um, uh, where are they? Oh, Jumping, yeah. climbing. Jump and, yeah, throwing. climbing and throwing. Climb. Running isn't on here, but I guess that's dexterity. Jump, yeah. I'm just going to tick all of your um, athletic skills except yeah. swimming. Yeah, I, did, I didn't put myself as a swimmer. Can't really practice that one on the plane. Uh, oh, no, 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 I can help. Into the fuel tanks. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, stop helping. Matteo was going to teach you to meditate, though, so roll your intelligence. Matteo, roll your meditation. Mmm. Maybe on the next light. <laughs> so depends what Matteo gets. He might he might have a genius educational moment. Uh what am I rolling, sorry? Meditate. I'm rolling my meditate, okay. You said you teach Thomas, so Yeah. Yeah, no, I I just wasn't sure what I was rolling to teach it. Uh okay, well this should be good. Unless it's bad, of course. <laughs> Whoa. It's good. Okay, please add meditation, Flinty. And you may have minus fifty. Seventeen points in meditate. Thank you. I assume it's not ticked though. No, it's not ticked because you just had a lesson. Yep. And you lost the dice because you didn't pass your... But, you know, Matteo weaves the noise of the engine and you've got, like, the meditative trance of listening yeah, to Yeah, yeah, you kind of just hone in on it. It is a regular noise, so it's something you can focus on. But, of course, it is a bit harder if you're not in a quiet spot. <laughs> right. Um, it's been quite a nice, uneventful, peaceful plane journey. So far. Uh, no one has accidentally set off any dark spells or turned themselves into a jackal. Um, yet. I need uh, player dies in a stupid, easily avoidable way, and uh, a method of transportation is obliterated. Um, well, I need, I need a shopping trip, and the GM gets excited by terrible mistakes we're about to make. Anybody probably actually paying much attention to Chai has probably noticed her face getting a bit more manically grinning throughout the flight. I'm going to say, Rebecca, roll your psychology. Okay. I have psychology, yep. Uh, Rebecca, you have noticed that Chai seems very disturbed by whatever she's been reading. Like, at some point, Chai wanders into the cabin to have a bit of a get away from everyone. Do you want to follow her and see what's disturbing her? Uh, yeah. She seems very disturbed. I'm just giggling to myself when you come in there. Hi, Chai. Um, are you all right? <laughs> it's kind of like the same problem you had. Just not quite as severe. Oh, oh, <laughs> so, maybe. Oh, gone. You know the book I'm reading. I just finished reading, actually. It's um at least as bad as the book that you just read. Maybe more so. 
Oh, oh, that's not good. Well, maybe if you just put it down for now. <laughs> well, I've finished of... it, so now I can finally. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll be fine. I'm just... The world is a very different place to what I thought it was, and I'm not dealing with this just just yet. Yeah, I know the feeling. You want yeah. a drink? What do you got? I don't know. What can I get from here? Uh, I've probably got coffee. That would be in my bag. Want some coffee? I'll pass on the coffee. I'm feeling a bit too awakened to the world already. <laughs> Okay. But thank you for the offer, Rebecca. I think I'm okay now. All right. And now. <laughs> Wander back into the other room. Um, try your psychoanalysis, please, uh, Rebecca. Oh, wow. Um... I could luck it by six. <laughs> ah. Seven. But I, I've, no, I've got a psychoanalysis of one. All right, okay. Up to you. I don't know what you're going to get out of it because you're certainly not giving me any sanity back. Uh, I'm not sure what the role's for. Are we? Is it just... This was to try and give Chai some peace and calm, just so that she can You might not get any more sanity, but she'll at least calm down and feel normal again. Uh, but, um, yeah, all right. And you get to tick it then. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be magnanimous and let you tick it, even though you had to spend luck. Magnanimous, magnanimous. It really does look like Fox is the naughty schoolboy. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's Pay attention. He, that's because he fucking is. <laughs> right, let's see if he's picked this up. What is the capital of Indonesia? I. Jakarta. You're actually going there and oh, not paying attention. Right, it's detention. Pronounced a jackadar. Okay. Uh, real dad. <laughs> <laughs> Chai, uh, talking with Rebecca definitely helps you feel slightly more calm and more normal. You don't get any sanity back, sadly, but you do feel more normal. You've learned this stuff to help save the world. It will help save your life. You really wish Queen Nita Grease hadn't stolen your pokey stick. I really wish she hadn't stolen my pokey stick. You'll have to get a new one. I'm not going to be able to get a new one as good as that. It's true, that was an antique. Yeah. From like 3,000 years ago. That's an antique. Right, Hugno, you take over from George, who has been flying along. He hands back over and says we are about an hour out from landing. Check the course, please, to see if George has been able to keep you on target. Dead, dead, dead. You rolled that twice, so I'm taking the first one. Uh, oh, I got stuck. Uh, yes, you think you are still on course. It looks well, correct. The compass says you're going in the right direction. So well, please roll piloting to take control. 
I was also going to suggest we start radioing and saying we're coming into land. Oh, God. Uh, I'll luck that by one. <laughs> you take control of the plane from George, and he heads back to his chair. Roll, ring someone up on the radio. Hello. Uh, that's normally my dude's job because I don't have radio thingy. Oh yeah, I guess I'll let Raymond try. Uh, You're about 40 minutes out when he raises uh, the airfield and lets them know you're coming into land. They give you permission. Uh, 40 odd minutes later, you can see the island below. Um, Is it the island of Java? It's it's People prefer C sharp. Leave. <laughs> uh, it is. It is the island of Java. You're flying into West Java. Ooh. And roll piloting to land. It's not quite dark yet. Please cl- crash and kill us. Nido is scaring the line. Is everything fine? 78 out of 79. (laughs) It's a success. Everything is fine. Uh, But you have landed in uh, Batavaria. Uh, The plane has landed safely. You taxi off the runway to the hangar. You park up for the night. And um, now you just need to pop through customs, and then you can go to your hotel. Yeah, that was uneventful. Um, it was a quiet, uneventful journey. Water produces all of your passports. All of your passports. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's good. Walter is good. Everyone should have a Walter. He he paid a lot of money to make sure that everyone had a correct and up-to-date passport. And you all check into a really nice little uh, airport hotel. It's quite quaint. There's some really nice local Indonesian cuisine, which is mostly seafood, cooked with rice. And from your view, your windows, like the airfield is actually like on top of a very large hill with a really large flat hilltop. And then it's like steep rice paddies all the way down to the city on the coast. It's actually quite pretty. Yeah. And um, it's uh, early evening because you've just flown for 16 hours. Are you all going to turn in and go to bed or is anyone going to do anything this evening? Early evening? But night's still young. No, I'm, I'm going to bed. I might try and learn something. What are you going to learn? Uh, the first entry under my miscellaneous spells. Oh, miscellaneous. Oh, good, right. I thought oh. you meant the first entry under the spell list, and I was like, <laughs> wait, what? Why are you learning that? No, <laughs> no. 
For a second, I thought that was Jim gets excited by terrible mistakes. <laughs> I was like, cool, dismiss Azathoth. Why are you learning that woman? We might need it. Uh... <laughs> hey, if it includes a dismiss, then there's still a reason to learn it. No. <laughs> there is never any reason to summon Azathoth. If someone else has, you need to get rid of him, though. Yeah. yeah you remember how that worked out last time? Uh, yes, but we weren't using the proper spells then. No, you, you were learning the one that I accidentally, after, like, months, tricked Flinty into casting, <laughs> which I felt slightly bad about, but I thought... Which one was that again? Call the... Uh, question the Sultan. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Flinty. I don't think Flinty's forgiven me for that one. Oh, Flinty, you shouldn't well, have questioned the, the Sultan in public. Said, they, they all said, like, contact Cthulhu, and I was like, oh, I'm going to avoid all these. This one doesn't sound too bad. Oh, who, wait. Who is the Sultan? The Sultan? Of Swain. Sultan is one of those keywords in Call of Cthulhu that, after playing Call of Cthulhu for a few years, you realise is a danger word. Yeah, Chuckles. well, I haven't picked up on that. Chuckles, I'm in danger. You all noticed. Right, make me a hard intelligence roll, Chai, to learn that okay. spell. There's a good chance I won't pass. Yeah, not even close. And you can try once more. Okay. There we go. I'll add it to your character sheet. Thank you. Oh, now you you only know two spells. I know. I've been very untouched by Mythos until now. Oh. Time to pierce the veil. Oh, it's it's been just shattered, practically. You're the one who fished that book out of the harbour and kept it. I know, I know. I, I don't know whether you've shared any, that book with anyone. No, I haven't. So that no one's going to go, oh, don't read that one. Nope. I'm proud of myself. There you go, Craig. I've added that spell to your character sheet. It's such a useful spell. Okay, uh, anyone else doing anything else this evening? Are you all just enjoying a nice time in this lovely Indonesian hotel? Um, The hotel could get me or point me in the direction of um, coffee. Uh, well, you're on the island of Java, and unsurprisingly, they are quite good at making coffee. Mm. I think there's some I could take with me. Yeah, they'll give you. They'll you can pop down. They'll they'll send the boy down to the market to buy you a bag of beans. That'd be great. You want magic beans? Yeah. <laughs> Freshly roasted beans, fresh from the farms. Delicious bees. Do you want great. a box of bees as well? No, please Give no. Give them to Jack as a present. Here you go. <laughs> B. <laughs> um, am I allowed to practice handgun, or is that not advisable near an airport? <laughs> Just sitting in the sitting in the hotel lobby, getting getting the bellhop to hold up an apple. <laughs> I'll get better at this. I promise. <laughs> Uh, you can practice handgun. You don't have to actually. Sh- you know, you know, you can learn how just to care for your gun and stuff like that. Cool, I'll do that. So, 
Yay. Tick it. Uh, anyone doing anything else? Um, I might go and, uh, yeah, join him, uh, join Thomas and uh, practice my shotgun. Ooh. Well, shotgun. Wow. Tick it. <laughs> you were not supposed to be that good. Everyone <laughs> is the sound of shotguns. Where do you bury Thomas's corpse? <laughs> oh, no, no, I cook it. Ah, <laughs> yes. Proper mm. behaviour. I have made a stew. <laughs> ah, this, this, this long pig is delicious. Chicken or beef? Chicken or beef? Or Thomas? <laughs> Thomas or fish? Thomas or fish? Yeah. Of a Pfizer gang. <laughs> is anyone doing anything else? So yes, me. Ready. I'm doing a thing. I'm doing a thing. What are you doing? I'm enchanting a knife. Enchant oh, yeah. knife. <laughs> I'm gonna have a look at how this works. Um, I I spend to no. I was going to, and then and then Nal was like, "Oh, read this book. It'll make you go mad." <laughs> how it works? I spend two pow. Spend two pow and enchant your knife. Uh, okay. It is done. I will add the enchanted knife to your character sheet. Mm. The knife's name is Gregor. That's a nice name for your knife. Mm. Gregor, that's my Deadlands character. <laughs> <laughs> I do miss Deadlands. Yeah. We'll get back to it. I know, I know. Oh, I'm really enjoying Legends at a minute. Deadlands is going to be weird because don't we have to like jump into the future or whatever? No. Oh. Um, there's Deadlands. So you played most of the plot in original Deadlands and then Deadlands Reloaded, they just released, they just carried on the plot. So it's like 1878. We start with an adventure called The Hellstrom Express. Oh, God. <laughs> Nothing can go wrong on such a clearly trustworthy train line. Well, we're friends with one of the train lines. <laughs> Bear in mind, we're not on bad terms with Hellstrom at a minute. No, no. This is true. Hellstrom doesn't mind you. And absorbs oh. Craig's characters. There you go. Gregor now exists on your character sheet. Splendid. Uh... Oh, wait, hang on, I need to update the damage. Remember, you can also use your enchanted knife when casting spells to get a bonus die. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you uh, you have to like you know use it to draw your blood and. <coughs> I've had an enchanted knife. Right there in the description, an enchanted knife increases the likelihood of success when casting certain other spells, not all spells. Wow. Okay, uh, Rebecca, are you doing anything? Um, let's see, I've got <coughs> coffee. <coughs> um, I'd do some more spell learning. Yeah, what spell? Uh, something from this book. Uh, Moonlight. 
So I need to roll thingy, which is that. I am afraid you have not been able to translate a new spell mm-hmm. this evening because you have to decode it from the text. Okay, uh, Peter, are you doing anything? Um, no, I don't think I'm doing anything else special. You just have a relaxing evening. And Hugno, do you just sleep ready to fly tomorrow? Uh, that seems like the sensible thing to do. It is. Are you sure you're going to go out on a bender? Uh, no, I'll have a little tiny uh, bedtime reading. What are you going to read? My one book of usefulness. Oh, your your book of usefulness. Yes. Yes, your book uh, of usefulness. It's so such reading, a good... What am I reading? What am I reading? What am I reading? Uh, Roll your hat egg for me. Yes. No. Oh, Nido, why is that not a critical failure? I'm too tired. You fall asleep dreaming of weird things like Hafeg and Ulfa and the city of the Zug and the monolith. Zug. All right, has everyone done something this evening? I think I've been around everyone. Thomas, no. What are you doing? Uh, I was shooting my gun. Oh, yes, of course, we did do you. Hey, you, all sleep. you all sleep. No one dreams, sadly. Oh, yeah, I roll my dreaming. Okay, well, you're dreaming. Uh, oh, no, I don't, I don't have that, sorry. I roll my dreaming. Oh, no. This guy. <laughs> I just had to make him sweat. <laughs> Fox. Yeah? Would you like a coffee? Um, maybe, yeah. Oh, I'd love a coffee. That's non. That's too non-committal. Like yes or no? Yes. All right. Bring me coffee. I'll make a Turkish coffee after we've done lunch dinner. All right. Uh, you all sleep. The next morning, you get back on the plane. Uh, your next destination. If Our final me. destination. <laughs> Green. Oh, it's into Greenland. I'm like, we don't want to go to Greenland. Oh, yeah, that was only the first leg, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I so, forgot. The Batavaria by Red Hill. Five to go. Now you're on to Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur. Where the Umpa Lumpurs live. Sorry. Um, I can't help but think about Kuala Lumpur, but you remember that plane that disappeared flying from Kuala Lumpur to China? Oh. See, that was the day. The day that happened, my parents were flying from Kuala Lumpur to home, and the first news reports were just like a plane that has left Kuala Lumpur has gone missing. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. And me and my sister were like, what? And then they were like, it was on its way to China, and we were like, oh, well, okay, they wouldn't have been on that one. But it was just like, what the hell? Yeah, but still, fuck that. Yeah. Because the initial news reports were just like, a plane that had left Kuala Lumpur has gone missing. And we were like, wait, what? Yeah, no, Jesus. <laughs> Literally, my yeah. parents got home and were like, oh, "We got all these text messages from you. What's going on?" And we were like, <laughs> no, I, "I remember um, like the, the, the the London bombings. What when was that? Two thousand five? Seven? Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I I I had to call my dad because I know sometimes he worked in London. But thankfully, he wasn't anywhere near that. But yeah, I had a moment of oh god. 
Yeah. Um, I was actually uh, in, uh, it was my first Amphrocon actually in 2005. It was like, and there was like, um, yeah, Grafen and a few others which were like coming as well. And they were on the, fl- they were going through London. I think he was like about 40 minutes like ahead of when the bombs went off. So like, like he went through the area where it went off on the tr- same train line. Oh, but Jesus. like, but like forty minutes before, so yeah. like, oof, oof. oof. Yeah. Was on Minecraft with us while I for a bit. He was, yeah. Going place I've met. All right, you're on the plane. Hug no, fly, or are you going to fly? This is a uh, eleven-hour flight. So you're going to fly the first half or the second half? Um, well, I think as the main pilot in charge, I'm required to do all the takeoffs and landings, aren't I? And then no, no, the co-pilot can do takeoffs and landings. Okay. Uh, do you want to land? Uh, oh. the senior pilot would take the um, landing. Yeah, the landing is harder. I will do. I'll, I'll let my co-pilot take, do the takeoff then, and then I'll do the landing. Okay. Uh, okay. Taking off. We take off. Navigate. He navigates wonderfully. Really good at it. <laughs> I'm fine with this. Uh, I want to have a word with Jack. Uh, you'll have to wait until ne- uh, Nido. Arona's back. Yeah, him. Hedgehog face. Uh, well, it's something I can probably mention to a group as a whole anyway. We- we've literally just talked a couple of in-day games ago out of character about, we need to put more power in the lure. And then we've just let a few more days just drift past without doing it. Well, let's do that when Arona gets back. Um, Matteo, what are you doing today on the plane? Um, Well, I offer to do some more of that meditation business, you know. You're going to teach Thomas Um, how to meditate. Okay, roll meditate. Thomas, roll intelligence. Meditate. Da, 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 da. Oh dear. Really bad. Oh, crit. Oh. How, how bad? Really bad. bad. Well, meditate, please, Matteo. You need a. Just roll it. I'll... <laughs> Turns I'll out maybe. it's possible to get worse at meditation. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Thank you. hang on, just finding. There Smooch. we go. Smooch. Yeah, there we go. Woo! <laughs> well, I got a hard success. That's what you needed. Uh, you are teaching Thomas to meditate, mm-hmm. and you sense that Thomas's mind is dwelling on the dark things you saw under Nakotus. You just get a sense. And you wake him up before he acts accidentally. You know how you send your mind to the Searing Llama if you get really mm. good. He was about to go wandering off somewhere not good. Not um, good. Mm. And you, you yeah. kind of jiggle him out of it and like, that's enough for now. Fucking slapping. <laughs> <laughs> no, going wrong. Perhaps this is a good time to talk about the dangers of meditation. Uh, okay. <laughs> Why didn't we start with that? <laughs> <laughs> you, you do pick up 
seven more points just because Matteo was still teaching you, and Matteo stops you from accidentally talking to anyone you shouldn't, like in the aisle of the tip. Thank you. <laughs> that would have made for an exciting um, boss fight, though. Flint's <laughs> eyes open and they're just stars, and he's like, I have found you at last. <laughs> That would have been exciting, but 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 um, Matteo has stopped it. Yes, we don't want Thank that. You. Uh, Rebecca, what are you doing? Mm. You still learning a spell? Yeah. <clears throat> what spell? Uh, I'll keep with the moonlight. There we go. Roll intelligence. And good. Okay, I'll add Moonlight to your character sheet. Hugen... No, no, Hugno is driving. Hugno, uh, drive. Oh, I'm yeah, not... he's not driving yet. I'll come back to you last. Um, Mitch, what are you doing today? Um, I'm going to have a wander around and just see what everyone's up to. I'm actually going to go around and have an ask. I'm a bit bored, but restless. You know, I don't like all this sitting around doing nothing. So I'm going to have a little walk around and just, you know... No, I still walk around, you know, just go up and down the aisle and uh, check in on everybody. Okay, well, you talk to everyone. Start with Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca, how's it all going? How are you finding the journey? Yeah, it's it's not too bad, actually. I, was, I wasn't sure how all of this plane hopping would do, but no, it's it's been okay for now. How yeah. about you? I'm all right, just restless. I don't like all this uh, sitting around or doing nothing whilst, uh, you know, in the air. I'm a... I'm a I'm a man of the sea. A seaman, if you will. We, we really I, won't. I won't. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess on the boat some places, you might be um, doing some cooking as well, but here it's just plain. Exactly. I, you know, it's all pre-prepared. It's, it's, yeah. How are you keeping yourself busy? I'm um, just reading... Uh, I think it's one of Cat's books, actually. It's been all right. It's been pretty good. Well, not really a book person, me. More of a music person. (laughs) Yeah. See you later. Bye-bye. I might wander over to, I don't know, something like Matteo. You wander over to Matteo and Thomas. They are together. They look like they're they're back in the... Let's say they're doing their meditation training back here in the cabin. They completely interrupt them. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, guys. How you doing? (laughs) Sorry, I thought you were... Um... (laughs) I am. No, I'm not. (laughs) What are you guys Um... up to back here? All on your own. The art of meditation... What's that? Uh, not much. <laughs> it's just a relaxation technique, mostly. I have found myself kind of restless on this plane. Like, there's just nothing to do, and there's it's like it's not very safe, is it? Just this big metal box flying thousands of meters in the well, air. Well, uh, meditation is just about the best way to do nothing. You can join us if you want. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, okay. I'll join you. Um, I give some more meditation instruction. 
Okay, Mitch and um, Thomas both roll intelligence. Uh, Matteo roll meditation. No one summon Nialath attack. And Sydney's now teaching multiple people. Oh, God. It does get harder for him to teach, yes. Why can't you I, I was more worrying about hard for him to notice if it goes wrong. That is um, also true. I'm not very smart. I mean, but he is an athlete. I just know how to run. <laughs> okay, Mitch, please add meditate to your character sheet. And you get... Ten starting points. Uh, How do I add something? Do I, does it go under like... Oh, yeah. Additional skills. Additional skills. Uh, additional skills. I'd put it under arts and craft or science or somewhere because the additional skills don't work right. Oh, do they not? I'll make my name. They don't, they don't include the name. If you update the additional skill, it just still says additional skill one. Uh, so, yeah, I'd just stick it under art and craft or something. Or survival skills, maybe. Uh, you get 13 starting points, Mitch. Flinty, you pick up two more. Uh, Jack, are you back? Hello. Chai was coming to talk to you. Um, oh, splendid. I um, await that. Jack? Jack? Chai. So, um, didn't you mention about the other day briefly about us putting some more of our oogly woogly magic y stuff in the lure again? Yes. And then we went a couple of days and we didn't. Yes. Again. So, the lure was fully drained um, by Kakak Attack when we uh, cl- performed the Eye of Light and Darkness. Uh, and we will. Sorry, the air conditioner screamed at me. Um, and we will definitely need to refill it before the next time we perform it. Should we um, get on that sooner rather than later? Absolutely, but it's important that we do it a, a just before sleep, uh, so mm. that we have a chance to replenish our natural juices during the night, mm, and and B maybe we shouldn't use Hugo? I don't know. Well, he just had such a negative well, response to it last time. He did, didn't he? Yeah, I just thought I'd mention it anyway. We, like like I say, we, we mentioned it, and then we just didn't. No, it is an excellent idea. Uh, perhaps, perhaps I will raise it when we land. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I, I wander off to do something else. <laughs> and the game's mongoose is gone. He's fled. Into the egg. sea. No, he's not egg. Egg? Flag. <sighs> well. Could be egg. He's not egg. I like egg. Everyone likes egg except Mel. I know. Apart from when it's a double egg. Oh, yeah, I don't like double egg. Double egg was weird. Sorry, I had to pee. So, you're going to fill the law after landing. Yep. So, what are you doing with your 11-hour flight, Chai? I will continue learning the last one under the miscellaneous section. 
Cool. Roll me hard intelligence. I'm going to fail this roll. I feel it in my bones. Oh no. Oh, no. Ah. Wonderful. Excellent. Brilliant. Mm. Glorious. Let me just right. get Wimwa. Alright, that is GM gets excited. Gets by the real ones, I think yeah. this one should be one of the safest for me to have crit failed. <laughs> but the problem is, Craig, is you got it wrong, so it you accidentally trigger it and it will do something weird. Hop. Bring luck strikes again. Hop jam. Hmm. They've turned the aeroplane into a dragon. <laughs> well, we're inside it. Okay, Craig. Mm-hmm. There were five spells on that page. So roll me 1d6. If you roll a six, nothing happens. Oh, please, six. Not six. That is the opposite. Okay, uh, there is a sudden chime from Chai's chair, and everyone turns naturally to look, and has to make me constitution rolls. Con? (laughs) What has she done? Oh, no. Well, actually, Mitch, Mateo, and Thomas, you're in the other room, so you're okay. Uh, I was just (laughs) talking to you, so I'm going to look at you and... Lucky succeed. Uh, I'll luck that by three. I think we want our pilot to be constitutionalized. <laughs> Rebecca, Rebecca, you've got a lot of luck. Yeah. You might want to luck it. it uh, Twelve. I can. It's only like if it's particularly bad, but I don't really know. It might be. Know. That's the thing. Uh, uh, two for sure. Yeah, all right. Twelve. Okay, you all turn to look at Chai, and for a moment you were all captivated by her beauty. She is the most beautiful woman you have ever seen. I'm kind of wishing you hadn't liked it now. (laughs) It's perfect. Her hair is gorgeous. Her smile, her eyes... There's even a scent in the air which just encaptivates you all. And then you will kind of shake it off and are like, what the fuck was that, Chai? I look up and go, what? And when she says what, it doesn't sound like that. It's like the, it's like harmony, like little crystal chime falling <laughs> on your soul as she says what. And you're all like, again, just for just a moment, you're like, so amazing. And then you're like, what the fuck? And like, Chai is the most captivating, most beautiful woman you've ever met. Uh, you're all able to like, pull your eyes away and not just stare at her going, oh. But yeah, every time she speaks or moves, it's like you're drawn to look at her. Do I notice this? You have now noticed this. I think that went wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And even her little mumble where she's like, I think that went... It's just like... But yeah, Chai is now currently gorgeous. Well, 
I was really hoping Craig would roll a five. <laughs> I think I know what that would have been. No, 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 this would have been amazing, and Arona would have hated it as you tore asunder the barrier between the real world and the dreamland, and the plane went... (laughs) Dreamlands. It's all right, we could have dreamt it to a safe landing. As it ceased to be a plague and turned into, like, a dirigible or something. (laughs) Uh, I got my money on Dragon. Dragon would have been cool. Anyway, Chai is now gorgeous. Um, Jack, what are you doing with your 11-hour flight beyond being distracted by the pretty Chai? Um, well, it seems like the thing to do is learn terrible reality-bending spells, isn't it? Pretty much. Oh, speak to the father of maggots, eh? Oh, boy, do I have some stuff to say to him. Yeah, someone in. On an aeroplane. Um, hey, wait a minute. Does, does does the existence of parting sands imply that Moses was a wizard? Pretty much. Yes, it sort oh of does, doesn't it? Oh, my God. Uh, hey, you know what? Levitate. Levitate can't possibly cause any problems or whatever. Roll me English at hard to decipher it from the spellbook. English, 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 English. Hard. Oh, yeah. Now roll me the um, intelligence to learn it. Oh, my dump start. Learned. Well, there needs to be a hard intelligence. No, no, you have to do the hard to decipher it from the text. Oh, right. And Cat has filled in lots of little yeah, useful yeah. notes, like this is how this one works. Yeah, it's a hard power to cast it the first time. Yeah. There you go. Now you also know levitate for when the plane crashes. Yay. You put one of you on each wing. <laughs> That's not how it works. Okay, so. Halfway through the flight, Hugo takes over from George. I shall fly plane. Roll fly plane to take control of the plane. I make a point of sitting somewhere where Hugo can't see me. I fly a plane. Barely? Uh, Doesn't matter how barely it is. Now roll me navigate. See, this is this is how he gets you. With the bonus die. Unnecessary. Do it anyway. Unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> well, after a lovely day of Chai being gorgeous and everyone having a nice time, you land in Koala Lumpar. My word. Uh, it is early afternoon. Uh, you move through customs. You check into a lovely hotel. Again, the airport is on the landward side of the city. And then you've got a lovely hotel that looks down over the bay. Um, you've got uh, probably about 
Let's say he left um It's probably about 6 p.m. It is about 6 p.m. <laughs> it is. Uh, Convergence. I should update the calendar because you have been traveling by day. Yep, we're on the 28th of Friday now. And it is indeed Friday the 28th. That one even. No, it's not. Should be. It, no, because you left on the 27th, remember? Yeah. Then you flew. Yeah, so we've been over 27th. And we yeah, stayed so over tomorrow morning is the 29th. That's yeah, what tomorrow mean. morning is. Yeah, no, I'm just updating to tomorrow morning, so I, I'm up to date. Right, okay. The way you said it made it sound like I was wrong about the current date and time. No, it is indeed Friday currently. Okay, so uh, what are people doing? Uh, you have dinner, you check into the hotel. Um... You're planning to leave tomorrow at about nine. Uh, I, I gather everyone in the accusing parlor. Um, oh. The hotel is happy to allow you to use their brooding veranda. <laughs> um, hello, everyone. Um, it, it's me, your friend, Jack. Oh, point of order, do you take Walter, Raymond and George along or do you leave them out of this? Uh, what is George? George is the co-pilot. Oh, no. What, what, when did we have a co-pilot? When we... <laughs> I, think, I think Aroda had wandered off during that bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hugo hired yeah, one so he doesn't have to fly for 16 hours on his own. Oh, I thought, I thought he was using Raymond. That was so Raymond's idea as well. Raymond can't fly the plane. Well, I mean, Nito can't fly the plane either. <laughs> I've clearly demonstrated that I can fly the plane. I just don't know where to point it. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I'm not taking the plebeians. I mean, Walter, probably okay, but uh, we'll leave him out of it. Just just the player characters, please. Just the player characters. I had to check, or else I'd have been all like, Walter screamed, and you'd be like, I didn't invite Walter. And I'd be like, oh, but you didn't say you didn't. That's true. Did, thank you. Screams, probably a practically an Uber wizard anyway by now. Oh, Walter screams that we've had a better idea than he has. <laughs> right, you've gathered everyone together in the accusing parlatorium. Uh, hello. Chai reminded me about this, I say, withdrawing the lure from my pocket. Oh, about oh yeah. Um, I, I, uh, what's your character, Flinty Thomas? Yes. <laughs> I smile weakly at Thomas. I'm like, uh, this is a magic ball. Okay. Thank you for introducing me gently. The magic ball let the magic ball can be used to suck out some of your natural magical energy in a relatively harmless way. But I don't have any magical energy. You do. It's it's in there. It's all locked up inside you, like. Blood or grease. The film? And we, 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 we simply <laughs> we simply use the device to drain that out and that helps us in the future. Would is that something you'd be interested in? You're not selling it to me. It's relatively <laughs> harmless. <laughs> Basically, Thomas, to to put it in words that might might help you understand just kind of how important it is, this has a minor chance of permanently 
reducing some of your magical energies. If we don't use this, however, when we get to a place we need to go to do the thing we need to do, we will definitely have to lose some of our magical energies permanently. And you weren't using them for anything anyway. That too. Well, as long as it hasn't got any other permanent lasting side effects. I'm... No, no, no. There, there, are, there are very few side effects we're aware of. Don't worry. Any other side effects there might be will probably take longer than the potential end of the world to happen. <laughs> well, if, you're willing, if you're willing to demonstrate it before I touch it, then... Of sure. course. Um, it is best to do it just before sleep because your natural energies replenish while you rest. Oh, okay. You, you made it sound like it sucked it out and kind of kept it, but if... it, it, it does. But you you top yourself back up naturally, so it's uh, like with blood or uh, icor. Oh. That doesn't oh, sound no. as bad. If it's six p.m. now, then do we want to reconvene here at like eleven or something before we go to bed? Yes, I just thought I'd remind everyone about the importance of touching my ball. Arona, hmm. is the current state correct? Oh. Well, it's not in make gate. It is in make gate mode if it doesn't have 30 MP in it. What? As long as it has 30 MP, it can remain in battery mode. I'm going to assume that was a slight error on your part when you removed the um, the POW from um, making the gate. You see where it needs 30 MP at least before you can start putting POW into it. But it stores... What? Hang on. So, the first 30 MP... Yes, okay, yeah, yeah. So we just have to, we just have to fill it with jam, basically. Yeah. Right. So the first 30 allows you to turn it into battery mode, and then after the first 30, every 10 becomes a point of power. I understand, but... So just, I was just being like, don't turn it on right now, or else you will open the gate. <laughs> Which would have been awkward, to say the least. Strange. Um, yeah, so basically we have to fill it with jam at some point. Let's do that later. Okay. I, but, I, but first, a night on the town upon which to use up all of our various magical energies. I uh, would suggest that maybe whatever... Last time I touched that thing, it felt very bad. I don't want to do it again. Yes, it made you, it made you go sleepy night-night, so we, we maybe we'll leave you out of it, okay? Good. I bash him with it. <laughs> yeah, I hate to have our pilots uh, have any negative. Um... Yeah, they probably do need to be the, coddled a little bit at the minute. The, uh, the the biggest risk of using it is that it can drain all of your magical essence in one go, which will make you fall asleep. And then you wake up the next morning perfectly fine. Okay. So really, it's sort of like a sedative. <laughs> Except remarkably cursed. Well, what could possibly go wrong? Mm. Right, you're in Kuala Lumpur. It's very warm. The humidity is about 90%. The temperature is about 43 degrees centigrade. And it is late evening. We were going to charge a lure. Indeed. You were all gathered in the brooding chamber, 
and uh, oh. the magic orb of destiny is uh, on the table in front of you. You you're muted. muted. Still mute. I'm unmuted. I look around and I'm like, wow, this city looks like it was established in 1857. Oh, I bet the government type is a federal administration. And perhaps it has a federal territory area of 243 kilometers squared. Okay. The elevation is 66 meters. Why do you know that? Uh, because I got the Wikipedia article. <laughs> no, I'm asking you in character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We uh, found a guidebook in the airport, clearly. Yeah, magic. Uh, see, see, I would know the elevation because I would have landed the plane, so I would have seen what the elevation was on the meters when we landed. So, who is going to touch? 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 Who's going to touch the magic orb first? I guess I will, seeing as I'm the one that reminded us of it, so I probably should endure the risk first. But before I touch it, I cross the ank and crook across me to get 2d10 magic points. Oh. Yeah, Jack, the fact that she still has these gives you jeebie-jeebies, because they are the symbols of the high priest of Nyarlathotep, and she's just casually got them in her purse. Well, it's it's fine, we... we... It's fine, we're going to him, and we'll sort him out later. Plus, you know, it must really annoy him that she's got them. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Of, of uh, all the people, it had to be uh, And I mean, like, you know, she's using them to, like, you know, doorstop, bookmark. Now, um... Now, what what we're doing is effectively the world's most dangerous game of hot potato. I throw, I throw the lure wait, at you. Wait, wait, don't didn't, don't you need to hit it with 30 MP at once to put it into battery mode first? Yes. I've no, got 22. What? It's already in battery mode. I uh, went back and listened to that bit of the recording, and um, you did leave enough in there. I think Avona just updated it wrong when it took out all the power. Right. I dumped 20 MP into it then. Roll your pal. Like a hot egg. Roll in my pal. Success. All right. You dump how much? 20. So that's 20 MP plus two more pow. Oh, yes. Those permanent side effects that Verona glossed over when explaining it to uh, a new not, person. That's not minus from me. It's just plus no, that's the lure needle. Yeah. It's a conversion. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah, when you do it properly and don't critically fail, yeah, it's fine. Oh, see, see, I don't have any experience of that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your donation of essence. I say in a pretty creepy kind of way. I, in the most creepy way I can manage, kind of just look into your eyes. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for your business. <laughs> who is who is next to touch my ball? I want to touch oh. your ball. I want to touch your ball. Uh, Mitch, here. Here, cut my ball in your hands. Slowly, carefully. I'm going to put ten in. Roll your pal, Mitch. Pal, where's my pal? Where's my pal? Success! 
you add 10 MP and one POW to the battery. Now, I believe Rebecca spoke next. Uh, she well, spoke at the same time as Mitch, but Mitch was much louder. <laughs> and <laughs> far more eager. Right, <laughs> Noel is very quiet. Yeah. Okay. And, and lagged. I will put 10 in. Touch the mystic orb and roll your pal. Yay. Oh. I'll put 11 in. <laughs> Night. Right. Roll me your constitution, please, oh. Rebecca. I'm good. Okay. Uh, you are reduced to zero MP, so how much power, how much MP have you put in? Eleven. Eleven. You've got eleven MP and one power. But thankfully it doesn't suck any of her soul out. That's good. But yes. I am unconscious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she falls asleep and I, I look at Thomas and I'm I like Is she okay? Yeah, that happens sometimes. It's fine. <laughs> I mean I'm assuming someone has moved to gently lower Rebecca down to the floor. I just said I'd catch her, so... Oh, yeah. I'd catch her and then snap her neck. Lying her down, and and, um, Jackie's all like, this happens, it's fine. Touch the magic ball, Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be alarmed, Thomas. Join us. Oh, God. I hear it tastes like sherbet if you lick it. Why don't you try? (laughs) Oh, Nine volt battery. It tastes like it tastes like a bag of wet bag of wet pennies. Closed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you're not in there yet. Are you uh, going to do it, Thomas? Yeah, I, I tentatively sort of try and prepare for the worst. I'm only going to dump six in. Touch the egg. Roll your pal. Oh, please fail the power roll. There we go. <laughs> okay, how much MP are you dumping? What's your max? Eleven. Okay, uh, <laughs> yeah. dropped 11 MP, and now will be constitutional. Sleepy time. Oh, fuck. <laughs> right, um, right oh. uh, my next character is going to be... <laughs> Lose six power permanently. Thank you. Oh, jeez. Yikes. It was, all, it was already a dumpster. Six power to... The lure permanently. Oh, my my MP permanently went down as well. <laughs> yep, it will uh, do that. So I believe it now has a permanent power of seventeen. Yep. Right. Um, Thomas is never touching that again. <laughs> you Thomas, you literally you... feel your like you had no sleep for a thousand days. Your your cheeks become sunken. And your skin passed away, and then you collapse on the floor. Is anyone going to catch the athlete? Oh, yeah, yeah, I try and catch him as well. Well, your dexterity, Jay. You, you backflip over Rebecca, catch uh, Thomas in your arms, and then gently lay him down next to Rebecca. So, uh, Rebecca and Thomas are now asleep. And poor Thomas just had his soul drained a little bit. Uh, Matteo, are you going to touch the ma- touch the magic orb? Touch the egg, Matteo. No, I've done it too many times. 
touch the egg. Like, I I don't know why people are reluctant to do this, because if we don't do it, then we can't cast the Eye of Light and Darkness, which means oh, yeah, we lose but, the game. Rather, we can, but we but, definitely but, have permanent power loss. But the problem is, I have so little power going already that it's... I can't keep doing it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't take your power unless you fail. Yeah, but the, but the problem is, in order to not have pow loss, you have to roll a successful pow. And if he's already lost pow, yeah, you hit the con roll after the pow a... roll as well. My power's forty at the moment. Oh, then probably no. I mean, What's that noise? Nido, you're doing oh, something. Nido, I was just le- sorry, sorry, leaning against the microphone. Why are you not muted whilst you're away from your death? It was the apocalypse. Yep. But anyway, the point is, gotta remember, guys, there is a chance you'll have some power loss. You get two chances to not have power loss with this. If we go into the fucking Eye of Light and Darkness and don't have a hundred pow in the lure, we have guaranteed power loss. But it's fine, Mateo, Mateo doesn't help us with that spell either, so uh, ah. I mean, why doesn't someone who's got more power going do it more then? Because you can only put in your... Mm. But everyone's done it. Everyone's had a turn and put in as much MP as they can. I'm just going to lose more power. It's no, getting no, it's, really irritating. It's fine. Let's. If, um, you, if you don't want to, we won't make you do it, but... Uh, I'm just saying we what, what is it up we to need to moment? come up with something. Um, pow, eight. We need a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, how are I we going to... I thought Russet said 17. Oh, wait. Well, it... How does that work? The, we add the 17 on, so it's 17 plus eight. Mm. And we need a hundred? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah so the, the power lost isn't lost. To say. It ends up in the lure which we're using to cast the spell. It's yeah, just, just annoying because it's not on you when you need it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just it's just taking it from you and relocating it to somewhere else. And that's right. Yeah. So your character can die. <laughs> yeah, so um, your character can die, but still remain useful to us. I I suppose no. Let, let me just rephrase this question: How much benefit am I actually giving this? What's your MP? What's my MP? It's like three or something. It's like nothing. It's like... Um, hang on. Sorry. Windows. Uh, eight. Well, it's up to you, honey. If Matteo is going to say no, then Matteo says no. Let's, I'm, let's, no, the, let's, let's the problem move on. Is, I'm, I'm, the, I'm bored of talking about this. Let's no, do something else. The, the problem is I'm not clear on what the actual risk slash benefit is, so I can't decide. You uh, it, it, it. You touch it, you put your MP into it. Every 10 MP is an extra power into the battery. If you fail the power check... You fall unconscious because you put all eight MP into it. Then you make a constitution roll, and if you fuck that up, you lose some power permanently. Okay, so I can't even add 10 MP to this? No. So I can't even add... it's only on 52, so if you add eight, then, wow, another power goes in. Another one power goes in. Yeah. 
out of a hundred. But one power is all any individuals adding per day anyway. And yeah, you can do this adding every day ten. before going to bed. That's how you slowly build it up over days, rather than you know having to sacrifice all of your power to cast the ritual to win the game. Um. Okay, here's my other problem. Um, I don't know how to incorrectly say this is a terrible idea for me. Because I don't know how much power just, I've got. Just, just tell everybody, fuck you guys, I'm not touching that thing. I've seen yeah, it. Does. Just there tell them, like, you no, know, no. it doesn't do weird mystic, mystic shit. Don't need to justify yourself. Hmm. I don't think it's a good idea for me to keep doing that. Maybe once in a while, but I did it quite recently. Um, and I believe lost power over it. Um, and I don't want to go down to like one pow. Uh, so I say, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be touching the spooky orb today. Yeah, makes sense after you literally just saw me collapse. Mm-hmm. And two people have collapsed in front of you. Right. Oh, who was the other one? I wasn't there for that. Rebecca. Okay. Fair enough. So the lure has been charged by everyone who's willing to charge the lure. Um, I assume you carry Rebecca and um, Thomas up to their rooms to let them sleep it off. And then I guess you will go to bed to avoid having to suddenly cast magic with no MP. Uh, Hugo, what are you doing? Because you are not involved. They've decided not to risk um, ruining their pilot who's flying tomorrow. So what are you doing this evening? Yeah, um, it sounded like a good idea to not ruin the ability for me to fly. Um, I figured I'd just do a little try doing some reading again and then have an early night again, pilot. Yeah, roll half egg. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> Today's dice is bad. Oh, oh, uh, lucky by one. Yeah, lucky by one. You tick off another day. But I don't get any points in that, certainly. Uh, you all sleep. It's quite peaceful, if a bit warm, due to, you know, it being the subtropics. But I guess a different heat to what we were exposed to in the desert, which is a change. Yeah, this is more humid and uh, thick with water <laughs> in the air, as opposed to, you know, dry desert heat. But you sleep, you get up, you all climb aboard the plane... Today, you're going to fly to Hanoi by flying across um, the uh, China Sea and I'm not really sure what country that is. Uh, next to Siam. I can't quite make it out. Indochina. Oh. guess uh, that would be like Vietnam and things like that right now. Yeah, I guess, yeah. It, I guess it is where Vietnam is today, isn't it? So, yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay. Do, I, do, I, do I magic points for you? Yeah, everyone's magic points are restored. 
you keep switching maps for us. So I keep looking at the world map, zooming in to view the map, and then have to zoom out again to view the plane. <laughs> we always end up zoomed in on the scale of the plane. <laughs> Back well, on up. Okay, Hugo, are you flying the first half of this journey or the second half? Uh, I did. Um, I did uh, last half last time, so I'll do first half this time. Okay. Uh, then I can have a nap on the plane, uh, maybe, and then um, or a read on the plane halfway, and then um, nope. <laughs> it's a very old plane. Uh... Uh... Oh. oh dear! Uh, you <laughs> are preparing to take off when there is a horrible grinding sound. And roll me your luck, please, Hugo. Why would you do this? Why would you do this? Uh, One of the fan blades uh, loses a propeller during startup, and it slams itself through the wing. Uh, There's a horrible moment where you're all settling in, and uh, Mitch is thinking about what he's going to serve for lunch today, when there's a horrible crunching sound, and the whole plane jerks right. And then a pup, 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 pup sound as someone flips all the emergency off buttons. I, by an Airbus. I let out various curse words and then go inspect the damage along with my engineer. I turn to Rebecca and say, do you think we'll take off in a moment? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's just a momentary thing. I mean... Raymond walks into the cabin and is like, you might as well get off, everyone. We're not going anywhere today. Uh, we've shed a propeller blade and it's gone through the wing. Um, it's going to take at least 24 to 48 hours to fix that. I turn to Rebecca. I don't think we're taking off in a moment. <laughs> no, guess not. Is there any way that uh, I can help anybody at all? Uh, well, you're welcome to help, Mitch, but we're going to have to get... Um, we're going to have to unmount that engine and remove the propeller blade and put on a new one. The whole propeller needs replacing, and we need to fix the hole in the wing. Fetch me the gaffer tape. No, no, Hugo, you can go away. <laughs> I have aircraft engineering. I'm kidding. I'm having a joke. If Raymond is not in a joking mood, you've just turned the plane on and ruined it. I he- look, look, that propeller. Cl- look, just be glad that it happened down here before we took off. That is true. At least you rolled a 99 whilst you were still on the ground. Mm. Yes. And that was a bad bit of luck resulting in the aircraft exploding, not me badly piloting. Um, yes. I'm inspect- afraid you've, you've lost a um, propeller blade. So, Mitch, are you staying to help with the... Uh... I shall, yeah. I'll yeah. try and so help with saying, the speed it uh, uh, George is going to fuck off back to the hotel because, you know, it's not his plane. Uh, but Raymond... Okay, so everyone else. Uh, Walter's going to go back to the hotel. George is going back to the hotel. Is anyone else staying to help with the plane or are you all going to go back to the hotel and have a day enjoying Kuala Lumpur? Back to the hotel, I think. Yeah, I can't do much here, so to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really would have preferred it if it were obliterated, though. That would have been. <laughs> what skill still is time. involved in? <laughs> yeah, I'm still staying to help with the plane. Um, you'll need mechanical repair or electrical repair or operate heavy machinery. 
Yeah, none of that shit. Um, I believe I have a very small amount of mechanical repair, so I will offer to help where I can, but I'm going to be passing wrenches, basically. No, that still gives them a bonus dice. Um, So, everyone else is heading back to the hotel. You all uh, all decamp the plane and head back out of Kuala Lumpur airfield. And uh, you're you're in Kuala Lumpur. It's uh, very pretty looking. It's... So I will deal with um, the the people not fixing the plane. So Jack, what would you like to do with your unexpected day off? Hmm. Uh, well, I've been reading that book. I suppose I should just carry on with that. Uh, Gods of Reality. Cool. Well, English. No, the other one. Oh, the uh, spells in the Adventures of... Yeah, the 25 San one, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Guys of Ignorance, perhaps. That's a good one. Roll me a hard English, please. Woo! Wow. Uh, don't bother with the intelligence check. You now know this spell. It, it speaks to you somehow on some sort of level, like, you know, a spell to disguise yourself and make it harder to be recognized. <laughs> yeah. Are you spelling guys there? In guys. As in, oh, yeah. Hey, you guys. Really? B U I S E. Ah, so not as in hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you got a natural one, which means you are able to work out another spell that isn't listed. Oh my god. Is it, a new is, spell. It, is it the judgment of Crancross? Um, it could be if you want. I mean, oh, I would like to roll a bunch of dice to a... Roll the dice bunch. Okay, guys of ignorance, I need my spell book. This doesn't happen very often that someone rolls a one whilst learning a spell. You get bonus spell. This is just not fair. All right. Roll me a D28, please. That's not a dice. No, but it can be. <laughs> How are we going to roll D28 when we're back round the table? I would make something up. <laughs> Eight. Roll me a D20, please, hedgehog friend. Good lord, this is so many dice. Lucky 13. Oh dear, that's that's a really good spell. I don't know if I want to give it you. Men's rule. Yeah, but I can cheat. No. <laughs> Is it rap battle? He can do what he wants. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Well, no, I'm going to let you have it. Hedgehog just lucked out with a really powerful spell that Liza used to have. Ooh. Sounds like a bad idea. 
What one? Not for you to know. Hmm. Judgment of Grand Cross. I mean, I could just give you the Judgment of Grand Cross, but you're going to Shanghai. You'll use it instantly. <laughs> that is true. There, there is too much Shanghai. We could like reduce that amount of Shanghai by like. That, so, yeah. Some dude will be there, and they'll be putting like the last brick back in the last orphanage that has just finished being rebuilt since the last destruction destructional force that tore through the city. And then, <laughs> and we'll teach them a valuable lesson about building on like a volcano <laughs> that wasn't there before, like oh. they did, like they did on Shanghai. That wasn't there when they started. Now, this isn't the same spell Liza had, but it is just as horrific. It just takes slightly more time to do. Oh. Well, there you go. Um, as you are working on the guise of ignorance, you work out how to do this beautiful thing. Oh, good lord. Like, why is that in there? Oh, that guy. <laughs> I make a note to um, to uh, kill Cat <laughs> Vanderbilt. Um, With this spell? <laughs> um, no, just to stop her. It would be wonderfully ironic. I mean, she has sadly retreated home to her secret mansion full of magic wards. Does Kat even have it if it's not in that book? Cat doesn't have this one. Yeah. But... Oh, God. And yet somehow she wrote it down. Well, no, it's just like he has a weird moment of introspection where he sees into the wonders of the universe and he goes, mm. oh, I understand. Can yeah, I so it's this you we need to stop, Jack. <laughs> The, uh, the the latent Wi-Fi connection in Jack's brain has connected to the Grand Grimoire and downloaded the spell. <laughs> you have received an automatic update. Heck. Well, Jack, uh, you've got two spells out of that. Well done. Uh, I'm going to cast that second one I learned on Hugo. Good good plan, yep. Yeah. Uh, Post power roll. Nah, it's all right. It's his birthday. Exactly. It'd be a special treat to give him, and then it'll kick in the <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> right, uh, Rebecca, what are you doing today? You've got a day off in Kuala Lumpur. I was going to see if anyone else wanted to see what was in Kuala Lumpur. We haven't done much other than the hotel and the uh, air place. A little bit of tourism. So, who wants to go into town for tourism with uh, Rebecca? I'm happy to do that. I'm sure I'm quite exhausted from what happened last night. You feel fine, actually. Oh, okay. After But yeah, Mm -hmm. it gets you further away from the weird magic people. Rebecca seems nice. She doesn't do weird magic shit. She's a reporter. Not not too much. I'm sure she does, but she seems more sane than the others. Okay. uh, Chai, are you going to go tourism? Nope, because I think it's a really dumb idea for us to move anywhere away from where the anti-scrying device is. Scry! Are you going to tell this to them? Uh, Yeah, I I do mention that I don't think that's a great idea. In character. Guys, is it a good idea for us to be going wandering around 
away from the scrying device thingy, my god. Oh, my god, when... I had actually quite forgotten about that. No, that's a good point. Chai, roll your intelligence. What's a scrying device? It is a really good point you bring up, that scrying device that Matteo has on him in um, the airport. Ah, in the airport. But tourism plays an important role in the city's service-driven economy. Many large worldwide hotel chains have a presence in the city. One of the oldest hotels is the Hotel Majestic. It's the sixth most visited city in the world with 8.9 million tourists per year. I look up from my pamphlet. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. You might as well go because it's at the airport and we're all not, so we've already screwed it. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah. Well, they might not be scrying for us right now. <laughs> so, I, what is this scrying thing? Why is it so important? Uh, I'd say um, it, it's a magic brick that stops people from using magic to find us. Oh. Within a certain radius. Where, where is this scrying thing? Can't we just take it with us? Uh, yes. Where is it, I say to, <laughs> I say, say to you? Ah, it's at the airport. How far from the airport are we? Uh, far enough. You are just outside of the airport, a couple of miles away from it. Uh, and it's maybe. currently in Matteo's pocket. Maybe we should go there. <laughs> Ah, a lovely tourist visit to the airport. I go back <laughs> and just sit on the plane while they work on it and read. Yeah. <laughs> no, a good point was made. To the airport. <laughs> <laughs> we we all we all go back to the hotel. Okay, no, uh, not the Sky Hotel. We at the airport. Um a maintenance crew has come out. Uh Mitch. Would you be so kind as to operate heavy machinery? Um, oh, you passed anyway, but you do get three bonus dice. I've also got electrical repair as well, which is higher. Do I get to roll as well? No. Are you oh. giving him a bonus die? Okay. So I have to roll my bonus die, yeah? Yeah, three of them. Thirty. Which one would you like to keep? I suggest the 100. Yeah, the 100. <laughs> the uh, aircraft, the airport maintenance team have driven out this sort of like truck with a crane on the back of it. And you're all climbing over the wing, attaching the chains to the propeller. Because the propeller blade, it's like one of the blades that snapped off the propeller, is dug into the wing. So you attach the crane, and Mitch is operating the crane really excitedly. And... Uh, lifts the uh, propeller out of the wing and swings it off to one side. It's like a big ten-year-old. Okay, yeah! <laughs> you got to operate the exciting crane! Yeah! You actually got to operate an actual piece of actual heavy machinery. It's true. Oh, a, a crane. I thought you said it was a Craig. <laughs> they could have a Craig on the back of their truck, but I'm not sure... Is it like me? He just like reaches over and Craig, Craig, could you lift this up? You're gonna need more of me. I, 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 would it be the case that is this crane like uh, as part of a series of vehicles that you say that came out? No, there's one. Ah, 
so it's not sort of paying a train container a train. No, you don't. Oh, sorry. It's a truck with a train in the back. I was going for an old. <laughs> I noticed you were trying to force a bingo and it don't work that way. No. <laughs> I wasn't trying to force a bingo, I was trying to force an old meme. It's different. Um yeah. <coughs> it's just taken about an hour and a half because it took time to get the uh, chains around it. And just as you're finishing this up, Thomas, Rebecca, Chai and um Jack turn back up and sort of like stand around Mateo like uh, Mateo. Yeah. Uh, Mateo. No, we don't do uh, that. They do turn back up on a like wave, and then Mateo, we've decided to sacrifice you. <laughs> well, I've had a good run. <laughs> um... Hey, everybody! Uh, why are you all back here? I'm sure they had a Can lovely tourist time. Device. The what device? You know, the thing that stops magical people <laughs> viewing us. That's important. Very yeah. in its tier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good thing you're back here. Maybe we should break it into six pieces and each carry one piece. Well, if you're not going to help, I guess I guess you guys just go and wait in the plane because, uh, you know, this is complicated work. Oh, that can be and, helpful. If there's anything electrical, uh, I'll take a look. I just like the idea that Matteo is like, oh, yeah, and he calls it out of an inside pocket and it's like this thing. <laughs> what, I, I can't, what does it look like? I can't remember. It's a little stained glass. Stained glass. It's like a hexagonal piece of stained glass with six <laughs> different pieces of stained glass, each one etched with a weird symbol. Is it pocket sized? It is pocket sized. Like if you're on a boat, you know that you can like install it on the, you know, stick it to the wall of the boat and yeah, cover the whole boat. But if it's just in a pocket, it. its radius is only like a couple of hundred feet. Uh, cool. Uh, I. I guess I I produce it. We bask in its radiance. <laughs> it catches the sun and gleams slightly. This what you're looking for? Yep. It's good to know it's still here. <laughs> All right. You're really kind of glad Mateo has just been carrying it around in a pocket for so long. And And thinking about it, you're like, Maybe that's why they couldn't find Mateo's team in the city of Nakotas. Yeah. Yeah. Are. <laughs> of course, is there much I can do to help around here? Uh, are you going to pitch in with the helping, Rebecca? I'm here now. I'll, I'm I wasn't sure there'd be anything electrical to do because I don't well, know much about Mateo. They've got to take an air craft engine off the wing and try and fix that, so probably some electricals involved in that. Okay, okay so Rebecca is helping. Um, Jack, are you just getting on the plane and resuming your spell learning? Um, didn't... Hang on, I'm a little confused. Didn't, didn't like that take time, or are we... Yeah, so I'm just saying that, you know, you were starting your spell learning, and then you got interrupted by this, so you've come back. So you'll finish off the spell learning. The yeah, I'll, just, I'll just be carrying on that then. Yeah. Um, Thomas, what are you doing? This all seems a bit crazy to you, but maybe not so much anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, of, of all things that go wrong, this feels more conventional. <laughs> um, are you just going to sit in the shade in a, in a deck chair with a nice cold drink and watch the workman work? No, I was going to run around the perimeter of the airport. 
Oh, you're gonna go for a jog instead. Can I do? Yeah. Everyone, roll your dexterity R. And tick your jumping and climb. They already are. Okay, cool. Um, I come again. <laughs> so, Chai, what are you doing now you're back here? Get back on the plane and do some reading. Just try and learn the thing I tried to learn yesterday and failed. Bottom one in the misc spells. Ah, yes. That beauty. Roll me a hard intelligence. Nope. Yeah, this one is elusive. It's, it's the hand gestures. You've got to do some really complicated wiggly stuff with your fingers. And you haven't quite got it down yet. Which is why it went off yesterday with weirdness. Because you clearly did the wrong gesture whilst thinking about some, you know, I don't know, maybe you were momentarily distracted by an abstract mathematical thought. Yeah. This Six. You're working on it. You'll get there. It can't be that hard to do the wiggly fingers. All right, everyone who's helping is a plane. So the next job is to unmount this engine. So mechanical repair, please. Uh, who's got the highest mechanical repair? Certainly not me. If I was to rate it on a 1 to 100, I guess I would have to give myself about a 30%. <laughs> uh, I have aircraft maintenance at 56 and mechanical repair at 25. Uh, I will accept aircraft maintenance with... <laughs> Three bonus dice. Because you've got a Rebecca now. Well, that's a heart. Uh, nothing. Nothing. Uh, same. So, a hard success at 28. I will accept the 98. Uh, you certainly can, but you don't need to. Yeah, uh, it takes some time. Um, Raymond is giving orders. You're all helping to unscrew various bolts, and you've got some sort of like wooden trestle under the under the engine, sort of like holding it up. So once it's released, you kind of like it's like one of those sort of like jackknife lifting trolleys made of wood and steel. And once you've unbolted the engine, you can lower the uh, platform, and it lowers the engine back down. And uh, then you need to disconnect it. So, uh, Rebecca, you said you had electrical repair, right? Yeah. What is it? Uh, 70. Uh, okay, you can roll the electrical repair with three bonus dice. All right. Ooh. Um. So, you do 98 that? then. <laughs> You sure you don't want to take the 98? Mm, it's tempting, but now nah, I'll just have a hard success. I think. You help lead the team. You've got you know, disconnect various switches and cables from the top of the engine now that it's exposed so that you can you know, actually remove it from the plane. Uh, Raymond ensures that it's drained of all the fuel. And then the actual propeller has to be, the whole propeller has to be removed because the engine itself uh, is given a proper going over and it's absolutely fine. But, um, yeah, the whole propeller is going to have to be removed. Uh, Mitch, it's operate heavy machinery time again. All right. With uh, three bonus dice, which you don't need. <laughs> I mean, you can roll them anyway. You might get a two. What? 
Yeah. Again, to remove the propeller, this thing is big. Like, the blades are taller than most of you. And you're really, really glad, looking at it, that the blade didn't, like, slice through the front of the plane and the passenger cabin, because, you know, you've all died. Uh, so, again, you have to operate the crane and tie on the chains and hoik this thing up off the plane engine and down. And by the time you've done that, it's starting to get dark. So you'll have to finish it off tomorrow. The new propeller should arrive from the... Uh, you've had Walter's had to buy a new one, essentially, for this type of engine. And it should be here in the morning. Well, we might as well go and go and tell the others that uh, we we finished up for the day. We should head back to the hotel, I guess. Chai, what do you guys think? Hello, I'll come to you in a minute, Chai. Carry on, everyone. Answer, Mitch. Uh, yes, let's go. Um, let's go and lie down. It's been get some rest. Yeah. Let's go inside the plane and tell. Because like, oh, we're outside the plane, right? They're all inside. They won't know. Yeah. Or oh, we could just leave them there. And... Yeah, see how long it takes them to notice. <laughs> right. Okay. Um Chai, you've been doing this all day, so you've got two more rolls on learning spells. Eh. Eh. Next. Oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Greg. Uh, you wouldn't want me to give you it for free. No, I wouldn't. Okay, uh, otherwise it's been a pretty chill day. See, that's another reason I was hoping you'd split into two teams. And I was going to like maybe give some roles to see if any of you thought about the scrying device um, before you, you departed ways, but, but you decided to stay together. And I was like, damn, I didn't fall for my cunning plan. Crane luck strikes again. Okay, you all head across town to the hotel. As a group. <laughs> Real close, like. <laughs> uh, if only... Just shuffling around Matea. <laughs> if, if only we'd obliterated that place. <laughs> I just um, need a Rona to have a scheme. I mean, I think it would have been a bit mean of me to have the uh, propeller destroy the plane entirely. Hmm. <laughs> Yes. Whilst you were all on board of it. Yeah. I mean, I did make Nido roll luck, and it hit the plane, rather than it just sailing off across the airfield. <laughs> Killing 50 tourists in the process. <laughs> that, that would have been quite fun, though, if the propeller blade just soared off and you just saw it slice the uh, uh, pillars out from under the air traffic control tower, and it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> just, What's just that? Very... You said ACC clear to launch. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just very quickly decide to take off with one engine before they come back to me. <laughs> the screaming starts over the radio. <laughs> yeah. that, that that would be a very misadventure. <laughs> anyway, you're you're at the hotel. Once you're in the hotel, Matteo, you can sort of like just like affix the uh, medallion to like a picture frame or something. And you know that that will then cover the hotel itself, like the whole building, so people can go to their rooms safely. All right, sounds good. Um, the same with when you're on a boat or on a plane, it will cover 
the building or the object or the vehicle. But when you're just carrying it about, it's only about 300 yards, maybe, at best. Um, but you'll have a lovely evening um, and go to bed. Lure time! What? Lure time. Time to touch the lure. Um, um, I wander off to go have a read of my book instead. Have fun, guys. I'm off. Yeah. Actually, before, before, oh no, no, it's all right. It's okay. So, uh, Matteo, are you leaving them to the law as well? Uh, you, um, how many volunteers do we have today? Uh, only four. Four's not none. Um, how many? Let me put it another way. I'm going to need to go through like a fucking football stadium and just bounce this thing off people. How many MPs do we have? Not even nearly enough. Four more than last night. <laughs> no, no. How many? But how many in total? Do we have tonight? Or in the volunteers? For the volunteers tonight. Probably about uh, four, I guess. I can't answer that until I do my role for the Crook and Ink. Oh, and that, yeah. So four or five. Be four, four or five. Roughly four or five per night. Four or five, pal. Is there a way of simplifying this process? Because otherwise, like this is this is going to become the entirety of the rest of the game yeah, forever. It's be yeah. Like, yeah. What I what I'm trying to understand is is me. I wasn't talking specifically about you. Yeah. I was talking about just getting this over with faster. Yeah. <laughs> because otherwise, otherwise, like six people have to make twelve rolls every time we go to sleep, which happens every single day. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how else to do this without because I need to make you make the rolls to see whether it does any bad effects. Mm. I mean, if I know who's taking part each day, I can just tell you to make the rolls. I'm yes. taking part. I'm touching the ball. I think it's fair to say Mitch is always keen, Rona's always keen, Craig's always keen. I, I think everyone should keen. just think about it before. We have yeah, to I'm currently fine with it, but if it goes wrong, I might not be. But for now, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll do it this time. Sure. I, I, I was, what I was trying to figure out was: d- d- is my contribution going to even be enough to make it tick over to the next? Um, the numbers number. add up all the time. It doesn't matter if it ticks over today. The numbers oh, okay. tick up the next day. Yeah, they carry forward. Everyone, everyone take right. the law of roll, pal. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do the f- f- thing for success. Good. Hard success. Here we go. Five. Oh, you made it. Oh, it looks like I'm sleeping. Sleepy times. Okay. That's so actually gonna take seventeen from me then, Ash. Okay. I'm going in a zero, aren't I? Seventeen from Chai. How many from you, Arona? Oh, sorry. Um, uh, Twelve? Rebecca? Ten. Uh, Mitch? Thirteen. Add fifty-two. 
And I need to con now, don't I? Yes, please, Craig. Uh, I Ooh. will luck that. Yeah, time to see wow. luck. Mm. Told you I'd find a way to take Craig's luck back off him. Craig's luck, give us and it takes out. <laughs> yeah, see, that, that didn't take too much time at all. Um, but I, if people are just doing it each night, then I can just whiz through it like that. Um, you, you haven't asked me what how many I was doing. Oh, didn't I? How many are you doing? Uh, whatever the number is that doesn't make me pass out. So, is that se- seven? Yeah. So you got 59, Hedgehog. Yeah, it's getting there. Over half full of beans. Okay, cool. Pete, you're over a quarter of the way there already. Gasp. It's just important we keep doing it because um, otherwise... End of the world. The end of the world. (laughs) Once you've got 100 in it, you can stop for a bit. That's true. But we have to get to 100. Yeah, and, and then like a few days. But then there might be Kenya, so... Yeah. Uh, back out. Point of stopping for a bit when we still need to power it for Kenya. Right, and on that, I'm going to bed. <laughs> sleep for everyone. Mm. I'm already asleep. Ty is already. <laughs> I. We, we should just we should just get one of those seventy style conversation pits that we can sit in when we do this, so we'll just gently <laughs> fall asleep. <laughs> I think by now we'd have learnt to do it sitting down. <laughs> yes, probably. That makes sense. I was doing it whilst operating heavy machinery, so... Uh... <laughs> no, it says that specifically on the side of the packet. <laughs> <laughs> do not operate whilst operating. <laughs> can I roll half ag? You can. What? Yay! Half ag. I will mark off a day on your reading, Nido. Well done. Yay. You're nearly a dreamsmith. You've got ten days left to finish reading the book. Uh, Everyone sleeps. The next morning you have a delightful breakfast. Um, It is raining lightly. Sunday the 30th. It is indeed Sunday, the 30th of August. Um, you head off to the airport. Uh, after breakfast, the uh, ground crew and the maintenance teams that Walter has hired have brought the new um, propeller. So I need an uh, aircraft maintenance, please. Okay, any bonus day? Uh, three, once more. Second, okay. I can lock that by one if necessary. But... Oh, no longer necessary. Uh, it's now a hard pass. Yeah. Uh, you all help out getting the um, propeller attached to the engine. 
Rebecca, electrical repair, please, with three bonus dice. All right. Looking good. 27, hard pass. Okay, and then we've got an operate heavy machinery from Mitch with three bonus dies. Ooh. Ooh. Would you look at the 97 or the 7? <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you want? Do you want to just pick up the engine and just like swing it back and forth? <laughs> <laughs> it's out the way. Let me do that. I assume you keep the 7. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you reattach the engine. It does take most of the morning. But by about 2 p.m., it's attached, it's been rewired, it's ready to go. Uh, I'm just going to go around and ask everyone what they did this morning. Chai? We, well, spell again. Okay. So. Yeah. Finally. Yay. You did it. I'll add it to your character sheet. Thank you. Uh, Thomas, what have you done this morning? I might try and meditate again. Okay, roll meditate. Nope, not going very well on my own. Don't think about any beasts. Any bees? <laughs> or bees. <laughs> Can be bad as well. And Jack, what have you done with your morning whilst they were all doing hard labour outside? Oh, God, I don't know. Um, more spells, I guess. This Eye of Light and Darkness, that seems useful. I'll learn that. I think you already know that. Uh, does a flute count? Uh, does a harmonica count as a sort of flute? Uh, you, it can enchant any type of musical instrument made of metal. Oh. <laughs> Definitely not learning that then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not making him even more cursed. <laughs> harmonica is already a little bit of a wizard. <laughs> I, I'm going to learn the mystery. Well, that's a good one. Roll me your English. God, God, this book is like fucking how to. It's what it's for. Null successfully managed to contain all the dangerous spells in one, one handy book. I'll take that hard success. I'll take it good. Where are the mists of Raleigh? I can't find them. Um, well, they're, they're quite easy to find. They're quite misty. Um, on page, they aren't numbered. Thirteen, page thirteen of this fucking book. Oh yeah, this I found it. Extremely cursed tome. Now you'd all be complaining though if you didn't have access to these spells. Didn't know the judgment of the crown cross though. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> We should have shared it. Yeah, the, the reason for that is because Felix shared nothing. <laughs> you could learn, contact Yog Satoff and then contact Felix and ask to learn it. Except we don't actually know it exists. That would be beyond shameless metagaming. <laughs> okay, uh, by about 2pm, the plane is repaired and all ready to go. Woo. Everyone climbs back on board the plane <laughs> and resumes their seats. Hugo is preparing to take off. Would you like to take off, Hugo? Three, two, 
One. Atomic turbines to power. Our survey says. Hey! <laughs> You're only a day behind schedule. It's fine. Walter only had to pay a premium to make the workmen work on a Sunday. You're in the air. Roll navigate with a bonus dice. Now he's feeling generous. Ooh. I managed to pass all by myself. <laughs> You're a big boy now. <laughs> hey, you start flying from Kuala Lumpur to uh, Hanoi. Um... Roll me a luck roll. Who has the l- mediumist of luck? Mediumist? Mediumist. <laughs> it's not Craig. Craig has like a bajillion luck. It's not Nido who has no luck. So I'm going to go with Flinty. Flinty, roll me your luck. I'm not sure what the word mediumist means. Ooh, median, maybe. <laughs> maybe closest to mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, just, just, yeah, I, yeah, I'm closest to mean. I've got nearly 50. <laughs> it was yeah, raining and there was a really nasty looking storm front, but you're flying away from it. It's heading off over the Bay of Bengal and you're going over the China Sea. So you've avoided the bad weather episode. <laughs> Whoa, phew. Everyone would want Nido to try to navigate through a storm, right? I have every faith in our beautiful, beautiful, sexy captain. Well, my my experience of Hugo's piloting has been exceptional so far. Yeah. You you have no idea why everyone else seems so nervous. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you wait a bit before you leave a review. (laughs) So you fly for half the day, and then your co-pilot flies for the rest of the day. Uh, it's a 12-hour, well, no, it's slightly longer. It's about a 14-hour flight um, to Hanoi. Um, unless you decide to divert to Hong Kong instead. Why would we want to go to Hong Kong? It's not on the itinerary. Richard Carlyle is in Hong Kong? In an asylum island? You might find that useful. If someone wants to say, can we make a stop-off in Hong Kong, they'll need to let me know. <laughs> All right, Chai, what are you doing today? I will do more learning. I will go with the one just above the last spell that I did. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And I fail again. Yeah, this one is, is eluding you. Again, it's the weird, wiggly hand gestures. You're going to have to just practice them until you've got it now. Yeah. Um, but you can do it once more because you're, you've got all day. And no. You could spend luck, 14 luck. You can I'm spend not it. spending that much luck for something that isn't important, particularly. Hey, Rebecca, what are you doing today? I'm going to read some spells. Uh, Mr. Raleigh? Everyone's getting in on this Mr. Raleigh biz. Roll me a hard English. Hard English. 
So every, everybody poo-pooed me when I used Mr. Brale. Nope. There's a reason why I haven't learned it. Uh, you can roll once more. Okay. Also no. Uh, again, uh, weird pronunciation of strange languages is eluding you. Uh, Thomas, what are you doing today on this beautiful plane trip across the South China Sea? Um, I might ask Matteo if we can meditate again, because I tried earlier and I still haven't got the hang of it. Um, Very difficult for me to do anything else on the plane either. Well, I'd say um, maybe it's because you're a big loser. Now let's meditate. Don't try and think about that big loser thing. I mean, he's <laughs> got Olympic gold medals. I mean, he was wearing it whilst out for a jog, so it's, it's here with him. <laughs> why, why would you do that? I mean, if you had an Olympic gold medal, would you not want to wear it whilst out for your morning jog with all the other park runners? Um, um, it's very heavy. You might very heavy, yeah. <laughs> great training, great training. <laughs> Resistance training, yeah. <laughs> makes uh, you seem the, like a bit of a dick. I don't know. <laughs> the act of winning only makes me stronger. <laughs> right, uh, roll meditate to both of you. Yeah. You get a bonus die, Flinty, because you've got some help. Well, it didn't help much. Um, <laughs> I am a good teacher. Um <laughs> It's fine. It's it's a low-level skill at the moment. I still succeed. Not very well, but... Yeah, but you still give him a few points in the learnings. Uh, I'm going to roll a d4. You get two points, Linty. Jack! This show is on the road once more, in the heavens high above. Good lord. I mean... Thinking about it, you're kind of travelling in this area of the globe where the eclipse will be, the totality of the eclipse will be passing. So you must be close to Nyarlathotep up here. You could commute with him. If, um, if we destroy the sun before the totality could occur, uh, the ritual can't proceed, right? This is true. The eclipse mm. would then no longer happen. Uh, but you <laughs> still destroy the world. It'll be easier to destroy the moon. I've always yearned to destroy the sun. <laughs> Calm down, Mr. Burns. You could <laughs> inscribe the Eye of Light and Darkness into the moon somehow <laughs> and increase its radius to cover the Earth. I'll bring it closer. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have to have every drop of innocent blood on the earth to be able to extend the range that much. We could try. You could sacrifice Lady Bast. She's probably got enough power to do it. <laughs> no, I've got a whole thing. <laughs> well, He's anyway. What are you doing today, Jack? Oh, Jesus. Um... You could just have a day off. That thing that we do sometimes. But there are so many spells to learn. But you already know so many spells. That's true. I'm just accumulating all of these so that I can die uh, very quickly. Uh, uh, coyote dust, then. That's a fun one. Roll me English at hard. 
that's what turns you into that naked man who likes only coyotes. From the Australian desert. Oh, oh dear. No, don't know English. Uh, roll me your... Oh, God. Uh, I need to follow the rules for this one. Right. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> As opposed to... As opposed to the other ones, <laughs> where you fragrantly disregard Are you singing that song because we're travelling by map? Yes. Oh, okay. To a book. Can you roll me a D4, hedgehog friend? Um, you accidentally create a handful of coyote dust whilst trying to learn the spell. It goes off on you. Concerning. So you now have one dose of coyote dust. Worrying. The problem is I need you to roll me a hard dexterity check to not drop it on the floor. Mm. Obviously, you were reading the book and like memorizing how it works. Yeah, that's actually worse. I make some magic dust and then I throw it on the ground. Okay, uh, roll me luck, please, uh, Hedgehog friend. Thankfully, no one is smoking or at that moment in time flicking their cigarettes so some hot ash would fall in the dust. So, so you all probably see Jack going to go, oh, fuck, no, and like scramble on the floor, sweeping some dust into his palm and like like carefully like pouring into a container and screwing a lid on it. Because, yeah, that, that would be fun if uh, this went off and everyone fell asleep. What could possibly go wrong? I mean, does anyone okay. notice? We notice it. Uh, yeah, you you uh, notice him doing this. Like, like, yeah. So I I notice. I'm going to go over and find out what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch kind of looms over you and is like, "Hello, Jack. What are you, What are you doing, Jack? Oh, you know, magic. Do you have a oh, bag? Do I have a bag? Yeah, I need to put this dust in a bag. I think there's a sick bag in the back of your seat. Oh, that's a good idea. Thank you. You now have one dose of... One sick bag dust. full of coyote dust, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least it's a paper bag, so you can just throw that in the fire. <laughs> did, 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 did you remember to remove the sick from the bag first? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out as time goes by. <laughs> why, why are you doing magic on the plane, Jack? Um... Well, what's the alternative? No one, no one wants to engage me in my lovely game that I invented. Game you invented? I spy with my little eye something beginning with P. Bridge. It's not bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, intro. <laughs> I kind of want to know what bridge is now. It's bridge if you spell it wrong. <laughs> because we got bored going to Cornwall and I just started putting P on the front of every word. 
<laughs> I mean, Cornwall is a billion miles away. <laughs> but Pridge was, was one that stuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so like, I, I, I guess, like... I'm surprised I, Cornwall didn't stick. Cornwall. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, like Jack, I don't think it's a good idea that you're like doing uh, magic on a plane. Like um, we, we we've had bad experience with this kind of stuff. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 fine. You see, it wasn't supposed to cast the spell. I just did it catastrophically wrong. So maybe maybe we should do this like when we're on ground. I, I'm not saying I'm a nervous flyer and all, but. Your eyes drift towards Hugo, and you're like, "Oh, he's such a handsome man!" But it's like taking fire in our hands to let him fly the plane. <laughs> well, sure. Let's let's see what happens. I like that. I'm going to have to put up a little sign on the door that says, "Like you know, no smoking, no pets, no eating or drinking while the plane is taking off, no dark arts." No dark arts. <laughs> it's no like everyone's puffing cigars and big pipes <laughs> and just casually flicking the ash on the floor, like tossing it near the jet engines. It's no, no, it's no, no, you know, we, we don't have a jet engine. Otherwise, if that propeller had come off and it was a jet engine, we wouldn't have been flying this plane ever again. Also, if it was a jet <laughs> engine, we would have been there about a day, five days ago. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if we were dead, you could have just flown straight to Shanghai in about six hours. You're only having the island hop because you run out of fuel. Uh, oh. That's a point where I say I was taking my time off, wasn't I, for the second half of this trip? Yeah, I haven't got to you yet. It's Mitch's. Okay. Okay. Aside from mildly upgrading Jack for doing dangerous magics on the plane. What are you doing today, Mitch? Uh, I'm actually going to go and talk to uh, Hugo. Yeah, you, you accost Hugo. He's sitting in his not-flying chair with his feet up and a big, fat Cuban cigar. I, um, I'm not. And a glass of whiskey. Maybe a glass of whiskey. Traditional <laughs> uh, pilot fare when not flying a plane. Hmm. A small, single shot. So Hugo, do, do you mind like just going over some of these? I, I really want to learn to like how these things work. If I understand something, I, 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 I tend to not mind that I'm on them. It's when, when I'm on something and I have no way of controlling it. Like I, I'm okay with a car because I can drive a car. I'm okay with a boat because, well, I've been on boats for lots of all my life. But these things, these things are weird. I don't like them. So like maybe if you could just. <laughs> I don't like it. It's weird. It's unnatural. Exactly. Uh, um... Tell Help me, me understand how it all works. I, I, I get out a, a pad and I start explaining how wings work, I guess, and the elevation of, you know, how air lifts a wing <laughs> and the basics of um, flying mechanics. Um, so... Yeah, so like cold air goes here, fast air goes here, slow air goes here, and that's how a plane flies. But of course, this plane all magic. <laughs> uh, roll your piloting, please, Nido. Okay. Uh, Mitch, roll your intelligence. Oh, I've lost you. I've lost everyone. Hello. I've lost everyone. It's okay, they're back now. Oh, I lost you all. 
Oh. And what did you say, Russet? Roll intelligence. Show me how intelligent you are. Oh, extreme. <laughs> For a sailor, I'm fucking intelligent. <laughs> a lot of boring, you know, ties between cooking meals. That's why you love to learn things so much. When I've got a great teacher. This is this is where, like, you know, he's he's, he's before his time when he could have been using Skillshare. <laughs> we now have aircraft theory at nineteen. Woohoo! You couldn't quite pick up the joystick and start flying, but you're starting to understand how this gigantic lump of metal and wood stays in the air. Thrust, cool. lift, drag, and weight. Yep, those are the ones. Well done, Hedgehog. You get a Hedgehog point. Has anyone not done something today? Rebecca learned... Uh, Hugo I... is teaching Mitch how to fly a plane. You stole me! <laughs> uh, Hugo, roll piloting to take over. Uh, well. And that's how you fly a plane. <laughs> I... <laughs> no. Uh... The takeover this time doesn't go as smoothly as you hit a pocket of turbulence just as you're Ooh. swapping into the pilot seat. And roll me your dexterity. Mm. <laughs> There's a little moment, everyone, where the plane just drops. About 4,000 feet in about 30 seconds. And then it just starts to lift back up smoothly again. And both pilots are just like, oh, yeah, sometimes little pockets of air turbulence like that. It's all fine, everyone. <laughs> okay. <Bye. laughs> A tiny okay from the back of the plane. <laughs> um, it's okay here. And that evening, you land in Hanoi. Uh, the fox has been disconnected. Mm. No, plug him back in. He's trying to fix it. He's uh, you know, roll me your navigate, please. I thought you said we landed. This is for something else. With a bonus die, because... Um, yes, definitely with a bonus die. Uh, Nido, you reckon you can fly straight to Shanghai tomorrow. The weather's looking good. You ha- you can load on enough fuel, and it's a shorter distance than Port Headland to Bataveria, so you can skip Taiwan if mm. you load on extra fuel and uh, keep the plane as light as possible and fly straight to Shanghai, or you could play it safe and still go to Taiwan. How long is uh, the flight time? It would take about 15 hours to get to Shanghai. Mm. So, I mean, I'll check with people once we've landed, but I'll suggest it because it sounds like a good idea. We want to make up as much time as possible. I imagine that we'll probably just wait for a road on Fox to reboot their internet, whatever it is. Mm. I will quickly use the loo then. 
I'm telling you now, I am voting to do it, and I strongly suspect Kringluck will rear its head. Look, yeah. it's fine. We just have to get as far as close as possible, and then if like the engine cuts out, we just need to glide into the airport. That yeah, was close enough. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it, because obviously we lost the day on the repairs, so it makes sense yeah. to catch one day back up. Yeah. does. It all made a lot of sense at the time. <laughs> Plus, we all want to tick that box. What box? The mode of transport is. <laughs> I think I've got it, so we don't all want to. Well, you already got a, a bingo today. Well, yeah. Craig, you, uh, you, you, you already won this game. Is George a harvestable resource? Craig. <laughs> Technically, yes. Actually, no. <laughs> so, new allies are friends, not harvestable resources, you're saying? Yes. <laughs> you may tick that box. <laughs> I might tick it if I can get a spell blows up in your face. We've not really had any spells really do that yet. It, yeah, um... Eroders didn't quite explode. No, it, w- it would be a stretch to say that was an explode because it all ended up okay in the end. I mean, no, you're waiting on Choo Choo all aboard the GM Railroad. Yep. Or blunder into, into an obvious trap. Well, that's true, yeah. Well, that was a big blender into an obvious trap. I was, I, I was hoping that we were going to get a shopping trip in Kuala Lumpur, but then Craig said no. <laughs> <laughs> so my bingo is not happening. <laughs> we could have all gone shopping, but no one suggested that. We I figured that might happen things. if we went out. <laughs> but then Craig was all like, scrying device. Like, mm. Like I've got two not having a translators, so if it came up, <laughs> hmm. oh uh, no, no, everyone did not want to touch it. So no, that's, no, that's why I just. <laughs> yeah. Well, it does belong in a museum, but we never really say that anymore. That's because no, that's because no one here has a conscience about. Like ancient artifacts, we're all just like, this is mine now. <laughs> yeah. We don't have any actual archaeologists. No. Just people who like to steal old things. Yes. Which is <laughs> <laughs> not the same thing. Like, like, I can't, like, it's connecting, but like really, really, really badly. I hear. Where did we just hear Fox from? Probably two places at once from the sounds of it. But I don't see either of them. Unless it came from the the call. Shit! (laughs) (laughs) Dun dun dun. 
Unless it came from the Roll20 sound. Oh, it might have, I guess. Mm-hmm. Someone is that? I often forget that Roll20 does sound as well if you let it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Craig, I read a uh, news story that might make Michelle sad. Oh, what's that? It's not the Wi-Fi, it's the internet. Yeah, there's Foxby again. Yeah, yeah, it's Foxby. Are they coming to the media PC? No, we oh. think some, someone must be using Roll20, and they must be accidentally using Roll20 as well, so their voice is being broadcast in Roll20 as well. Oh. But they might not be able to hear us. Hmm. Oh, oh well. Sorry. Um, well, uh, the global Swiss European chocolate market is worth $102 billion, and 80% of all cocoa beans come out of the Ivory Coast and Ghana. And they've turned around and gone, fuck you all. We get, what, two billion of this 102 billion? And you want us to reduce the price of cocoa beans? So, no. Yeah, Fox is definitely talking through World 20. I think it's coming through on your, um, through you, Craig, to the rest of us. Possibly. But his Wait. video is on there as well now for me. Ah. Uh, looking down disconsolately. <laughs> I mean, I have Roll20 set to not do any video. I keep it as I have enough real screen real estate for it not to bother me. Maybe tell them that they're on that. If they've been having bandwidth issues, it could be because they're double broadcasting on both. No, it's just... A, I, I've told it... Yeah, I can see Foxby now. Yeah, but they might be double broadcasting and not being even aware of it. Well, now they should be aware. <laughs> Uh, I I I like I like the screenshot of, of Sad Fox B staring at his desk. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm fairly certain they might not be able to hear us. Is there? Is everyone having a problem? Is everyone having a problem? Well, well. It's half nine. We might want to call it there if they're having Wi-Fi issues. Into a meeting. It's just... but, but they're online. They, they just don't know they're online. They can't hear us. Yeah. Um, we'll co- the chat Can we out. get a message from for them from, from some other path? Yes. Arona? Here we go. Mm-hmm. You guys are you guys are broadcasting via Roll Twenty still? Like that connection hasn't stopped. Yeah, it's Google's down. Google's got problems. Oh, yeah. Google's down. Google's got problems. Oh, yeah, you can. Oh, yeah, you can. Oh, yeah, you can. <laughs> yep, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Yep. There we go. Should it only be yeah. on? Yeah, I don't know. Google Meets just stopped working. Oh, mm. that's weird. I guess if Google's having a problem in Germany, it'll affect you both. But but Arona's here. Foxley's here too now. Oh, I'm here. Oh, he is. We're all here. We're all here. We, we can continue. We can continue. Stop it now. Eclairly is Craig's thing. I've muted Ben on Roll20 now. Okay. 
I think Hugo was going to make that suggestion. Yeah, everyone is sat down at dinner in the hotel, and Hugo has just suggested that he could fly you directly to Shanghai tomorrow rather than stopping off in Taiwan. Mm -hmm. I think that sounds like a great idea. It will mean flying for slightly longer, but it's like an hour shorter than the trip from Australia to uh, Java was, so... Yeah, sounds fine as long as um, wherever we're staying in Shanghai is ready to take us. I mean, you pay anybody enough money and they'll be immediately ready to take us. Yeah, well, it was like, we'll have to stay in the second best hotel in Shanghai because we burnt down the best one. <laughs> What's Why the political situation of Shanghai? Is it back to being Chinese? Uh... It At is. this time, I think Shanghai is still British. Yeah, I was going to say it's... It's British Shanghai. I think there was like a British district and a French district. Yeah, there's a British district and a French district and a Chinese district. And it's kind of jointly operated by the French, British and Chinese. Um, so the French and British get to decide what's going on and China's allowed to send someone to watch. <laughs> Yes, that sounds about right for the era. <laughs> um, so, do people want to fly directly to Shanghai? I have already expressed yeah. my opinion. Sounds just the ticket. It's good. Yep. Yeah, if, if you sounds don't think it's a good, good idea, idea, that's fine. <clears throat> uh, Walter looks at you, Rebecca, and is like, well, we didn't burn down the hotel intentionally. Uh, the cult <laughs> attacked and kidnapped the Vandergirls. And we had to go on an exciting trip to England to rescue them. Would Walter really say the Vandergals? Employed an anachronism used in speech. At this point, as long as his employers aren't there to wrap his <laughs> wrists. Mrs. Vanderbilt and Dr. Vanderbilt were kidnapped, and we had to go chase them to England to rescue them. All right. Well, uh, you all power up the lure. Those of you who are going to power up the lure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Roll your dice. If you're powering up the lure, please roll pow. That's the sound of the lure powering up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Ch- Ch- Chai no longer has to take like sleeping aids. <laughs> he just <laughs> the restful kiss of the lure of Nalthatap. Hey Mick, how many are you giving? I'm putting in thirteen. Rebecca, ten. I twenty. Uh, Jack, fourteen. That's fifty-seven again. Cripes, that's and a big number. Rebecca is going to sleep. Night, night. Didn't need to get to hundred. We started. We started doing this in a chair, like you know. I do not have my soul sucked out. Hooray! <laughs> would you like me to do some maths on the uh, lure for you, Hedgehog? I would not. Okay, I won't. <laughs> Ben's coming through twice for some reason. If you don't have it set to not receive broadcast from Roll20, it's in the settings, Ben, right at the bottom. Yeah, I, I've changed it there. You yeah, have to hit the reconnect button as well. 
Or everyone else can just mute you on roll 20. Yeah, because it's on the settings, right? And on the right, it's like, I want to broadcast to others. I put nothing disabled. And I want to receive from others nothing disabled. Then click the reconnect button. Yeah, roll 20 is doing something weird. Mm. And now, do you hear me twice? Nope, I don't. Hello, hello. Hello, yeah, you're hello. right. I was going to make you do a round with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe three blind mice. Three blind mice. <laughs> <laughs> I could have done a harmonica duo. Damn it. <laughs> Opportunity lost. Ah. Sanity I'm... preserved. <laughs> You've done a good deed, a deed to the stake, in Zach. <laughs> Everyone's luck goes up by 10 because I don't have to do the Monica Drew. <laughs> right. uh, you all sleep as you're all tired from flying and touching the lure, except for Hugo, I guess, who can roll half-ag. Mm. I have a little, just a little, little bedtime reading. It's all about dreaming. It helps me go right to sleep. Ooh. Oh, that crosses off a couple of days. Ding, ding. 21 days. Woo. 28. Okay. Uh, Thomas, are you just sleeping? Yeah, I guess so, because I'm not touching that thing. <laughs> cool. And uh, Matteo, I guess you just get an early night? Um... I, I've, I've decided I'm going to uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to contribute to this thing until it goes horribly wrong. So I'll I'll roll my powers well on it. So okay. That's all right. Um, uh, and it's an extreme success. I'll do seven again then. Okay, an extra 7 MP for the lure. Next day, Hugo, roll navigate with a bonus die. No, you didn't need it. No. What? Yeah, okay. Now roll me pilot. I got one more trip to do. Ooh. <laughs> do we have a bonus die? Not for my piloting one. Uh... That, that ain't great. You are halfway... Shanghai when you are hit by bad weather and are going off course and being forced down. Ah. Let's see if your co-pilot can save the day. <laughs> I press the button that tells everybody to go back to their seats. He does. <laughs> he wants a five. George, the competent pilot that you should have hired instead of Hugo, no, no, Hugo's actually done quite well today. <laughs> he has done very well. But Nido very nearly ended his birthday game in a pile of death. 
See, I told you it wouldn't be me who killed Hugo, it'd be himself. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, thankfully, uh, working together, Hugo and um, George are able to weather this storm. But everyone needs to roll Constitution at hard, except for the pilots. I'm gonna throw up a bunch. And there's no sick bags left. Oh, no. They're all full of coyote dust. <laughs> oh, no, you, you can throw up into them, but they'll explode. <laughs> so, Mitch, Rebecca, and Matteo, you are all incredibly sick. Um, thankfully, uh, Jack isn't, because his, as you rightly point out, his sick bag is in use. <laughs> but um, everyone else has an empty sick bag in their little pocket, so uh, you guys are safe. We don't have to find out what happens if you mix coyote dust with uh, human vomit, which would probably be awful. I imagine the worst thing about it would be you'd be sick in it. It would cause the dust to puff up and the person being sick would fall asleep into the sick bag. <laughs> Drowning on sick and coyote dust. Yeah, that wouldn't be very nice, would it? But thankfully, uh, poor Jack is not poor Jack. He's hardy Jack. Strong and stern. You know, as the plane is being tossed from side to side like a bouncing ball. Uh, But you're coming in for the landing, Hugo. It's raining. There's thunder and lightning. Uh, You're going to have to make me a hard piloting roll to land this bird. Let's nail this puppy to the floor. Any landing you can walk away from is not this one. (laughs) Yay. Or maybe it is. He lands it as if there was no problem with the weather whatsoever. Perfectly landing on the um, runway. You taxi around. You can see the rain sheeting down onto the slopes of uh, Mount Shanghai in the center of town. With this little cherry red glow in the crater as the rain is hitting the lava pool. Um, did we establish a permanent new volcano in Shanghai? Yes. Awesome. You put it all through the crust. I mean, in a couple of hundred years, it will um, solidify and cool down because it's not on a fault line. But uh, Weirdly, today that I learned that bowling balls will float in lava. Because they're less dense. Yeah, they're, yeah. In fact, um, most things will float. Al- almost everything will float yeah. in lava. Uh, I mean, if a human or even a fucking Terminator is dropped into lava, really, they'd just burn to death on the surface. Yeah, you bob around on the yeah. surface. But um, point of can... order, if there is actually an open volcanic vent in Shanghai permanently now, there'd probably be too much toxic gas being released by it pretty much constantly. No, they've put, they've put a geothermal reactor on top. We don't have that technology yet. <laughs> They've no, invented it, it just for this. <laughs> it's not constantly, it's just open with a pool of lava. They don't give off that much sulfuric gas. Okay. I was going to say, you, we don't have that technology, but you'd be, you'd be really surprised how quickly you can come up with it if you suddenly have a volcano in the centre of town. So, yeah, it's, it's less gas and more just like a pool of slowly cooling lava. Um, but it is a very pretty red cherry glow in the middle of Shanghai. 
the Chinese district of Shanghai, you know, you couldn't have picked a more needy location to burn to death. <laughs> He's shaking his head in despair. Um, but you have arrived in Shanghai. Yay. You survived traveling by... Red line. Or green line. Was that last leg a bit too bad weathery for people to learn anything further? Yeah, it was mostly clinging to your seats and going, oh, 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 oh. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if I can have some, given the number of t- number of rolls I had to do over that trip, if I can get some extra levels. You can double level tick, um piloting and uh, thingy. Yeah. Can I double tick English for all the spell stuff? Yeah, you can double tick English. Uh, Walter has booked you into the Hengsheng, which is location number 19. Where's location number 19? I'll actually see it on the map. In the French volcano drawing. Oh, yeah. That's over here in the French concession. Oh. Well, I just noticed for us that the spot hidden I had at the start, very start of the session, that was supposed to be a double tick, but I know I didn't notice it because it was in my notes. Well, just keep track of it for later. I'm busy. Okay. Uh, so right, the uh, the the volcanic vent is. Here. <laughs> Lava. And you all check into the Heng Shen Hotel here at number 19 because the uh, Palace Hotel on the riverbank is still being rebuilt <laughs> after <burning laughs> down after those wicked cultists kidnapped the Vander Girls. And you are back in Shanghai. And we all stop it there for this week as you're ready to contact Jack Brady and plan your approach to the dragon of greyness. I like, I like how we'll contact him and he'll turn up and he'll, the only person who'll recognize is Matteo <laughs> and he'll be like, where's everyone else? Everyone yeah. else is dead, Dave. <laughs> um, now, now, Catherine is at home with her children and her husband and her husband's penis. <laughs> Ah, oh, Roger. Shanghai! Woo! Yay, we made it! Shanghai! I mean, their home actually constructed out of the coiled up shaft of his penis. <laughs> oh, good lord. And on, and on that note. You said his penis is at home, but you didn't say which part, which implies all of it is. I mean, Craig, I'm afraid a lady never talks about her husband's penis. Yes, but it's practically visible from space, it's been <laughs> determined. so It's actually recursive, which is uh, very difficult to think about. Mm. A lady doesn't tell, Craig. You'll have to just keep wondering. I wasn't asking a lady. I was asking the GM. Sweet, merciful God, Peter, sign us out. <laughs> <laughs> Bring us to a swift end, please. 
Join us next time for the exciting continuation of It's My Party and I'll Scry If I Want To.